Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp MX Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, May 18th, 5.01 p.m. Pacific. And we're happy to be here. We were off last week. Big news. We are going racing. The plan has been announced. Seven races in 22 days or something. It's insane. All in Salt Lake City. We'll finish the East. We'll finish the West Coast. We'll finish this 450 Supercross title. And, man, there's lots to talk about when it comes to that plan and breaking it down, the pros, the cons, and all of it uh, that's involved, man. I'm stoked, though. We're going to have something to talk about. No more quads. No more Chick-fil-A. No more. Ah, we're probably still talking all that shit anyways. Thanks for listening, everybody. 702-586-7857. You got to... Give us a call about something to do, Supercross, MXGP, whatever. Give us a call, 702-586-PULP. Great show lined up for you tonight. Really stoked to have my co-host here in studio. And also, uh, Jeremy Albrecht from JGRMX will be on. Michael Antonovich from Swap Moto Live. He was uh, the only journalist that I know that went to uh, the two races that have happened, the Moto Fight Club race and the Justin Brayton Iowa Invitational. So we'll have Anton on to talk about that. Seth Rarick. A uh, good buddy of ours, and uh, now working for Alden Baker as, a, as an associate trainer there. Uh, we'll have Seth Rowe on to talk about uh, working with the guys during the downswing, what he's going to do when it comes to the Utah races, and much more uh, tonight. And uh, Thanks to Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, Vertex Pistons, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Skosh, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, Art of Sport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, WUSA, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, Works Chassis Lab, and In 10 Cycles are all on board with us. We are going to announce the winner of our Art of Sport package uh, care package giveaway tonight. We asked for an email entry last show, and we've got a whole bunch of them. So the folks at Art of Sport will uh, send one out uh, upon us picking a winner. So thanks to that. And uh, thanks to the folks at Skosh, they have these cool little magnetic boom bottles. They also can work as a as a bottle opener, and uh, they can pump out the tunes pretty good. We are going to uh, give away an autographed uh, boom bottle by the Rockstar Energy Husky team. So uh, looking forward to that. I'll tell you how to win that shortly. And uh, so thanks to uh, Art of Sport and the guys at Skosh, of course, for uh, helping us out. And uh, we'll give away some other stuff during the, during the show if we can. Looking forward to tonight's show. J-Bone, Anton, Rarick, all in. In studio, uh, uh, helping me out, he is the owner of the FXR Racing Chaparral Honda team. He is uh, also an MX journalist as well. Michael Lindsay, what's up, man? How are you? I'm a little confused on what I've walked into. <laughs> now, you haven't been in since the cameras? No, there's I, cables everywhere. There's cameras everywhere. I, what have you turned this place into? I, I didn't know that. You haven't been in, huh? No, you forgot about mm. me. Well, listen, buddy. The way your year's been going... <laughs> We're lucky we, we we just skipped over you. So I, I I would like to forget that my year existed as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to talk to you about that and more. But thanks for coming in. Thank you for coming up. Appreciate it. Thank you me. and Snugs or Pooches? 
No, I'm Poochie. She snugs. Snugs. You snugs yeah, came up. So. Did you or Kiefer lose the bet on that one? I can't remember now. Yeah, I can't remember either. I don't yeah. remember. I always get it wrong. I know that, and and I always think that your name is spelled with an A and not an E. So yeah. I also get one that wrong day, as well. One day you'll yeah. spell it right. Right. It's don't worry. Commonly spelled with an E. Yes. But I always thought it wasn't common, and it, so it was the A. Georgia Lindsay is the A. You yeah. are the E. No, other way around. I'm an A. You're an A. I'm the A. Yes. Okay. So I got so, I got a quick one for that. So right. my whole life growing up, always said my name is Michael Lindsay. Right. So everybody or Lindsay, everybody kind of misspells it probably because I say Lindsay, but that's how my family says it. I'm in a bank about a year ago, maybe two years ago, and I'm. Tell a lady my name, and she's typing something out, and she puts S-E-Y, and I'm like, no, Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. Mm-hmm. And she looks at me with a bit of attitude and goes, you said Lindsay, not Lindsay. And I'm like, oh. I went to say something, and I kind of thought about it. I'm like, nobody's ever called me out on it. <laughs> I had to like re, re right, like right. think my whole life. Right. Well, uh, so I got it wrong again. See, I'm so confused. I always think it's, it was the other way. So anyways, thanks for coming in. Uh, appreciate it. Lots to talk about tonight. I'm glad we got some news. Oh, we got real fine. live news coming in. Uh, t- uh, directing the show over there. Handling everything on YouTube, on Facebook. Working the video. Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hello. How are you? I blew it already. Why? I, I forgot to turn the audio on for like a full two minutes at the beginning of the show. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I kind of saw that give usual. me a week off. That, is, like, a, that is a fine. Yeah. That yeah. is a fine. You go to the I comment section. No sound. No sound. No sound. Marks, where's the sound? No sound. No sound. No sound. <laughs> as long as people know it's blaming on Marks. That's, I'm fine with that. Shout they out to do. They go straight to on uh, Facebook for messaging me and letting me know. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what's up, Marks? How are you? Did uh, you watch Moto Fight Club? I did, We'll yes. talk about that a little bit. Yes. Uh, Pulpamex app is, is getting some updates, too. Yeah, I got a wow. small update with some bug fixes. Nice. And, and some hey, speaking of apps that. and stuff, Fantasy. So Fantasy's even back. Yeah, well, that was on my topic to talk about. Marks, what are we doing for Pulpamex Fantasy? Like, are you going to be okay? Yeah. Are we'll, you going to survive yeah, this? Yeah, I'll be fine. This every third day race? The, no, listen. Our- we Gucci. Oh, okay. Are right. you going to survive this? We're talking about wrap-up casts. We're talking about fantasy casts like uh, every I, I, other day. Tell me about it. Yeah, you people are about to get uh, an ass load of podcasts uh, <laughs> coming up short, shortly. That's an um, official metric, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> I want to know. Are, we're running a special on Pulpmix Fantasy? What are we doing? Uh, yes, we are. So we've knocked $5 off the uh, series prices. So right now, if you sign up for Supercross and Motocross, it's twenty nine ninety nine instead of thirty four ninety nine. Okay. And if you sign up for Supercross only, it is now fourteen ninety nine instead of nine. And that'll just give someone if you want to, so you don't have to vote for the whole season. You can you can get seven races in three weeks and yep. and and, yep. and win prizes. So get a chance to win some prizes. So that makes you eligible for all the prizes for the re- all, you know whatever series you sign up for. Yep. makes you eligible for prizes for all of those. So. Right, right. So five bucks off. Pulp yeah. Mix Fantasy, and you, and so uh, the handicap committee is going to be very busy. The prize awarding committee will be yes. very busy. Yes, you will be busy. Yep, in the back end. Deep in the back end, always in the back, buried in that deep in that back end, just working it. Every hole, bro. Every hole, bro. Yeah. Uh, Looking forward to that. Pulp Mex Fantasy starting up, and uh, yeah, that'll be. God, uh, Michael, when you think about setting the handicaps, and then you think about like the ups and downs, uh, and then two days later you're gonna have to deal with everything again. Pulp Mex Fantasy might cause some issues for people this year. You're you're gonna cause meltdowns worse than ever. Yeah, I know, right? I can't wait to see the Twitter posts. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're they're awesome. Uh, taking your calls over there, handling things. Uh, the works racer, off road guy of the show, Talon. What's up? What's up? I you? actually haven't raced works since like 2012, but oh, we'll still count. We'll still count it as the exact same year. I, you, that was you my last. Took race me on some fucking trail ride that could be works. Hey, you know so. me and Talon have raced each other, right? No, I didn't know that. He's like OG works. That was good stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. oh well, I started 08. 
So I not raced, OOG, but yeah, curious. I was kind of. I started actually in 2000, but I was just on 50s. Because yeah. one of the guy I know started the, started works. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for having me, Steve. Uh, what's up, man? How are you? Good. How, the good. Bull, you were checking the bullfrog hot tub before the show. Slightly cloudy. So we added some chlorine. I didn't realize you had to change these chlor- this, this this tablet. Every three, four weeks. Yeah, who knew? Has it been that long? I did. It says right on the box. Has it been that long that we've had it? Uh, no, but it tub? says if it's not showing chlorine, it probably has been well, that long. Yeah. Th- thanks to the folks at Bullfrog. Next week, by the way, Chris Kiefer will be here. And we are doing a segment from the Bullfrog Spas. See, cave. I sounds texted magical. that. Why are, I'm so disappointed. We are, we are, I'm uh, coming up just for that. Heather's coming in. So I think she'll be in there. So we're going to look forward to that segment, everybody, next week. Stay is, tuned. Is that where After Dark is going to happen from now on? <laughs> yeah, maybe. It might be a bad, not a bad idea. <laughs> so uh, look, thanks to the guys at Bullfrog, of course. I already sold one spa. You're welcome, Bullfrog. You're welcome. That's what happened. Uh, Michael Lindsay in here. Um, all right. So lots to talk about when it comes to this plan. Uh, don't forget, everybody, Pulpmex app coming up with some uh, updates. You can get that on the App Store. You can listen to all our podcasts on there. Amazon as well. If you're going to make some, a purchase on Amazon, go to the Amazon widget on pulpmex.com. Click on that. takes you to Amazon, and we get a small slice of that. And uh, appreciate that. Karcher, of course, they're not officially with us, but Pulpamex code at Karcher saves you money as well. And Polar, the code MOTOX, all caps, saves you on any Polar products. Karcher and Polar, a couple of companies that have stepped up and helped us out with a lot of things over the years. So pass it on to some uh, discounts for you as well. So if you're in the market for something from Polar or Karcher, use those codes and save. Uh, SC1 is Michael Lindsay's co-host tonight. The folks at Maxima provided the co-host. What's up, SC1? Thank you for all your years of usage. Thank you for making my bike shine. All right. Um, Plastic in a can. Look, you lost Starling. Mm-hmm. You lost Jerry, we called you. Yeah. You lost Starling. Uh, the crutcher guy left. Crutcher guy left. Uh, uh, Walker. Walker. Yeah. What, cr- why did I say Crutcher? Jeff Crutcher? Are you talking about Crutcher at uh, Anton's buddy? No, Jeff Walker left. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm confused. Jeff Walker left. And I need to talk to you about that, by the way, too, because I yeah. was maybe misrepresenting it when you called in. So yeah. you're losing riders left and right. <laughs> We'll talk about that, though, yeah. in a little bit. Uh, uh, but I'm interested in getting your take on it uh, and on all of it. So, all right. So, seven rounds. Everyone's in Utah. Every third day. Slightly different track designs. Elevation, of course. Open-air stadium if we get weather, which could happen. As well as the dirt, hard-packed, and everything else. Uh, you can rent an Airbnb. You can stay in a hotel. Riders' motorhomes are okay as well at the track. Um, temperature checks when you come in in the mornings. Um, basically they're trying to separate, they're, they're going to make it into groups of people. So a team is a group yep. and masks free around there. But if you leave your group masks on, mask will be on, on the track. Riders won't have to wear massive helmets on. Um, they're again, temperature checks. You got you, all of us that will go. And I think I'm on the clear for that. We'll have to submit to a COVID-19 test. We all do. We all have to show up yep. 48 hours in advance of the first event we're going to attend to be tested. Yep. If you leave the state of Utah, you have to be retested, which puts a big damper course on a lot of guys of well, going back and forth. That's, that's my thing. So the first three rounds are east. Then we got a two west and an east. Two west and an east. And, and then, then east-west. shootout, yeah. Um, so the West guys can take a couple weeks off yet and, and show yeah, up. Yeah, West the, guys can show the up East before the races. These guys are not going to want to stay up there, right? Well, so you'll be have to get retested. Yeah, well, the hard part for the East one, and and I think we you said we were talking about this, like I am more than thankful we're going racing, mm-hmm. but why we're doing three East races and then one East race later is d- not well, Are not they following the series <laughs> schedule the way it was on uh, the original series schedule? Is that why they're doing that? They're trying to just I, keep it. 
don't know because there would have been a shootout. We, we lost we've, the shootout. We traded yeah. a shootout for an extra East round, technically. Yep. I don't know. If, considering the whole schedule is messed up, I think it should have been four East before the West. Why because, do you say that? Okay, just so go, if you're – Just go East and then – Yeah, because so right now you're bringing all these people in from the East Coast. They've selected 40 people that want to come do it. Yep. Um, a lot of – Oh, that's another thing. Uh, 40 riders only. only everybody does the night yep. show per class. Uh, they're going to go by your points. If yep. there isn't forty guys, they go by national numbers. Yeah, and 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 I guess if you've raced the rest yeah, of the first, series, first you get dib it. was right. the guys with points. So yep. uh, I think West had twenty nine, four fifty had thirty seven riders with points, and I think two fifties had thirty five. All those guys got the call first. Hey, yep. are you racing? Uh, if they said yes, they all got their forty uh, that position yep. first. If they said no, whatever was left over uh, went to two digit two digit guys that have maybe not been able to race because of injury or some circumstance. Yep. They are given dibs. Uh, ben LeMay, perfect example. Yeah, Ben, or in my case, Blois was supposed to be yep. East, but didn't start East because he had been hurt. Cody right. didn't start because they were both hurt. They both had but they, two they digits. got numbers, so they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. And yep. then from there, they were going to take some sort of an average of like their best qualifying positions if they haven't made mains to get the last spots. Um, like I said, though, I heard after going through the points, guys, uh, I mean, there's guys that's hurt. There's some guys from Europe that can't get back here, Australia, so those guys are out. And then some riders have just straight up said, I, yeah. I can't afford to do it. Um, the East guys are in a tough position because, yes, they have to come all the way out and stay. But the hard part for them is you're going to do three. And then you have an eight-day window before you race again. So you might try to go home. You, there's really no reason to come back for the last East race unless you are top probably 23 in points because only top 20 in points from each coast are going to be allowed to do that last shootout. Why would you spend the money to come all the way back to do one race considering there's cut purse and yeah, multiple yeah. And And we're going to lose guys with injury too as we lose go. guys. Injury, like I can't I, see by the end to have four. We're not going to oh, have 40 no, guys. No, no. We so are I, not I feel like that last specifically that last East race. Yeah. I would be surprised if 25, yeah, barely yeah. 25 dudes, because if you're not going to make the yeah. top 20 for the next if shootout, you, if you don't care about the why shootout, are you going to come all the way back? Purse money isn't good enough to do no. it. Right. West right. guys have better better placing course because of the round's location. Yeah. And then number two, they can do their two races. And if you're top 20 in points, cool, you stay four or five days and you do your shootout. If you're not top 20 in points, you go home and get ready for outdoors or whatever yeah. else you do during yeah. the summer. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm, I'm with you. By the end of these seven races, we're probably not going to have 40 guys in either cl in, in any classes yep. because of injuries and attrition. And there's not like alternates are going to go there. Um, they're not going to be ready to go. They're not going to show up and wait. You don't want to go through all that problems and expenses if, you, if you're just an alternate. So yep. I'm with you. Um, as a team owner, okay, so this thing's been horrible for everybody. It's been horrible for Pulp MX. It's been horrible for your team uh, financial-wise and sponsorship-wise and all of that thing. Um, so it's been, it's been bad for you, but you also are not going East. You're not doing all of that. You're not spending that money. And I don't know, Chaparral and FXR are your two titles. And, and obviously I don't know what the situation is money wise with that or your other smaller guys. Overall though, is this going to help you save some money and salvage a season business wise as an owner? Is this, is this a good thing or is this going to be still really expensive for, um, for, for yourself? It, in the end, I mean, us going racing period right now, and in the location, I'm one of the few spoiled, even though we are racing east, we are technically west-based. So, yes, all in all, if I do the exact math, I technically do save a bit of money doing it this way. There are certain expenses, and I know a lot of people were freaking out because there was a rumor earlier in the week that Feld was going to cover our accommodations. That didn't end up happening. Why would it? I, I don't know where, say that? I don't know where that one started. Oh, by but, the way, but I tweeted this out. Purse money is down 22%. Yeah. Series ending money down 17% or maybe vice versa. But yeah. um, 
and I understand that. So and that's I think I did the math. That's like uh for the reigning seven rounds of purse, that's a hundred and seventy eight or a hundred and eighty two thousand dollars saved or something okay. for yeah. or felt something like that. For Are you purse. upset about that? I'm I'm not. I mean it is I, what I it mean, is. Maybe four fifty no maybe four fifty class guys, but two fifty payout is so low it's like a thirty dollar difference for like a, it's yeah. it's not much in the right. two fifty class. Uh but honestly at the end of the day, the only really added expense is is the staying there, but you're not flying back and forth right. all the time. Right. You have way less crew on. What are you going to end up doing? Your team. Gonna, uh, I have family in town. I'm still trying to figure out because I was told on one hand that if we didn't stay at hotels or Airbnb, we could get in trouble because we're not proving that we're not around people. But then I've heard some people are going to stay with friends. I have family in Utah, yeah. so I'm trying to get that cleared your up. Your whole tomorrow. team is staying with your family. Family. Well, I mean, <laughs> beyond skeleton crew, I'm wrenching yeah. for one of the riders. Oh, are you? Yeah. Well, yeah. a bunch of my mechanics have real jobs. Right. Right. <laughs> I can't. That's everything for a smaller team. A lot of right. them have mechanics that don't work full time for them. You can't really afford what, to tell what, those guys, what, "Hey, I, I need you there for three a whole month." Basically, asked, what happened to Connor? Connor, Jerry's guy. Connor, he's uh back in Minnesota right now, running his crane business. Yeah, but he didn't leave with Jerry, or he didn't no. leave with Jerry. No, he was going to come back and rent for us. And the hard I, part is, is he, he now wants, or no? No, because he can't afford to take a month uh, off of yeah, yeah. work because this crane, is his busy life. season. Right, right. So he wants to do it, but it's like yep. he, he can't afford to go back and forth. Um, and even to just come for the Sunday races, having to show up two days early, it just kind of doesn't so work out. as a team owner, is having these seven races a good or bad thing for you? Insanely good. Um, oh, insanely I, good. Okay. Insanely good. Otherwise, I mean, it's it is what it is, and it's nothing against any sponsor. It's every team has run into it. Pretty much, if you don't go racing, your pants get deferred. You don't, for anybody that maybe doesn't fully understand how team sponsorship works, okay, so if you lay out a contract with somebody, the hard part with Supercross, maybe compared to a lot of other motorsports, is the fact that we start on January 1st. Mm -hmm. A lot of contracts are year to year, or they're pretty late in the year starting, like maybe November, December, or the first yeah. week of January. You don't get paid the day the contract starts. A lot of them are quarterly payments, bi-monthly right, payments, maybe yeah. a one-time yeah. season yeah. payment, depending on the sponsor. Uh, in Supercross, there's a lot of time. There's in a lot of situations you could go racing in January without maybe even a single sponsor having ever paid you yet. Right, right. Uh, that might be your first payment yeah. schedule. For I had you know a little bit of stuff that came in preseason, but so you're kind of racing on either last year's money or investors money or something to keep moving and then you kind of slowly get paid back uh so as soon as racing stops you could be in a weird negative limbo where you've raced more of your championship than what's been paid out but everybody's on hold because without without felt having a clear path of what the racing was going to look yeah. like on rounds sponsors yep. aren't going to pay you out if they have a round or two or yeah. is going to get cut yep it's all prorated yep yep um so you've been you've certainly had some guys back off on your yeah deal. nobody's yep. i had well i had one sponsor unrelated to this that just kind of boned us in general yeah, 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 yeah. uh typical motocross, yeah yeah welcome, welcome to the industry Michael welcome Lindsay, to right? it yeah. uh yeah but actual sponsor our season, nobody cut us. Just everybody's like a few people had to be like, "Hey, we gotta step back and wait to see what's gonna happen here. We're we're down to cover it. We yeah. just want to know what's gonna yeah. go on with yeah. racing, and we're cool." Yeah, I've had some companies from Pulp MX be like, "Hey, we can't pay you. We're not sure. We're not. We don't know what's going on. You know, take a few months off." Yeah. And then we'll see what happens. And that's basically yeah. from a media standpoint, brands have paused their campaigns or put them on hold yeah. for a short time. Hey, we need two or three months to figure out what's going on. Race teams are some, hey, you guys aren't really racing right now. We need to put our stuff on pause. And a lot of them I've talked to are like, hey, we will catch you up 
at the end at, when we get moving again. But yeah. for now, we yeah. need to. We need so, to. So this will be okay for you to get going then. Yeah, this is, it will. This is, this is a good thing. And we don't right. have too many activation clauses. A lot of our stuff can be handled away from the track, or I can do extras or something. So yep. at the end of the day, if we finish our races. I would probably, I might get a tiny bit of a cutback, but I would get paid almost whatever I was supposed yeah. to for the year. So right. for me, it's fine. Yep. I think a lot of teams are in position. Some do have some activation clauses. It could hurt them a little bit. And we're going to ask JT about that when he comes on. Yeah. He's involved in that. Especially with their fly. big right. contract. That's right. where Felt hit a lot more is a lot of their series sponsorships, even though they're taking us racing, it fulfills part of their contracts. Yeah. It doesn't fulfill no, no. all of them. Listen, I'm the first guy to hammer on Feld for things, yeah. and and I and I I think rightly so for many things. I'm not going to hammer on them for this. They're they have no fans, and they're trying to put on a series and finish it. They don't they're, have to. They're going to take a loss. They're going to take a hit. Yeah. Look, in the grand scheme of things, they make a lot of money from Supercross. They're going to take a loss, but it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Um. You know, the same guys that that don't pay me, uh, for my show, I'm still promoting them. Yeah. Because it's the right thing to do. So, you know, they're they're that's not you know put a gold medal on them but i'm not going to come down on them for this this sucks for them this isn't a good thing and, and hopefully at least i feel like the motorsports community of course is fairly tight-knit group a lot of us are so in their case hey they're going to get it done they're going to get to an understanding a lot of i think especially their core industry related sponsors are yeah. probably going to work with them in some way of yeah. hey give us some extras next year or we'll fill we'll fully pay you but give us something extra yeah. or, hey we're only going to cut a little bit off because you can't do yeah. this activation piece or that right, right. Maybe some more of the out, like some things that are more unique, like maybe the CBD, and this isn't directing, but maybe like the CBDMD, something that's newer, more outside sport, they may be a little more direct with Feld yeah. on stuff being cut back if, uh, if the yeah, other stuff was fan right. activation. But the core sponsors have been with the series a long time, like yep. sponsors have been with team a long time. They'll work together as long yeah. as you can. It's kind of that thing of like almost a real relationship it, with person. As long as you're trying, we're probably all going to figure it out eventually. I have some <laughs> questions. One. Look, you're not going to really want to practice too much, but yeah. where, where are you going to practice? How's that going to work? Two, listen, Eli Tomac's five hours away or something. Yeah. They can haul ass out of there, go put some laps in or test yeah. something. He crosses the state border, though. I know. So he has to do the 48-hour test. That's my whole point. No one's yeah. going to know. Yeah. If, 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 if John and Eli hop in a truck, want to test out a link because something was off on Utah, yeah. and they haul, so nothing's going to stop them from yeah. doing that. And I guess it is what it is, but yeah. how do you plan on getting guys to practice? Really as tight as our races are together, um, specifically the Sunday to Wednesday race, I'm not worried because it's a two-day gap. Um, the next race, you know, there's a three-day yeah. gap. I know of two Supercross tracks in Utah in the general area. That oh, you do? Okay. I didn't know where two of them right. are. And I think pretty much everybody, I'm not going to say, but I think most of the people in the industry know where one of them are, and I joke with the person that owns that like track. Like March Banks? No, it's oh. not March Banks. Oh. It's somebody else at Utah that's not currently racing. Oh, but does have a facility. The guy, uh, what's his name? Um, I was gonna say Hall. The person I got my trail from, Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was teasing uh, him uh, that. Uh, what's the name? Bracken Hall. Uh, Bracken Hall. Yeah, yeah Bracken's right, got his facility. Bracken, it's only like an hour and a half right. away. So Bracken's I, I gonna did, start making a ton of money. Well, I was really, you either make money or I'm like you're about to become everybody's best friend. <laughs> well, okay, but do you think? Okay, do you? Do you think the guys will go practice? Like, do you think the everyone? What's your what, what's your thoughts on so riders leaving? In my group, I got crit. Like, if I'm talking about my group, we're not worried about it because Cody's been playing. We started early on Cody. Yep. No, Cody Shock's racing back. again, right? Yep. Yeah, he's had plenty of prep time. Is not Blos a big deal. Blos isn't ready. Blos just started riding Supercross yeah. today, so he's got you know he's coming in behind the eight ball on his pretty bad right. wrist injury. 
I'm guessing based off of what the wrist injury is and how he's feeling right now, he's not going to want to ride on the off days. Right. It's not going to be so a big do deal. Do you think the other guys will though? I, I think it depends. I think the I asked two fifty. So I asked Prater about that. And, yeah. Or no, I didn't. Sorry, I asked another team owner, and he said he didn't think anybody would practice. I I don't think the two fifty guys will because their schedules work so fine. I could see the four fifty guys, not commonly, but on that three day break, like you said, if it's a top guy and they're running into a problem with a bike setup or something, I could see some of them trying to sneak away and do something in some shape or form. No, but you mean sneak out of Utah? Or, uh, or, no, or, oh. I shouldn't say that. Doing it whether they do it. Do by the you rules think or by the guys will sneak away? I do. I, I totally do. I do. They got to be careful, though, because everybody talks. If one mechanic rats somebody out, like, if one bus driver, one man friend says something, I like, know. you could get in yeah. big trouble in this group. Because, yeah, it's – and I would hope riders are brain dead enough to do it. I don't I know, said, I think the 450 guys are the yeah. only ones that would do it. The 250 right. schedule – I mean, the 250 guys west, they show up race and they race, like, two days – not a big – Right. They have a two-day gap, not what, what, deal. What, what I don't like, what people don't understand is like, if you have a bad race, if you're one of these elite guys and you have yeah. a bad race, then you you want to test, you want to try something to, yeah. to to even if your bike was fine, you think it's the bike or whatever, and you want to try something, and there may be nowhere to go. Maybe Bracken Hall's track isn't ready, or maybe he doesn't want you to go, or who knows. Yeah. What do you do then, right? And, and, yeah. and, and these guys, I mean, there's millions of dollars at stake here. Yeah. They'll, they'll take off and ride. I, I do I think. from a, a personal standpoint. I do take some some <laughs> personal laughter and entertainment out of the fact that, you know, all these guys spend, factory teams spend so much time with testing money and their video guys that race in engine electronics. This guy, now they're going to have all their staff cut down and you're not going to be able to test between races. Now it's how how yeah. quickly can you figure it out on the fly or how well can you yeah. ride around the yeah, problem? Yeah, yeah. I and, think and, that, and that's another thing too. Teams aren't allowed to bring everybody. Mm-hmm. There, there's a there's a set number of guys. And, and yeah. I think that plays interesting into the way a team has set up their bike. Like I'll hand it to the KTM guys. I feel like they have a very, and I know from time, they, they tend to, I think, lean towards a setup that's maybe more well-rounded sometimes where some of their factory teams, some of their bikes maybe are a little touchier. Right. Um, Condition-wise, you are racing one track dirt condition, but if you show up at the first round and you're not dialed in there, then you're going to chase that every race day from there. This is the worst possible dirt for a setup. Yeah. It isn't spongy East Coast stuff. This is going to have front-end traction. You're going to want it. You're going to need it. It's going to be hard dirt. It'll, especially if they leave a base in by the sixth and seventh round, this thing will be like concrete. Yeah, like we're at elevation, which isn't a big deal anymore with EFI, but still, it's something. Uh, we're at elevation, like we're at an open air stadium where weather could come in. This is this might be the worst place to go if you're a suspension guy for for a bike. Yeah, it's. I imagine because a lot won't be able. There's going to be a lot of group Zoom calls after practices, right, right. and the practices are cut down. We have no free practice. It's two time oh, qualifying. Okay. Yep. Um, there's no track walk. Uh, there's basically like a roll lap. Uh, one, there's like three minutes at the beginning of the first session. There's wheels on the ground. You can mm-hmm. kind of stop on a jump and look around. But there's no track walk with your crew. Uh, limited practice. Uh, shortened up complete days. Yeah. You have less time between yeah. all the sessions. The Sunday races are very early. We're starting like 1 or 12 o'clock local I was going to ask you about if you knew that. Yeah, so they're yes. not local. They're not uh, the lo- normal regular times. No, the Wednesday yeah. races are – and it all has to do with TV time. There was actually a really interesting uh, interview with one of the NASCAR operations managers I listened to, and he was talking about now that all sports are going at once, the TV slots are actually really – are becoming difficult yeah. because every sport's trying to start up at the same time. That's why even NASCAR is going to do a couple weekday races. They yeah. And they've shortened up their schedule and changed their start times to really unique stuff because – 
while trust me, all the networks are super stoked that sports are back. Now they're like, oh my god, we have we have it coming out of our yeah, union. we have everybody, yeah, yeah. So that's no. why like the Sunday races are typically pretty early, and the Wednesday races are late. So we're going to be on good good prime time slots on Wednesday nights, but Sundays we're having to work with it fairly early to get right. started. I was telling Prater on the Zoom call we had with the media, I said, hey Dave, on the bright side, you're going to save money on fireworks because you won't be putting fireworks <laughs> out for an empty stadium, and that'll be true. so odd to you know main event start 450 main and there's just silence my, right? like, my favorite is one of the one of the ones i'm cracking up at. so the riders have to go to the line by themselves mechanics can't go yep. with them you go in staging so they come off the sight lap from the main i think they have to pull off so hurry up either have to be able to do your keel set your your whole shot device or you need to have your mechanic set before you go over to the grates uh the mechanics are everybody's supposed to stay six feet apart 20 mechanics times yeah, six yeah, is 120 that, feet. I don't, think that's gonna I don't know if there's going to be like three mechanics areas or right, what we're right. all doing there. Maybe they're going to have the little, uh, they're going to put on the ground the little like icons like you've been seeing it, uh, like Chipotle stuff you're standing in line, so you all stand six feet away from each yeah, other. No, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be weird, and I bet you there'll be, look, everyone's going to just have to try their best. Yeah. It's not going to go by the book. There'll be violations. There'll be things that aren't quite done right. UFC had a a number of violations for their first fight that they said they wouldn't do, but shit will happen like that. And it's going to be, oh, the you know, it's going to be part everybody of it, so. in the moment with the race is going to just completely, their brain isn't going to keep track of every little no, thing yeah, on the yeah. sheet. We're so, supposed to do. It's going to uh, happen. Vortex racing, uh, the official sprocket of the monster energy star bikes and monster energy Yamaha guys, Barsha Plessinger and Ferrandis and other guys use vortex racing sprockets. Uh, James Stewart, Chad Reed have won championships with vortex. If you want to deal on a, on a sprockets, uh, or a V3 bar or the 7.8s bar from the folks at uh, Vortex Racing. Email jake at vortexracing.com. Tell them you're with Pulp MX, and they will dial you in on a great deal. Sprockets and uh, and uh, handlebars and everything else from the folks at vortexracing.com. They're pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night. He is a JGR Suzuki MX team manager, friend of the show, Jeremy Albrecht. What's up, J-Bone? How are you, man? I'm good. What about you guys? Dude, we're finally going racing, J-Bone. We got something to talk about. <laughs> Jeez, it's been a little rough. Yeah, definitely uh, tough to plan without knowing the plan. Yeah. So what? What are what are what are your thoughts on the on the package? Seven races in in Salt Lake City, you know, in in twenty something days. Uh, do you like it? Do you wish we would have waited till fall? What's your thoughts? No, I would rather do it now. To be honest, I was more bummed if it was going to be in September. You know, obviously. This is what we all asked for originally, but it wasn't look like it was going to happen because mm -hmm. outdoors had the window. Yep. So I think in the end, this is best for everyone, even though it doesn't seem like it. It's, I think it's the best case scenario for what spot we're all in. I was saying, um, uh, oh, go, go ahead. No, I mean, we already were racing Supercross, and rider, especially riders like Sexton that had to switch bike size. Like, yeah. I think that would be really tough. Um, you know, anytime you're doing a series back-to-back, -back, it's tough. So I think at the end, this is what we all wanted. It didn't really come how we all wanted it to happen. Lots of phone calls, lots of uh, – that was actually kind of nice. We got a lot of people to agree for the first time. I would say <laughs> it's anyone's first choice on any of this stuff, but yeah. everyone worked together, and I think we all agree this is the best – we can do in the situation we're in, really. Right. Are you happy with the way Feld's been communicating and the way Feld's been help, trying to help you guys and everything? You've been happy with that? Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, we were having calls, like, I would say twice a week for a long time until there wasn't really much information because when it gets down to it getting a little more real, 
you know, it's it's hard. You just need a yes at that point. Yeah. And that's what seemed to take a while. But, you know, it's no different than working with contracts or writers or sponsors. It, mm-hmm. That last yes is always the hard one. Right. So, I was, yeah, we're used to it in a way. Before you came on, myself and Michael Lindsay were talking. And, like, honestly, it's it's cool. It's going. And I'm happy. But Salt Lake City with that dirt and the open air and the elevation, like, this is going to be the worst location for mechanics and suspension guys and motor guys and all of that uh, for seven weeks. Don't you agree? Yeah, I would say motor is probably the toughest. Um, You know, every rider always says their bike isn't very fast there, especially 250 class, but Yep. I guess by the seventh round, we ought to have that place figured out, huh? <laughs> I would hope so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty Because much. testing for the, for the future. But, you know, we've had snow races there. We've had yeah. muddy races there. We've had everything. Yep. You know, pits aren't really flat, which doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, I um, forgot about the pits. Yeah. yeah, you're walking uphill on the pits. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, yeah. No reason to set up awnings. Just crack out some 10 by 10s or something. You don't have to go through the full effort if you don't want to. Why? Well, you would just set your truck up yeah, once, definitely. wouldn't you? Eh, I wasn't going to just yeah, leave all but... awning stuff out. I was just going to put easy ups out. <laughs> oh, come on, Lindsay. Who's going to see it? Uh, you? <laughs> no, yeah, we're not doing it for show. Like, even us, we're like, we're not going to bring table covers. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. all the stuff you do to make everything look good. Yeah. Yeah. Leave all that stuff at the shop. I just need some shade and a workbench. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. You're basically just setting up to work. That's it. Are you, uh, do you have any plans to ride during the week outside of the races with your guys? Have you talked much about that? And, like Michael Lindsay was saying, Bracken Hall's got a supercross track, and, you know, there's different guys, but have you talked that out? We have, but it's really not convenient for us. Mm-hmm. So we are probably not. We would go take race bikes if we're like needing to go test. Yep. Yep. But I know the you know Sunday to Wednesday is going to be tough. Maybe the Wednesday to Sunday you can pull off a day of riding. But yep. Yeah, for us we're not we're not planning on it at the moment. But we agreed we would if we needed to. But right. I'm, I think we're pretty pretty set at this point. Are you? Um... Are you so you got a full roster? Joey Savacci's back. Brock Tickle will be back. Is Freddie? Freddie was sort of a fill in anyway, so Freddie probably won't be making the trip. Well, it actually. Uh, oh boy! Yes, Here we go. That everyone is riding, but it's not. Not everyone's going to race, like you're saying. Yes, that's okay. correct. Okay. Do you want to tell us who's racing? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you guys have figured it out. The media always knows. You guys tell me. Uh, always Brock, before I do, so. Brock's racing, and <laughs> I mean, wouldn't Savachi? He's riding. Uh, he's back. I think I'm gonna guess Brock and Freddie only. I'm gonna guess. Maybe Joey's them. got some issues then. With, I, with, the only one okay. I know is Brock. Okay. All right. All right. J Bone. <laughs> All right. What about? That's it. Okay. <laughs> that, 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 you know, <laughs> God damn it, J Bone. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's keeping you guessing for fantasy. Uh, troll. Will Troll Train yeah. be there? Will Troll Train be there? Why? Yeah. Okay. All Why right. wouldn't he be? I don't. Well, now we're guessing riders, so now I figure I better, I better break it all down. Yeah, I guess. Can we start yeah. guessing staff? At the moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The moment the guys are healthy, I love it. We're actually guys are going to race. And Savachi's really been riding outdoor though. He hasn't ridden Supercross. He's uh, on the fence because it's hard going back and forth. It is. And yeah. And for him, he never had a Supercross setting really. We tested just early on just to go to Europe. So he didn't really have much testing to begin with, and then he got hurt. So he hasn't ridden any Supercross. 
Okay, so he's a really since then. So he's most likely not going to do it. He's it's yeah, most likely promising. Won't. Right, right, and I, and that makes sense. I mean, yeah, just keep yeah. riding outdoors. And, and so we're are we looking at a one week off, and then the outdoors is starting? I mean, the outdoors yeah, is in flux, but yeah. that's, that's the plan, right? Yeah, one week yep. off. So right. yeah, um, yeah, like Renee and Jared, they went down to Florida today to go test with Chuck. <laughs> We need to get some testing for outdoor before all the Supercross starts because we're all going to be gone. So you can't test after right. we leave. Right. Uh, but, yeah, that that changed. Like, you know, the whole it's hard. The whole time you're, like, hoping this is going to happen, but at the same time, if it happens, everything's going to go really quick. And right. then we've all been kind of shut down. We can only do, you know, work whenever we need to, but not really, like, every day. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a weird time. It's been totally weird. It's it's literally, you know, the only – we'll be talking about this in 50 yeah. years, about how the how about America wow, shut sure. down. Hey, yeah. AJ, but were you guys restrictive at all on guys' equipment? Because I know, like, the Geico team put all their dudes on 450s. The KTM Husky entire group went, like, three weeks without doing anything. Did you lean on – like, I mean, you guys had some guys injured coming off. Were you guys restrictive for equipment reasons, or were you stocked up enough that it wasn't an issue? No, yeah, we were we were okay. I didn't, you know, like everyone that was just planning to go racing outdoor. I had riding anybody that like when Teasdale wanted to borrow a bike, I didn't give him one right away mm-hmm. um, because we didn't really know the plans there. And he's kind of we've been working on the other sponsor deal, so it doesn't he was injured anyway. So then when it it was time for him to have a bike. I'm like, let's just wait till we know what the real plan is so we can all plan. Mm-hmm. And that's been really the holdup is waiting. Because the problem is I have, I have a bunch of guys now. Yeah. They're yeah all, you got too many guys. They all want to come back around the same time. Yeah. So the Codis yeah. is lurking around yeah. there. Teasdale looking around. Yeah. Freddie's sniffing. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. Yeah. He had everybody. Right, right. But but we did, you know, the you know, uh, Savachi, Alex, Freddie, and Pickle – Tickle actually got a bike from Barex, and then we just sent him stuff for it because he he was going to come here and ride, but he didn't want to get stuck here and then have there not be any races. So he wants to stay at home, which makes sense. So yeah, it's been it's definitely been challenging to figure out yeah. what to do and trying to guess what's really going to happen. And yeah, you know, we started Alex rode a lot of outdoor because that was the original plan. Same with Savachi, and then let's switch to Supercross. You know, Savachi just figured he just needs to stick to one series and not. Yeah. Probably a good idea. That's right. really what he's talking about. Like, he just needs, he's still working on his foot, getting all that stuff going. And, and he's way ahead of where he originally thought he was going to be. So mm-hmm. he's happy with all that. And yeah, he has good days and bad days, like everyone you start out after injury. But right. yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy with him. And he wants to come out swinging whenever that is. So hopefully it's, hopefully we get an outdoor series schedule here soon yeah you hope so it was supposed to be last week but yeah yeah no it's not easy we had lots of two week late so we're still and that Um, did come out today so that was good um yeah uh vortex racing bringing you jeremy albrecht the vortex racing.com email jake at vortex racing at the same sprocket chad reed james stewart used to uh, win championships um jay bone you gonna get an airbnb you guys gonna stay at a hotel have you figured that out yet Uh, i've been looking at airbnbs now originally they were only allowing us to stay at hotels, but then that changed. Yeah, that changed, right. I was wishing I could take my whole family and go stay in a motorhome, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. 30-hour drive for me is a little far. and <laughs> Yeah, they got to do schoolwork. The wife's got to uh, work. It's, it's, it's very convenient. People are hitting me up about, like, are you going? I'm like, I don't think I can stay up there for that long for all seven. I just can't. I have... 
things to do in my life. You're going to move this whole yeah, thing there. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, I can, I'm going to do some remote shows for sure. We got the technology to do that, but I just, I can't do that. And I, so I can't imagine J bone, you know, guys like yourself and team guys and, and families. And like, that's a, that's a tough ask, but we got to do, we got to do yeah. it. Yeah. It's not ideal for any of us. That's why we're looking at the Airbnb option. I think it'll make it a little easier, but again, then you're all in the same house. Like, how is that? Like you don't really have your own space. We used to do that though, and it seemed to work okay. We did, I don't know, probably five years ago. We did Airbnbs. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah. yeah, Coy liked it. He was all into it. We did it. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. We had a place Newport on the beach. Yeah. Every time we went to Anaheim, so that was pretty cool. Right. Right. Coy but, just liked you know, it. In the end, when, you're getting, when you're getting that many hotel rooms, it does add up fast, and especially if we're going to be staying there for. I mean, it's really more than three weeks. Yeah, because we have to go there early to yep. get tested. So. True. True. I imagine for a team your size, automatically has to be because I just did the math of like cramming, doing two hotel rooms for the entire length of it. It's cheaper to do Airbnb as soon as you start getting to four, six, eight hotel rooms. It's definitely a little, little oh, better yeah. to just get the house and yep. not actually be able to keep food inside and everything. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Make the food, you know, make it a little bit reasonable. Help with the food costs, and everyone's not driving around trying to find food separately we're probably yeah. we're not gonna have everyone doesn't have a car so we're gonna be i never yeah i never thought of yeah, that. yeah no, take a little bit of transition there right not everybody's gonna have rental cars and not everybody's gonna want to be going to dinner and finding places to eat and airbnb does make sense for all of that all those reasons you're that's, right yeah. that's where you start hitting yeah. up whoever's west coast on a team like brock hey brock do you want to drive up and bring your truck yeah 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 <laughs> for sure no i'll be i think i'll be driving that's, that's five I'm hours gonna, from here. So if I was, 10, I'm if we were like within 15 hours, I'd do it. Right, 30 is a little much. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. You um, know, depending on depending on flights and stuff, we'll see. Right, the flights I looked at today, I didn't buy, get them yet, but they're they're not the greatest yet. So NASCAR is back. Na- NASCAR is back, as yeah. we know. Uh, so that that cup shops uh, getting get going a little bit. Obviously, look, I'm, I don't follow NASCAR that closely, but J Bone, what kind of what kind of um, feedback are you hearing from the first round with no fans and, and limited teams and all of the stuff that we're going to be doing in a couple of weeks? What have you heard from those guys? To be honest, I haven't heard a lot. Okay. I actually uh, went to a motorcycle race myself. I went to Matt Walker's Silver Dollar race with my kids because I asked what they want to do before I leave for a while, <laughs> and they wanted to go race. So uh-huh. let them pick where they wanted to go, and it was uh, crazy down there. So I just know motocross at the moment. I obviously listened to it uh, yep. while I was driving, right? And uh, we didn't win, so that was a bummer. But you know, as far as those guys, they're all in the same situation. NASCAR needs to do the races; they have a TV contract. That's how they make money, yep. and all the teams need to race. So, you know, whether it it ends up to be not, you know, I see some people complaining that they're they aren't going to get all the money. Stop racing, start a different time. But I mean, for us, like it's better. We need to go race. Yeah, and yeah, you know, our our contracts are written really good, so it's not a big deal for us. But I think the right thing to do is go race. You can't be, yeah. we can't be a race team without any races. It's not gonna, we're not going to keep getting paid for very long if that happens. Yeah, so listen, and I was saying, I'm starting to wonder how long we're going to be sitting around here. It's not going to last forever. Well, I was saying the same thing. Look, I'm the first guy to come down on Fell for sure. For and I think they can do. Th- I think they can be a lot better at things, and they can they can do things better. However. This is not gonna. This is gonna cost them money to go racing. This is, but this is the right thing to do for for sort of everybody. And and so good on them for doing it. It's not perfect, 
but it's something, man. No. So, you know, I, I agree. Well, everyone's going to lose money, so at least maybe lose less this way <laughs> yeah. for them, too. It's right. not a moneymaker at this point. It's like, let's not lose as much money now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's where we're all at at this point. Keep money, fl- at least not lose relationships, too, and everything. What, yeah. uh, I'm yeah. curious about... I mean, uh, all these sponsors we all have, they all, you know, yeah, they're not signing up for exactly what happened, but none of us are. I mean... I mean, we all right now wear masks every day at work. We've got a temperature check. We're doing the exact same thing at work as what we're going to be dealing with there. So we'll probably be the only team used to it. Like, it's it's pretty crazy at first, but it's actually not not terrible. I just don't like the mask all day. That's my thing. But I'm glad I'm not a doctor because I'd be wearing it forever. This yeah. is temporary at this point. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I keep seeing people running down the sidewalk wearing masks out jogging. Yeah, I couldn't do that. And you're outside. Like, you think at that point you're okay outside. It's just being close to people. Hey, but I, I ran with a mask on the other day. I thought I was going to suffocate. Yeah. Well, now we have it's all these... cold outside. I think I could do it. Now we have all these <laughs> fake fake scientists on the internet that are Googling and saying wearing a mask is now hazardous because you're taking less oxygen in or something. <laughs> I, I give up. Yeah. I, I well, give up. Yeah, the whole thing for me, there's an argument to every side. All I tell my guys, the only way we can work is to wear the mask. So <laughs> do we want to work or not? Yeah. yeah Whether we much, agree right? with it or we don't, none of us like it. Yeah. No. Hey, but it's what we got to do. Hey, J-Bone, I am curious. We were talking, and this is, like I said, I, I'm stoked to felt set this up. We're going racing. This isn't too much of a dig, but anybody with, like, I know a lot of the factory little teams, of course, are in the calls. A lot of smaller ones aren't, so we're all waiting around. I usually would have to call Keo or Tony after the calls to figure out what was said. Uh, so the schedule, mm-hmm. actually, where we were going, of course, seemed like Arizona was the plan there for a bit, and then things kind of went sideways for a week or two, and it was, oh, it's going to be Orlando. I'm here in Houston, St. Louis. And then um, yeah. I actually have a lot of family in Salt Lake, so I actually reached out to some, hey, have you heard anything if the Utah Sports Commission can put this together? And the people I know that are involved moto there really didn't have much of a clue. And then all of a sudden, you know, kind of hit everybody's social media at once. Oh, we're going to Utah. Yeah. How much of a heads up did you guys have that uh, Utah would was actually in the frame, uh, frame of options uh, where you like the rest of us at all just kind of fell into <clears> place <throat> in about 24 hours? Yeah, I honestly was shocked that that's the one that it was because it was fourth on the list. Yeah. So it was they were they were real straight out the whole time. Yep. They they said uh obviously the only reason Glendale was on top is cuz it was close to all the teams out there which was not great for us. Mm-hmm. Obviously I was hoping for St. Louis even <laughs> yeah. though I would not want to be stuck there for 3 weeks. Right. Does anybody? But I was hoping St. Louis was <laughs> close to uh-huh. us. But if I'm going to be stuck somewhere, I'll take Salt Lake. Well, especially like I as the series kept cool getting pushed stuff back. To do. Yeah. As it kept getting yeah. pushed back, the only bright side with Arizona, it's like, cool, we're indoors. It's going to be freaking hot there. <laughs> it's getting hot in Phoenix yeah. now. Uh, I, I, yeah, the Arizona thing, I was I was fine with it at first. I think what happened, there were some other events or something. And I think it, stuff getting leaked caused some problems maybe. There's, there's lots of things. But to be honest, I found out it was Salt Lake right when we were on a call and I saw somehow motocross action got a tweet out why we were still on the call learning that it was Salt Lake, which I don't know how they know that fast. So I just assumed I, assumed, I just assumed it was Basher, J-Bone. Yeah, he wasn't on the call. I haven't invited him on A's. Oh, okay. I don't like, know. It's, it's amazing to me. I really don't know how people find out so fast. Right. Like, you found out really fast. The other time, you tweeted stuff that was exactly what our call was five minutes before you tweeted it. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't even know how you got all that information I, after we hung up off the call. I like w- it's pretty crazy. What was it about? Do you remember? 
just uh, the first Glendale thing. Oh, okay. 40 riders. Does, like, does just, the name just rhyme with Stan Schumann? You even had dates. Yeah, you yeah. even had dates, which was crazy. I was like, how does he even have the dates? Like, yeah. I listened to the call, and I made some notes, and I had to go back, and your, all your stuff was right on. Yeah, well, and you someone know. someone asked me what something I do. about it. I said, yeah, what Mathis wrote is exactly what is true. <laughs> That's what I That's do. That's all we know. That's what it's I not do. fact. Right, right. But they do say every time, this is, you know, it's probably going to change. Like, I mean, we had so many different TV schedules because really whenever we race is just what TV says. Right, right. So there was going to be Mondays and Fridays, and it was Sunday, Saturday. Like, there was going to be double headers at one point. And I guess some riders didn't like it, which I agree with some of it. But, shoot, we'll go to Bercy and race three nights as long as they pay them good. Right, right. Yeah, Not no problem with that. Right. Series, but, but – you know, they all can do whatever they need to. It might not be ideal, but none of this is ideal for any of us. No. This is like, no. the only thing I will say, a lot of people seem to be riding right now, so that's great. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, people have time. Like, I've been home more in this amount of time than I've been home in probably 25 years. Right. So it's been nice in a way. Like, I'm not all against it. If we could all figure out how to all make a living out of it, I just can't make a living sitting at home all day. and. <laughs> Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, me neither. It's been it's been fun <laughs> though. Right? We're sitting in your home. Uh, I'm uh, <laughs> yeah, you're in his home right yeah, now. I'm you in his home. He's complaining about not being able to make sit a home. Trust me, in his home. trust me. I so, was actually surprised that I could get some work done from home. Like it, it yeah. didn't feel like I still was connected, and you know, fell doing those calls helped make it feel normal. But it was nice being home. I'm um, not gonna lie. And every time I'd I'd get a. Uh, because I had all my flights on my calendar, and I'd get one that this is where I'm supposed to be, and I'm like, oh, that's yeah, weird. Yeah, that's weird. It, it is kind yeah, of what. It's kind of nice having a weekend. Kind of funny what becomes a new, a new, a new, norm, a new normal where you're like, this is it. This is no sports on TV. This is just our life. My, myself and Pookie just staring at each other. It's just yeah. that's the way it is. My favorite yeah. is when I got it made us all learn. It all made us all learn to talk and do things together yeah. more. Not yeah. on our phones. Not zoning out on TV. Right. It's actually it's actually been good for me to get some projects done around here, and then honestly, get to hang out with my kids a little more. Yeah. They've been riding, so that's cool. They they uh, really actually they were ones waiting for this Loretta Lynn qualifier thing to come out. So oh, nice, nice. We'll yeah. see. My favorite for the yeah, phone pinging stuff. where you're supposed to be. The day mine pinged, that was supposed to be uh, going to Boston, and then the next day, the Boston Stadium had snow in it. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. Thank yeah. God we're not yeah. there. I'm still in California. It's so much better. I think I'm going to uh, – I got. I have uh, three intense e-bikes, uh, tasers. I'm going to rent them. I'm going to bring them bring up them and up. rent them to Salt Dude. Lake City to you ride Ever, ever yeah. since they've announced Salt Lake, every rider and crew team guy I've talked to is, hey, are you bringing your road bike or mountain bike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Swear. I Every, mean, the thing is, these guys ha- always want to train at altitude, so here they go. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Train for outdoor. hey, this is preseason. You get a full month of altitude camp. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we're going to talk. Right. About, we're going to break that down a little bit later. As far as Tomac and Roxon, I, I want to get some thoughts on that. Uh, Actually, that just hit me. What about Anderson? Doesn't he get altitude sickness? Yeah, we had a call the other day, and they're they're working through some things. Dave said, and uh, they he thinks he'll be all right. Um, well, especially the forty eight hours in advancing, because usually altitude right. And once sickness, you stay there, you're okay, right? Yeah, usually the. Uh, so yeah, he just needs to go early. Yeah. Right. And and that's huh. always been the problem okay. before is wasting the time to go early. So they were talking about the one year about him flying up the mm-hmm. morning of because it takes a bit of time for it to set in. Get adjusted. As yeah. early as we show in for testing, it'll, right. be, it'll be good. 
Uh, Jeremy Albrecht, 702-586-PULP. you got a question for Jeremy Albrecht from uh, JGRMX. He's on the line now. Uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, J-Bone, so one of the things I've been doing on my um, uh, off time is watching old races and reading old cycle newses um, just because <laughs> I'm a dork that way, and I, and, I, and I love it. And obviously you and I have been friends for a long time, so I don't really look at you like this because you're a friend of mine, but God damn it, J-Bone, do you have any idea? Do you have any idea all the shit that you've been part of in motocross history? Do you ever just sit back and think about it, like with with Fro and then James and just, I mean, all of that? Like, do you ever just, like, some of the greatest races I, I watched, there old. you were. There you were, J-Bone. Some of these greatest races. <laughs> yeah, it actually all kind of blends together. But, yeah, I guess it depends on the... Yeah what we're talking about, like people talk about stuff and I'll say it. And these guys are like, oh, I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> that old, I guess. Right. Right. I just, but yeah, just, yeah. it's kind of, kind of nuts. It's, you know, but it hasn't, you know, things have changed, but it doesn't seem like it's changed as much as it really has. Like when you go back and watch those old races, uh-huh. they look so different. I mean, even the, the grainy film, you know, you got Davey Coombs interviewing in the mechanics area. Right. There's just like kind of pennants around. There's, the mechanics area doesn't have hay bales, hay bales, all the cool stuff now. Right, right. Yeah, way different now. Yeah, but you don't because it did it all slow. You don't see the progression in that it's really pretty nice right now. Yeah, I just it's definitely. I see these. Good to go back and watch it. I see these starting line shots, and there you are, and Cycle News, and <laughs> there's a note about you, and then there's James and you, and then there's Fro and you, and and I'm just like, well, I definitely got lucky. I got lucky with the riders that. That uh, we had when I was working at Kawasaki, for sure. There's good guys that helps. Yeah. There's plenty of guys that have done it. Plenty of guys that have done a good job. Maybe you didn't get a lucky guy or a good guy that wins all the time. Right. But I really don't know how many races I- I've been part of winning because <laughs> it seemed like it was quite a bit. So right. I quit counting. Well, I got one, but J-Bone, it, you know, so yeah, I got one. Someone's mad when they get second. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wish yeah. I had that problem now. Hopefully that's coming someday. Jeez. I know. Well, I had Ber- I had Berlude and Skip in studio about a couple months ago, and we were doing a podcast. And same thing with those guys. I was just like, "Fuck!" They were they were like talking about yeah. They've it. done a lot, like Berlude. Yeah, Berlude. I Leroy? met him when I was racing Pocket City, and then he worked for uh, my brother and I actually for a while. So that was pretty cool. And then yep. Skip, I knew him from the early days too when he worked for McGrath because we were all friends and we all traveled around and played cards every Friday night. Yeah, they were telling some card playing so. stories on the podcast and it's just yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I played with both those guys actually. They, yeah, they, I played they, with Berlude and... They said yeah. that a bunch of... Some mechanics, they didn't drop any names, but some mechanics got so deep into IOUs, you know what I mean? It got <laughs> kind of weird and serious. Like you guys were really gambling a lot on the road <laughs> and what's getting serious. Yeah, I, I flew to Europe quite a few times and did not make any money because I lost it all on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> so I went there for nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, yeah, it's just funny that way. Like, I don't know. I just, it just made me appreciate guys like yourself a little more when you watch this stuff and you're like, wow, you know, they're part of history uh, in our sport for yeah, so many cool. different, different ways. So um, one last call before we go here. Uh, Nash, what's up? Gentlemen, super pumped. We're going racing. Yes. We are racing. Yes, Nash. We are. Oh, very excited. J-Bone, th- thanks for calling in. Always, if, if somebody's going to come on first guest, uh, Jeremy Albrecht's a, a top-notch seed. Well done, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. He didn't get back to me right away, Nash. I was getting worried. Well, he's busy. Then I had to beg, and he said he would do it. So He's busy doing paint. Wait, J-Bone, were you painting the fence? Racing. 
I took my kids racing he was, when I was driving racing. home. When he, oh, okay. All right, I'll do it. All right, okay. He, racing with the kids. All right, so you guys, you guys dipped your pinky toe in the, in the pool of stories into the vault, and, and I think it would only be fitting if J-Bone could go in the time machine, maybe slip out a – Maybe a James story because everybody wanted him at Moto Fight Club, but just seemed to couldn't reach that area code number down there in Florida. Or maybe even a big James story. You know, everybody loves some big James. So, James, what do you got for us, Shabon? If you feel comfortable, a big James story, huh? Well, James or big James, any kind of testing. They're asking for more power. Come on now. Well, there was one time that he uh, he thought the bike went up up to uh, his standards, so they went home and told us to call him when it was easy. <laughs> <laughs> they back to Florida. <laughs> Come on. Really? Is this two-stroke days For or four-stroke days? Yeah, they loaded up. This is two-stroke days. Two-stroke days. They loaded up went home. Yeah. Call us when the bike's ready? Yeah. Oh, so awesome. <laughs> Dude. I heard uh, J Bone yeah. make so I heard a funny one from Ross one time talking about testing uh, first year of KX four fifty. You guys uh, track who would have uh, who was on the team with James then? Was it Burr? Well, Burner or Timmy? Probably Burner. Burner. He was talking about you guys no, were Timmy doing, was later. Yeah, so doing the uh, basically tracking early data acquisition stuff with their shift points, and he said you know they had I can't remember oh. the number. Say Burner was shifting like. Eight or ten times Four a lap, times and Stewart was twenty-five. And one of them was ah. mid whoops, and they called him on it, and he was like, "No, I'm not shifting during the whoops." And you guys went and walked. Yeah. Ross said you guys went over and looked, and he was actually up shifting mid whoop section. He didn't even know it, dude. So Burner wow. was Burner was like four, and James was twenty-seven. You said, "Yeah, James shifts." That he, that's why it's always like he's in a perfect. He's right in the in meat. The perfect meat of the power, and he doesn't even know how. He just knows how to do it. He doesn't even know. He's wow. He just does it, and he he shifts down going into corner, shifts up coming out, shifts going into the whoops up, shifts down in them. Like wow. yeah, it's crazy how yeah. much he's working the bike all the time. He's he's really obviously talented. Yeah, yeah. J Bone, one final thing: if there's a if you could even put a number, which I know is kind of ridiculous for me to ask, but I'll still try. Like the amount of times you saw him do things at privately at the test track or whatever, you're like, dude, that's not even right. Like that's not even real. It was every it was every day. Like I actually got nervous and didn't like watching him ride because oh, me knowing that it's a motorcycle and how many things could go wrong at any moment, and that I feel responsible. That's part I hated, and yeah. that's really the reason I didn't want to be a mechanic anymore. I felt like I got lucky for however many years that was. Yeah, twenty mm-hmm. something years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to do something different. It's you're only going to get lucky so many times. Yeah. Well, Sternstrom's- and every time you build a bike, you know, you go to sleep and you go through everything in your head, making sure you tightened uh-huh. everything, did everything, and then you watch him go out and do that, and he's riding it like that, yeah, super fast, and things happen so quick. And every time you instantly uh-huh. wonder if you did something wrong, is that uh-huh. one man crash, and then you're happy when it's not, and the thing's still running, and it's not your fault. Yeah, but yeah, it's the stress of that, and yeah, I was amazed all the time, and you know, especially when he was really young, it was cool. He was excited and learning when it got older it was not as fun for me when he was on our team the last time that was different. <laughs> not I, think it was, I think it was different for me though because it was a different role for me and him yeah you know before we work together it's more like you feel like you're on the same team then when you're the mm-hmm. boss it's not the same yep. so it wasn't yep. really the same role that we had before so you know and then i have different pressure and it, it didn't. It didn't work the same when I was the boss as I was as a mechanic. Uh, St- Sternstrom told I, a story. Sternstrom said uh, that early on in the 125 days, 
he was like, he was hitting a section of whoops, and they're like, you have to hit the front tire off of these, James. You cannot skip these. It'll... He was getting upset. You want to go faster and faster. And they're like, slow down. Slow down, James. Yeah. You're going to die in these whoops. And they were mad. Him and his dad were mad. They just want to go faster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we were at Glen Helen, and he wanted to go wide open down the hill, and the bike wouldn't do it. And we're like, well, maybe oh you're God. willing to go faster than the bike wants to go. Like, you don't have to go <laughs> The bike is scared. times faster than everybody else. <laughs> I mean, down, you insane. don't have to go wide open down the hill. Yeah. yeah sorry, yeah. bro. We that can't... was the hardest thing was to right. slow him down because he thought, he thought the bike should handle everything as fast as he wants to hit it. No one else is willing to hit it that fast. Right. So, right. Oh, my God. And Bruce said wow. one comment. He said, um, he said, well, maybe, maybe you're overriding the bike, which – you know, you have to ride it in the bike's ability. Like, don't don't push it that far. You don't have to to win. Mm-hmm. And then they took that like it was the Kawasaki that was holding them back, which so, it wasn't. So call us and when any it, bike, call us when it was bike ready. Rides, right. Yeah, any bike wow. can do that to you because he was that good, and he he was. Will, that's the crazy part to me. Like the first time he came to the Supercross track. Because that time that he went home was not the first, but he just hit whoops <laughs> over and over. As fast as he can. And if he crashed, he'd get up and do it again. He would. He oh wouldn't even God. like go hit yeah. the rest of the track. He'd get up, just hit the whoops wide open again, and get across him, and then ride. But he had to like hit him right away if he crashed because he's like yeah. not wanting to think about it a whole lap, which right. no one does that now. No, like, no. You crash in the whoops, you go sit down for a while. You pull off, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you probably go change the bike. Uh, but they don't. Yeah, they didn't do that. They just hit him faster. If you crash, hit him faster. <laughs> J Bone, it's a perfect, perfect story time. Thank you. That that's what the world needs right yeah, now. Across Thanks, the Nash. Leading into it. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks, Nash. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Ah, uh, yeah. Good times. The only thing I have comparable is we showed up the Glen Helen outdoor test at Yamaha once, and the track wasn't groomed because I think they Jimmy Perry told them to not groom it. We're testing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chad was like, Nah, it's too rough. I'm going home, and he's left. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Jimmy. Chad just left. Ah. Okay. I'm like, you can do that? You could show up for a test and just leave? I, I didn't think this was, you know, he's like, yeah, Chad's gone. <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely back then the writers had a lot more say-so than they do now. Right, right. Now it's, you know, a little bit, but yep. actually back then, I mean, the teams had to go to Canada because the writers wanted to go. The teams didn't even want to go there. So Feld got they went to the riders back then. Now that wouldn't really happen as much. Yeah. Because now they realize they need the teams also. Like right, right, right. I think the one thing, the one good thing that came out of all of this is that everyone realizes they need each other. Feld, Max so. yep. teams, the riders. Really, none of us can do it unless we all work together. Yeah. And if we all battle each other, it's not going to get anywhere. It's and actually... whether we all agree that this is the best choice or not, it is the only choice at the moment. So that's what I even told my guys. We don't have an outdoor schedule yet. This is the only one we can plan on. And we will get one, and yeah. then we'll plan that one. Yeah. But I can't sit here and not have this guy do this or not do this because we don't know what's going to happen. We all, this is all we know. Yeah. So let's go all in on this, and when we know the other plan, we'll have to figure out what's next. But, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, it's all taken longer than expected. And I, I am happy that Feld, honestly, was trying the best they could to keep us on the loop. Um, I have had a little bit with MX Sports, but, you know, maybe they're just not as far along yet. But it, we all do need to work together. That's what yeah, we're figuring out. Absolutely. That's great. If, the, if, that's the, if that's what happens from all of this, 
a closer yeah. sense of unity with teams and sanctioning bodies and, and promoters? It would be fantastic. Yeah, it's reading that. Well, you know, what we're all realizing, and we can all work doing these Zoom calls or stuff teams or whatever, you can you can get information out there without, you know, yeah. I don't know. You can you can do it easier. Sure. You can, you, they email us, and we'll be on a call in five minutes if they want. Right. So anytime they got information, they send out this email, and then we'd all log in and listen. Like, you know, some people have the camera on, some people don't. But all I wanted was the information. I didn't really yeah. need anything else. Just know if there's an update or not an update. And it was it was actually helpful, I think. Well, I was going to say, I was, uh, we were talking about just everybody needing each other. I was actually reading Vital this morning about guys kind of arguing, oh, well, if the cut purse one, a bunch of guys are throwing a, a fit or this, or like the fact that, you know, we all have to be there. Like, oh, the, the team should just stand up and say no. It's like, well, <laughs> we really need to go racing to survive. Feld needs us there to race for them. So everybody yeah. just needs to work together. Somebody could yeah. be pouting, want to take their ball and go home, but it's no good for anybody at this pay yeah. point. We all need each other. Nobody holds the true bargaining chip in the in this. We all have a quarter, and we all need to work together because, yeah, uh, honest God, we all need each other yeah. really badly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what sure. what two series are better that we have to race in in the United States besides Supercross and the Motocross series? Yeah. <laughs> like that's all we have. Fight, I, fight club, so, Moto Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get like seven rounds cool of Moto Fight Club in. Yeah, like that was that was cool. It was like, cool. I think it was yeah. good timing to do it. I right. think it was a neat thing. I think we need more things like that. You know, you need fun back in the sport a little bit. It's definitely gotten too serious, and yeah, I just think that this, you know, maybe this time it's a little reset and make everyone realize that we do like what we do and we do need to work together. And it's right. It's not that it's great for everyone. Like, you know, it's funny. Like, we all complain Feld makes all the money. Shoot, they were the first ones to lay people off. Yeah. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Like, I was going to tell Corey, I'm like, these suckers, we all complain, make all the money. They laid everybody off already. I wonder if that's going to happen to us. <laughs> just, like, kind of get you going down this weird path wondering. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's definitely, you know, but when I talk to them, they have events all over the world. So they were hit way before Right. the U.S., right. which I didn't think about that. So yeah. They kind of, I wouldn't say knew it was coming, but they were already getting hit hard everywhere. Well, so, I, I think, you know, if that's all you do is events, how are you going to keep paying people? Yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely. Nope. Yep. Well, hard part for them. Like so I, wasn't, I wasn't bummed. I was going to say, Feld, their event only. If events don't happen, they don't have a form of income. Like I was thinking about is, you know, we always joke the moto's pretty <laughs> far down on the list of, of the big sports, but you look at motorsports in general, which are just pretty much sponsorship-based. Uh, you, you read interviews with F1 teams and NASCAR teams basically saying the same thing, like, hey, if we don't work together and go racing, we won't exist. Uh, reading F1 articles, you yeah. know, you've got 12 teams there, and I think there was five of them are like, if we don't race this year, we're done. There's five teams that yeah. are going to fold yeah. up. Like there's, yeah. they can't exist through this because, yeah. sucks to say, no matter what form of racing we're talking about, your race team, you have to go racing yeah, to yeah, be there. Sure. There's no other way of making no. it by. Uh, J Bone, thanks yeah. for the time tonight, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, you got it. I'm, I'm yeah. really stoked to get you on the phone and, and stoked to uh, that we're going racing for sure. So we'll we'll see you in Salt Lake, man. So it sounds like you are coming with your e-bikes, maybe. Yeah, I'm coming e-bikes and everything. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. I'll be there. All right. We'll All right. see you there. Sounds good, J-Bone. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, Michael Antonovich coming up uh, right away. Uh, let's uh, let's take a call first and then uh, and then get on to Anton. Um, 
who who is uh, uh, Tanner. Tanner, what's going on? You got a question for Michael Lindsay? Yeah, man. Uh, I was just wondering, you know, Michael, you helped uh, Jeff Walker out so much last year in the Pro Motocross Series. Are you still continuing to help him, or did that kind of that bridge just kind of burn out? Uh, I wouldn't say burn out, but no, I'm not. Uh, for what I'm doing now, no, I don't have any involvement with Jeff's uh, program for the remainder of this season. And that's what I was going to actually bring up tonight, and since this call it works out. So last time you were in, I kind of blew Jeff Walker out for saying he quit the team right after Jerry and you yep. were friends with him. And I thought that was kind of shitty of him to do that. Um, but I guess you guys kind of had a falling out. So he was honestly kind of doing it to be a dick. Is that kind of what I gather from other people uh, I talked to? Nah. Because I was saying, I mean, like, hey, Walker, like, you, you, you've never got help before. You've never been on any teams. Michael helped you. You've done a lot for the kid. And I thought if it didn't work out, no problem, because a lot of things in life don't work out. I just didn't think he needed make he needed to make a grand announcement about leaving. But then I heard from other people, not you, other people that you guys, he was not happy. You guys weren't happy with each other. So I wouldn't say happy. Just okay. stuff happens in racing and friendships and business and everything. Sometimes things work, sometimes they don't. Right. So while I say I'm bummed, considering you know did work with him quite a bit last year, and I had. You know, we had talked, we had plans how this could go forward, but ultimately it didn't work out. It is what it is. Right. Well, right. But, and, and then Starling left, too. We got to get to the bottom of that, too. Yeah, that one uh, That one came up more like, I mean... We'll, we'll, get, to, yeah. we'll get to our next guest. I, I, we're going to talk about why everyone's quitting your team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Vertex Pistons. Every two-stroke in KTM and Husqvarna comes with a Vertex Piston in the engine from the factory. They also supply it, OEM supplier, to... Uh, other brands like Beta and TM, no matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. Sales at Pivotworks.com if you want to deal on a, on a, in a uh, piston kit. The Wrench Rabbit kit that Mark's used to rebuild his uh, 06, trusty 06. I have ordered for my trusty 1990 CR500 as well. That's what I like to hear. So I'm getting a Wrench Rabbit kit for my 1990 CR500. I want to show you that bike, Michael, during the commercial. I know you'll you'll enjoy that. Ooh. Um so thanks to the folks at Pivotworks, and thanks to the folks at Vertex as well, uh, and the Wrench Rabbit kit. It's a complete bike in a box. It's really cool. Uh, so thanks to those guys. Email sales at pivotworks.com again if you want to get a deal. Uh, let's bring our next guest. Uh, this man uh, traveled to undisclosed location for Fight Club, traveled to Iowa for uh, Justin Brayton's race. It's almost like he's based out of the Midwest or something. Michael Antonovich, what's up, man? What's going on, boys? Dude, you've been busy. Covering some races. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I told you as soon as they let me out the cage, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, well, life in, life in St. Louis, like these, these are things that, you know, maybe weren't, weren't open to you when you were based in SoCal, Anton. No, and I think, you know, there's a lot of perk to that. It was a nine-hour drive to Ohio, which was easy. Six hours to Iowa, super mm -hmm. easy there, too. Yeah. When you drive across the country multiple times a year, this is like driving down the street to the grocery store at this point. Yeah, pretty so, much, yeah, right? Yeah, it was easy. Yeah. Um, uh, SwapMotoLive.com, by the way, uh, for more information on everything that Anton's doing. Check it out. I got a podcast with Don Maeda going up soon, too. I did that when I was in down in SoCal. I was also on SwapMotoLive video show. I don't know when that's coming out, Anton, but, uh, you know, hopefully soon. Um, was the podcast good? Was yeah. It good? Yeah, we okay. got into Ross, which is cool. 
Always good to Ross talk about so Ross. Cool. Right. And I know Michael likes Ross, too. Oh, Ross is so cool. Is there a smarter guy in the industry than Ross Maeda? That's what I think I said in the podcast. Or nicer. Or nicer, right? Yeah. Or nicer, right. yeah. Ross remembers me for one thing and one thing only, and it's not that I'm, like, Donnie's little friend or his helper or anything mm-hmm. like that. The first time I met Ross, uh, I was riding a borrowed Honda 250 four-stroke at Star West, and I launched it way too far and then went into the fence and Don and Ross were sitting there and Ross just saw me go flying. He goes, uh, Hey Donnie, your little intern kid just went parasailing into the fence. And so that's all Ross remembers me as now. Right. Right. That's it. He, Don said that uh, Ross was telling him like, uh, Hey, you know that guy that works at Yamaha? Don was like, yeah, yeah, I know him. Ross was like, he's pretty funny. I like him. That's that's my that's my impression I made on Ross. That was, that was funny. So. <laughs> um, but uh, hey, listen. So, uh, uh, Michael, you watched a little bit of Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I watched it. You guys watched it too over there. Tits did not apparently watch it, but no, he watched it. Oh, he did. He just he didn't think it was worth the twenty dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he uh, got vi- flamed on Vital. I was gonna say Vital destroyed him. Uh, <laughs> I thought the Fight Club thing, dude. It, it was pulled off with like two weeks' notice. And these guys drove out there. I thought it was cool, Anton. I was all about it. Was it perfect? No. Did the cheesiness make me laugh sometimes? Yes. But you know what? Good on those guys. I thought it was cool. Honestly, like my excitement for it built uh, on the drive out there on Sunday afternoon. I uh-huh. was like, okay, yeah, this will be cool. This will be cool. And then listen to a podcast that Don did with everybody and then listen to some stuff that you had done too. And I was like, well, this is going to be awesome. You know, you never see guys like this. You see them at the track, but you never see them riding. It's very rare. The the last time I could think that happened was at Ironman Legends race. Uh-huh. But this was cool because it was there was no pressure. There was no fans. There was no putting on airs for anybody. It was just them hanging out. And you can tell that all those guys, yeah, all that rivalry stuff in the past is pretty much dead now. Yeah. They just want to hang out with each other. There's some little things here and there, but they're able to joke about it instead of it just being like cutthroat, I got to blow this dude's ankle out as soon as we get to the first turn. <laughs> yeah, I thought that whole fake uh, texting or fake Instagramming and all that, about, not, not, come on, guys, like you don't really give a shit, right? But but regardless, they were they were all trying, except for Pastrana and Glover, or Pastrana fake fell and like Glover by <laughs> or what? Like that first one was a, I was a little uh, don't do this guys don't do this. Yeah. Outside of that, they were all trying really hard, and it was competitive and they were close. Michael, I, did you like it? I like the era match races the best. Of course, I love the the TP and Kevin's one was great to watch. Um, Bradshaw Stan, I'm sure a lot of people loved. Um, that's I mean if they do it again of course and I hope they do I, I like a lot of the era the era based yeah like, like keep the 80s awesome. guys together the 1980s guys keep them together keep the 90s guys you know that that, that kind of Cause stuff because I like so the trash it gets and that's the first thing when I first heard it was gonna happen I was looking I'm like and that's the first thing that popped in my mind I'm like this is gonna get really cheesy on a few of them if it's gonna go yeah. the way I think it is yeah. so I love the match races, um, like I think as anybody. I mean, especially somebody in my era. Yeah, they aren't at their prime more, but I didn't get to watch. You can go back and watch the races, but there's something different about watching yeah. Red Sand race right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and Anton. I'm like getting to see it. It looked like some people. That, now, obviously, the undisclosed location was probably closest track to Rob Bidas' house, who put the thing on. Uh, I think like five minutes, he said. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, don't, don't forget, you didn't tag him, Anton. You got in trouble for not tagging the undisclosed that wasn't location. Bidos. That wasn't Bidos, so we're all good there. Oh, no, I know that wasn't Bidos. What, what that was happened? a track run. What happened? Uh, like, the track owner, I I don't know. Like, he just got bummed that we didn't tag the track. Why? Nobody we was supposed, supposed to know where the track was. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> I, I'm not mad at the guy. Like, 
I, I have Blame. no ill will. I mean, hell, I just sent him like a zip file full of photos. You yeah, know? yeah. I was pumped on it, yeah. but he got pretty upset, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, I didn't go there to like cause trouble. Like I was pumped to be there because all Don and I kept saying was like, dude, this track looks so fun. It did look, like, it did it look fun. Yeah. Dude, seeing it up close and in person, there yeah. was like a couple sections of it uh, up against that cliff wall, like that big rock wall. Yeah. That's pretty much all mulch. That's almost like yeah, it didn't yeah. seem like there was any real dirt there. Uh, the booters looked pretty safe. Like the whoops right. were safe. All that stuff was cool. Oh. That would be a great track to go ride as like a vet guy, an intermediate level guy, something like that. How about uh, uh, that section that uh, Jake almost wheel tap stopped himself? Oh, <laughs> oh. Um, Travis backflipping a YZ490. I didn't think that was fucking ca- possible. Oh, po- Travis could backflip a freaking Good tra- God. Um, Anton, but the guys were trying, right? Like, Bradshaw was fucking on it, man. He was trying. Uh, If you had Stanton on the 450 that was in his trailer, that whole race changes. That whole dynamic changes. And then I don't know. Like, I haven't rewatched it on camera yet because it's been such a busy week. Stanton almost didn't bring a whip around one lap, and I was freaking out. Oh, really? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was sketchy. Speaking of uh, whips. Yeah, that stuff was sick. That was great. Uh the thing about Glover, so he rode this like YZ450F that some dealership in the area had right. loaned to him, and he looked good like first few laps of the first practice, like early in the afternoon, and then we and look over and he's on Travis's like RM500. Right. He looked better on the 500 than he did the 450. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, amazing. And I think the the stuff they auctioned for a road to recovery was 30 or 40 grand. I, I was told nice. so. Uh, I heard 19,000 buys of the pay-per-view, Anton. I don't know if you heard anything. Uh, that's unofficial, of course, but that's my sources tell me. Yeah, I hadn't heard any of that. I've been so busy. Like, I didn't talk to Rob. Don's talked to Rob, and Rob's super pumped on it, and they want to do more in the future um, yeah. because this thing does have legs to it. Absolutely. You know, I, think once, I think once you get out of this COVID-19 crisis and all this stuff and you can have fans come back, Maybe it is only like a thousand fans, and it is at a random local track that they announced just right. a few days ahead of time. But think about if you got that one-on-one interaction to, like, you know, have that Monday night campfire thing and listen to these guys tell stories and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, it could be the big people, roundtable. Hey, like talking about for charity, you could auction off the roundtable fire things probably for a pretty good amount of money because oh, that was yeah. that was my oh yeah that that part was pretty. Well, cool you to could. Watch. You, and, he, you know, RV can call you a motherfucker right to your face. Hey, be, my favorite part great. is every time somebody cut him off, uh, listen, motherfucker, as he's yeah. trying to get their attention. Well, well the, the microphone was hot, and you could hear RV just dropping F-bombs. Did you guys hear that on this on the show? Oh, yeah. I didn't watch that one. Oh, uh, yeah, RV is in the background just dropping F-bombs, and I'm like, someone tell him the mic is hot. Like, uh, yeah, just hilarious. But I they, think that made it better. Oh, probably. probably. It was very real. Um, no shit. Hey, how about Travis standing? <laughs> What's that? The Travis Stan comment or whatever that uh, came Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can we talk about the number one jersey, Anton? You were fiercely defending Mike I, on Twitter. It was It's just explanations because you know how things like one small it detail It doesn't matter. It do, your explanation was that it was for the Tampa race, but that's just as bad. I look. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> saying what happened. I'm just here to report what happened. The emotion, all the things that go along with that. Yep, that's that's not me. Listen, I, Mike, Mike, you're the only guy. You r- literally raced a professional series last summer. Sipes raced one race, and other than that, no one has raced for years. What the fuck are you doing? And you bring a number one jersey like as if you're the guy. 
You have a breathe right uh, on for a three-lap sprint? Come I on. I honestly not be surprised, though, if Ryan and Lucas had something like a number one plate buried in that van somewhere. Like just how their wheels are turning in their head where they Listen. like to talk shit, too. Hey, if it's a talk shit, it, here's the thing. If RV did it, you would laugh. No, when yeah, RV yeah. had a red background when he was leading the 125 series with no yeah. points tabulated, we were busting his balls. We're like, bro. There's no series. There's no points. Nobody knows. He's like, I'm not, I'm undefeated. I got the. I'm like, nobody cares. And so we we busted his balls on it. Uh, any, any one of you guys find the Alessi number one jersey hilarious? It was funny, yeah, but I don't think it's that bad. Like RV running the red plate, it's whatever. Marks. Uh, yeah, I think it can be funny if it's done in the right uh, uh, jest. Yeah. No, stop. But it. I, I, knowing Alessi, I think he probably did it like 100% serious, which makes him yeah. cringy. <laughs> to Travis's point, he the way that I like rationalize, like when Mike does these things, and this isn't like talking bad about Mike, he's the only guy that's actively racing. Every race for him is like a resume for him to send to a team or a race somewhere of like, Listen, hey, bring me. I'm still capable of winning. Like, put me on your bike and let's do this. Thing. I like Mike, but that made me laugh. Come on. And I know from people who were there, and I don't know if you know this, Anton, from people who were there, they were not. They were not happy. They were not happy. They were not happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, as long as you know that, right. Um, no, it was cool. It was uh, congrats to Bidas and Mike for winning and, uh, and all that. It was, it was really neat to watch, and I see a potential, like you said, yeah. Michael, uh, down the road for yeah. you know more of these things. It's, it's the idea, like the shirt with them here, and I, I always use this as a quote for pretty much everything. The tournament insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Let's just keep throwing nationals and supercrosses, and that's the only thing we care about is the same old thing. Now, I love different events like this. We yeah. need something that puts fresh blood in it, and that's you said. Oh well, you know, people put on different prize money races. No, something totally different like this yeah. is absolutely awesome because it it reaches out to so many. If it's especially if it's generational, Look, it gives everybody something dude. to share in and entertain them. It's not just the the new kids. It's not just the old guys. It's a nice good mix. The, the Monster Cup is old and boring and stupid. Okay, I don't know if I can cover it any more than that. Yeah. the The fact they want amateurs there means a lame ass track. They want 80s there. It means a lame-ass track. It, it, it doesn't work anymore, in my opinion. Break out of a, a bracket format of races, the Monster Cup. Perfect. Race a 250 in one main race, a 450 in the other main. Whatever. Something. 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 It's not, um, it's not, it doesn't need to be a traditional race. That's not why it's no, there. No, exactly. It doesn't. Yeah, you're yeah. not counting for points or any of that. So, to me, good good on these guys for doing that. That, that was hey, so pretty what, cool. What was the, the money that the show made? Did they put that towards charity, or what was no, that for? No, I don't for? think so. The money the riders made? No, no, the for the Moto Fight Club, the $20. Well, that went to the riders. That did go to the yeah, riders. Yeah. Oh, and, and the organizers and everybody else. Yeah, the, the okay. road to recovery thing was all the gear and okay, helmets okay. and all that. So that was 30 or 40 grand, I okay, guess. Okay, because if it was 19,000 people, that's 380 grand. Break I it up. do think, though, but no, I think that Glover and Stanton and a couple other guys being involved in this, there is another charity aspect yeah, to it. Yeah, because isn't so there the one goggles. Glover's involved yeah. with? Yeah, yeah, Glover's cystic. kid has cystic fibrosis. Yep. yep. So that was his thing. Like that T-shirt, I got to send a photo uh, of Travis doing a backflip to the guy that bought that T-shirt that Travis wore or something. So, like, there's a lot of elements to this. So everybody is supposed to pick a charity to add even more money to. It's not like these guys line their pockets outright with all that money. Well, listen, I'm already, I already brought up the 30 or 40K on eBay, so I don't care. Line your pockets. Good job, guys. They, they all have expenses, too. I mean, they, yeah. I can't believe they got all these guys to drive across the freaking country. I mean, Glover flew, but besides that, everybody drove. So that was pretty crazy. Um, hey, what, what's the official word? What happened to IT? He had a seizure. 
Jesus. Yeah, the seizure. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah. And he, and he, put, in, he put that on Instagram. Yeah, yeah it happened on uh, Tuesday morning, and then Ryan and Jake were late to show up because they had to go to the hospital and hang out with him. But sounds like Ivan's, I think he should be back home by now. He was getting cleared out from the hospital when I was on my way back to Illinois. So I hope he's all good because that did kind of throw a big bummer over the rest of the day. You know, I think that there was probably going to be a nice, fun after party if you know that crew of guys that was there. Uh, but everybody was yeah. more concerned about Ivan than they were about, like, tying one on. Um, Michael Antonovich from Swap Moto Live is on the show, okay. brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Email sales at PivotWorks.com for a deal from the folks at Vertex. Last one before we get off the fight club not, subject. Oh, yeah. uh, Each of the three of us, what match race do you want to see next year? Uh, Mike versus the number one jersey. No, um, <laughs> honestly, Dogger, Bradshaw, like, I don't know about those two, but Dogger Wardy, mm-hmm. right? Be awesome. I'm, That'd be a I'm, good one. I'm from that era, right? So uh, I know they reached out to Jeremy and Emig. That's what I was about to say. That I want to see MC and Emig. They, they be turned so them down. J Law said no, but I would love to see those guys more, more of those guys. But I thought it was really cool either way. Um, Anton, it looked like some, some locals found out what was going on, though, from some of the camera shots. There were some people there. Yeah, uh, good for them, though. They did keep their distance. I'm sure anybody that's listening in, like, you know, the eastern Ohio, western Pennsylvania thing, they know this track, Youngstown. Uh, It's got some, like, defining features to it. And so little by little, right before the race happened, you could see some people, like, (laughs) hiding in the weeds or whatever. But they they kept their distance, so that was cool because – you know, Rob had done his due diligence to make sure that this thing was legit. Right. But then at the same time, too, he's like, dude, please don't show up and make this thing like a scene. What you was, know, and everybody yeah. everybody stayed far, far away. It's in an industrial park. Yeah. So you could keep your distance. Uh, and it wasn't too, too bad. What was the most uh, outrageous or rude or obscene thing that RV did or said? Uh, just the constant motherfuckers. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought, okay. I thought <laughs> that was just – but that was perfectly on point for Ryan. Yeah, like, nobody yeah that made was on brand. Stop. Right. That was all good, you know. Right, so that right. was good. Me and and then me and RV had a nice. I don't think that he really knows all that much about me. Probably so not. No. Nope. Myrtle then went to tell him that I'm a liberal, which <laughs> we'll take that however it is. So then me and Ryan had to have a nice heart to heart about like what we think. Uh, come to find out, we're way more similar than we first assumed. So right, all good right, there. Right, right. Oh, that's good. Uh, speaking <laughs> yeah. of Moto Fight Club, before we move on to the Brayton Iowa race, which I want to talk about. You beating down uh, Darkside in the pit bike race. We'll, we'll get to that shortly. Uh, let's welcome in uh, the Pulp MX athlete from the Moto Fight Club, Jake Weimer. What's up, Jake? How are you? Oh, I'm just hanging out. What's going on? Well, RV found out that Anton's a liberal. So <laughs> one time, <laughs> well, I was on, I was on pause and I heard that and I was like, I apparently missed that, but I was like, oh no. So why didn't we have that part recorded? For the show? One time I was up at his house in Washington doing a story on it and we were started talking about something and, you know, he just was disgusted in some of my views. So he called grandpa and he got grandpa on the speakerphone and then grandpa starts going in about the slave abolition, abolition oh, yeah. act oh, yeah. of 18. Not, not shocked. And I'm like, I'm like, this is not going where I want to go right now. I got, we're, we're focusing, let's focus on this story, RV. Anyways, uh, Jake, focus, focus, focus. Jake, I thought it was, um, I thought it was uh, really cool. Really went off well outside of the Ivan thing uh, that he's talked about on social media. Uh, good job to everybody there yeah. at Fight Club. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I thought it was, I thought it went really well for as quickly as we put it together, and I, uh, 
once I got home, I watched a little bit of it back just because I saw some people complaining about audio or one of the camera in the last turn or whatever. And, um, you know, as quickly as it was put together and then I don't know about the audio, but the as far as the camera in the last turn, I guess after they had ran all the cable, um, somebody, one of the part of the track crew or something, went out there to get the track ready for the evening and put the rippers down and it cut the cable or something. So there was was some kind of miscommunication there, but I think for as quickly as it went together and just, I thought it went really well. I was stoked to do it. Anton, did you get Jake's crash on film? At all or on no, because no. I was Jake's almost crashed. Crash. Almost crashed. Sorry, I didn't crash. Almost crashed. I didn't crash. Yeah, yeah. He didn't crash. Uh, I was standing right there because it was a three in. Yeah. And Jake, respect to you guys because like that shows how legit you guys all are still on bikes. That once one guy figured out the fast line, everybody started taking it, and it was one tire track mm-hmm. into it. Uh, I yep, saw Jake yep. go yerk, and I was just like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> and this is like. This is around the same time frame as the Stanton near Wipeout, and I was just like, oh, God, please, just let's stop this. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Well, Blue Crew, when you get on Blue Crew, you get a little buck wild. That happens, the horsepower of Blue Crew. It's got a lot of power. It does. It's got a lot of power. How is that sinking no, feeling I've... when the rear tire misses the top? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Bucker. yeah. I mean, honestly, though, like, I look, I've seen it, the video, and it's so crazy. I mean, I, we've known this. I'm sure you've heard it a million times, but, like, it doesn't feel like what it looks like. It definitely scared me, like, spooked me a little bit. But the whole loop-out part <laughs> never even crossed my mind, like, yeah, yeah. as it was happening. As, yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah. what alarmed me a little bit is then once I framed the tall one, the back wheel started coming up, and I was like, okay, we're good. But it just kept coming, kept coming, which that part doesn't even look that bad in the video. So what I felt and what the video looks like in my mind, like, was the opposite. Like, the loop right. out, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're good, we're good. And, and oh, then yeah. the, did you did you see Randy Richardson put on a bunch of music to overlay it? Oh, my God. I think I did. What was it? What did he put on he top went, of it? No, oh, he, he just, like, 20 songs. Anything that slightly yeah, relates, you right. could put to looping it out. It was great. It was great. <laughs> Uh, listen, Jake, uh, you ran a Pulpomex title sponsor at Fight Club, and uh, you were eliminated in the first round. Is there some sort of uh, breakdown we can get? Maybe I can get a uh, you know a break on this, or, or, or how's this? I, work? I don't, I don't have much. Um, you came after me, so I don't <laughs> terribly bad about it. Um, it was your idea, so okay. Um, right. As far as the actual racing goes, I mean, honestly, like. Some of the funnest time I had um, with the whole event was when we got to ride a little bit before the um, before the race had, or the the production had started, whatever you want to call it. But um, it just out there riding with Travis and Kevin's out there, and like it, it was yeah. so much fun. But like I felt good riding. Um, but once the gate dropped, like I was good, but like I had to make quick decisions and yeah. clearly they weren't the good ones. So <laughs> I guess, uh, I guess to ease your pain, this was, this is your fault. Like uh, you, you got well, a hold of me. So I'm sorry. Em. This, this says, uh, if you, if you know anything about our, our history of sponsorship with A-Ray and McAdoo, it, it, a lot of things haven't worked out for us. So yeah, you really know how to pick them, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you there, Jake? Yeah, and RJ. Anton? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, Jake went Jake went missing.
probably hit the mute button. Uh, Anton, I was going to say, like, um, do you have any photos of him with these graphics? A very rare shot of him riding with the Pulp Mix graphics. Can I get some for, for Yeah, I, I got you. Okay. Don't worry. All right, okay. Because, so, yeah. Let's go over the history of your sponsorship and how well I don't this want gone. We don't have RJ destroys his knee. Weimer goes out first round, almost loops out. Uh, A-Ray's Ray, just a fiasco. A-Ray's a fiasco at numerous events. <laughs> In general. <laughs> uh, McAdoo, we did not ram it up anyone's ass at straight rhythm. Oh, man. Phil, was there a Phil deal in there somewhere? I don't know. Who do you have helmet stickers else with? Yeah. Uh, what, Wilbur and I, just we ended our agreement early because I couldn't bring him the coffee that he wanted. Well, I mean, that's gone so downhill now he's not even allowed on your He's show. not. No, I know. Uh, Weimer's back on. Jake, you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, uh, I think I saw a thank you post for Fight Club on Instagram, and no mention of Pulp. That's a fine. That'll be deducted. No mention of, of Pulp Mex helping you, sure? you get there. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. I double-checked it. I mean, I posted, I posted photos. I, I, I know in one Instagram, I thank you for coming on. In, in I mean, it was a I, small mention, almost like you were embarrassed. You come on. You may you may have to get a lawyer to do the fine print in your deals because they were very, very loose ended. Uh, you know what? I think we may have to take this to to a court. Very simple text, to, bro. Run sticker. Get money. It just shows dollar signs. It text. Right, 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 right. That was that. That was really close to it. Honestly, I tried to get RV, and at some point, RV showed me a mock up. With Pulp MX on the graphics, and I said, "Make it." I have them. I have yeah. them in my well in my possession. Yes, I have those. They they were printed. Oh, he printed them. He actually got them printed. <laughs> they said, but they sent them to me. They said, well, because they said, "Hey, if RV wants to use these, here they are." So I have them. Ah, uh, well, those are collector's items. They never were never used. You should put those in the auction. I next. said to RV, "Make Pulp MX bigger," and uh, I said, "Like Jake." You know, same amount of money as Jake, so make yeah. him bigger. And then he said no, and then he said I'm I'm, I'm over it. I don't even. I, I say don't Lucas think he even said no because we we were in the group text and yeah. he just stopped replying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It sounds about right. That sounds about right. Uh, Jake, who were you? I'll ask both of you this. Uh, first up, Anton, what or who were you most surprised at there? Honestly, Wyndham. Like Wyndham's good. Oh Wyndham's good. And like <laughs> Kevin admits like he hasn't ridden that much and it took him no time to yeah. throw a ridiculous whip. That, that whip right. in front of T P was worth almost twenty dollars in its own right. Uh, Jake, what about you? Who or what were you most surprised with? Well, I have a long answer. <laughs> um one hundred percent Anton's right. Like I watched Kevin, it, it was one of the I think when he was racing it was Pastrana. And I was standing next to Ali Seymour, his longtime mechanic and friend, um, and Kevin whipped it over that jump. And we just all start laughing, like, <laughs> I mean, like, cheering him on, but we're like, is this guy serious? And I looked at Ali, and I was like, he's such an asshole. And Ali <laughs>, laughs, and I'm like, you know, some of us had to try. Right. And we just, we got to laugh. But, yeah, Kevin for sure. Pastrana, I mean, I've seen people do backflips, and he's done much more than that. But the way they set up the ramp, like, in person, he was going so high. Like, it wasn't just a normal ramp. Yeah. And, I like, to watch him flip it, and I was just like, dude. And, and then even to talk to him, which I've been around him a little bit, but very little. And we're talking about, like, oh, yeah, you know, 50-50 chance and – 
and you know he still goes for it anyway and like yeah. i had a conversation with my buddy that went with me and i'm like i don't know that at any point in my life when i had 50 50 odds that i went for it <laughs> like right, right. my mind just doesn't work that way yeah. so um and honestly those two stood out to me and then all of the the whatever you want to call it the older generation bradshaw Stanton, yeah. glover i'd never seen glover ride um and honestly all three of those guys i was like wow like that's I think I made a post on Instagram talking about it a little bit, but like that was cool to me because it was like I still am a fan and I like riding my motorcycle. It's a lot of fun to me, and to watch those guys be able to do it how they were, I was like, "This is awesome!" Because I I might be able to do this for quite a bit longer. So Glover is sixty. I think Glover just turned sixty. Yeah, Glover just turned sixty. I thought he was really good. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was crazy, and Anton was there, but like the jumps weren't that like big, but they were really tall. Okay, and yeah, like so, like really tall. So I was like, for Glover to be hitting those things, like and like, thought that was really cool. Right. Yeah, that was it was neat. It was cool. It was a cool event. Um. All right, Jake, we'll let you go. I just want to check in. Um, my lawyers will be in touch about our deal. Yeah. So, um, yeah. You know. Oh, what's that? Oh, no, All right, Jake. Oh, okay. Know. All right, thanks, Jake. Okay. Go fucking Jake Warmer. What a fucking legend. Anton, so what was this pit bike race with Darkside where you just beat him down? Okay, so... Dude, Anton rails on a pit bike. I'll just cut in. Yeah, I'm right. Ethan on a pit bike. Yeah, yeah. He rails on a pit bike. Um, So I had known I was going to go to this race for a while. I had been, like, talking it up because a bunch of friends were going and stuff like that. But then with this whole, like, Supercross and whatever deal, I told my wife, I was like, hey, dude, I ain't going to take gear because if I take gear, like, then I'm going to be thinking I need to ride, and I don't need to ride and get hurt and then not be able to maybe go to Utah. I haven't ridden since October, so I was like, we just won't take anything. And so we just took my cameras and stuff yeah. like that. We get we get there just in time for this pit bike race, and she knows how I am with pit bikes. Like, little by little, I'll start, like, kind of weaseling my way in. And I had zero intention to do it this time. Like, I was like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then Darkside looks over at me. He's like, hey, do you want to do a grudge race? I was like, say less, I'm on. Yeah. So then we kind of hustled to find helmets, and my friend Jeff was going to give me his helmet, but he's an extra large, so that doesn't work. So then uh, shout-out to Bob Lowry, who got me a fly helmet and then got Darkside one, and then we went for it. Yeah. Uh, JB let me ride his Honda 110, which is so nice. Like, it's such a bitchin' little bike. Right. And and he wanted me to use a showy, and I thought that was just way too much, was using Brayton's, like, helmet. <laughs> so, yeah, we just we started going. It's, Tony has a really cool little track at Riverside Raceway, uh-huh. so it has, like, an over-under bridge and things like that. So Darkside would get me on the start, and then – Pretty much by the time we would hit the bridge, I would go for something. The last gnarliest two races, uh, they made me start backwards. And, and you, so then they'd, they'd snap the rubber band, like the old school rubber yeah, band, yeah. and then dark side would take off, and then I had to, like, pivot. So he beat me on the first one. And then the second one, I was like, dude, I can't, like, get beat on this time. Yeah. So we went into that last section, and I had, like, what I thought was going to be a pass in the turn before that, and I didn't get to make it. So when he went wide through the last turn, I checked up and then dove inside. Oh, and it was good. Beautiful. Like, it was yeah. clean. It was clean. Yeah. You know, there was no contact right. or anything like that. I just put him over his, the berm. His, I've, his, I've watched enough fast guys, so I know what to do. His pony didn't get in the way? Like, it didn't hit you or wave in front of you or distract you? Bro, that thing is impressive because he had to unwind it 
uh, to put the helmet and all that on to like. Oh yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Just as man, yeah, right, dude. Wow. Yeah, that was that was big. So that was big. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he didn't so cut that, that off and put that up as part of the auction. Yeah, he should have. Yeah, he should have. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was fun. Uh, that was a good time. People were pumped too because there's this guy named Ryan that lives in Des Moines up okay. there, and uh, his whole bit is these pool start mini bikes, like okay. those like taco style mini yeah, bikes yeah, and those yeah. like whatever. Bro, there were at least like seventy people racing pull start mini bikes around this track. Like from the seventies, almost right. Like oh, yeah. the very bro, straight up. Like yeah, they yeah. go to Harbor Freight, they buy the Predator engine, and then they hop them all up with like go kart racing parts. Jeez. And they are really fast pull start mini bikes. Oh wow, that's cool. So Bradshaw was out there for that one too. I didn't see him on the mini bike thing. Oh, but, but no, Maybe but he just didn't. yeah, but the Brighton thing, he was out there. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that was cool because me and Damon spent like twenty minutes in his rental car yesterday talking about everything, and that was a good time. Yeah. Bradshaw's rad. Yeah. You know, Bradshaw's before my time. My like most first Bradshaw memory is when he came back to do arena cross in like right. the early two thousands. Right. So I don't know the whole beast from the East legacy like as well as you do. But then I've read everything, so I'm very familiar with like Damon's oh, history. He's a legend. And I'm like and I the one thing I I'll never ask Damon, like, hey, could you take me through the Coliseum? Because uh, it's I would hate to ask him to like die a thousand deaths again to relive it. <laughs> so tired of hearing about it. But yeah, Damon's cool. Even in Iowa, dude, like he was just pumped. He he rode all day Thursday, all day Friday, all yep. day Saturday, all day Sunday. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, ah, it sounded like a good event. Sounds sound like a lot of fun. A lot of riders there too. I heard. Uh, Fourteen hundred entries across two days. Yeah. As far as like total class entries go. Um, a lot of money, full gates in most classes. I mean, full gates in, in all the pro classes. Our guy, Marshall, uh, our guy Checkers from Race Tech raced. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dude, yeah. Hey, you know what? He looks good on a bike. Like I know that Chris goes really well on a bike. Yeah. But then he got out there, and I started watching him Sunday. He looks really, really good on a bike. So shout out to Chris because he he styles on a 450 really well. I, I told Checkers if he could qualify for Loretta's next year, I'll take the semi to Loretta's for him. Oh wow. It's pretty pretty big. Uh, I don't think yeah. he'll choke like a certain other person we know that when you bring a when semi, you bring a semi out. Yeah, there was another person we know that that you know felt a little pressure at some nationals with a semi. Um, no, it sounded like fun, Anton. You uh, yeah, you covered some races. Yeah, Both it was them. good. It was yeah. good to be back. Like it's good to see everybody because there's a lot of guys right now that are going to have to get creative with how they make money. You know, Marshall Welton's whole deal is if the border opens, so he can go back to Canada. Yeah. A uh, guy like Curran Thurman went down to Texas this weekend, made pretty good amount of cash down there. John yeah. Short, guys yeah, yeah. like that. So there could be a lot of interest in these big money races all summer, and, and that could be a cool thing for a lot of independent guys to follow. Right, right. Yeah, the racing, I mean, so far these first couple of races that have popped up, I've just I've heard the turnouts have been fantastic, I'm sure. It's, Plenty of people have been hearing, like, you know, not every sector of our industry is doing great, but right. certain areas, bike sales, like play bikes, pit bikes are doing well, certain stuff like that. I mean, yeah. if people are getting into those now, I mean, hopefully the, the bright side to look at down the road is these people are going to start racing more. They've yeah. missed it. They're getting bikes. Eventually, they're going to have to buy gear and helmets yeah. replace stuff. So it's like, of all the odd things that could have happened, if this sets off some right? good little renaissance, I mean. Yeah, Yamaha dang. told me the pit bike stuff's going really well for them, dealership-wise. I, sale, I so, heard yeah. there is not a single CRF 110 left in Honda's warehouse, and people are driving, like, to other states, buying and bringing back some California because no dealers here have had them for, Can like, Can you imagine if it. this whole thing started some sort of thing where off-road riding dirt bikes became cool again? Like in the 70s and 80s Dude. or whatever? Can you imagine? I, I think that we might see that. In a roundabout way, I think like little by little stuff's going to um, 
kind of flip the switch a bit. Right. I think the coolest thing, though, and I did a podcast with my friend Jeff that's on Swap Moto Live, so if anybody wants to listen to this, you can check that out. I'm seeing a lot of, like, 25 to 35-year-old guys, like, getting back into riding. Guys that maybe were, like, good mini bike prodigies or, like, local fast guys that went away for a while. Mm-hmm. They're getting back into it now. And that's a cool thing because if they're riding or their kids are riding or something, like, they're restocking that talent pool or just the industry. Like, right. you know, they're buying gear, they're buying bikes, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think, too, like, we, you know, on that Supercross note, we're going to have two races a week on, you know, primetime television. I think that's really going to drum up a lot of interest if it's done the right way. Yeah, it should be good. Are you looking forward to uh, spending a month in, in Utah? Yeah, I'm waiting on this email to tell me if I get to go or not, so I'm not going to... I heard like, Swap Moto Live was, was not allowed. That's what I heard. Yeah. if we're, I already told Megan that if I'm not allowed to go, we're buying a pity present, so I'm going to buy one of those Yamaha 110s, and I'm going to buy a YZ125. So <laughs> we'll do go. something. But, yeah, yeah I, think, uh, I think, like... I think the whole industry is going to do pretty good from this. Like it sucks that so many people have lost their jobs and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of only getting to the start of this, like seven supercross races doesn't mean the pro racing side of it's out of the woods yet by any means, but it could be good for, it could be good for like the dealers and stuff. There's a lot, it's hard to find certain bikes even back here too. I'll say, uh, one more, one more thing about the match race. Who can we put Matt Walker up against? Everybody. Yeah, every, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Everybody, right? That, that works. Um, all right, Anton. Well, hey, thanks for the time. Uh, appreciate it. Um, good job covering everything. I was following it along. So, uh, yeah, Justin Brayton's Iowa race and the Fight Club thing, and and we'll see you in uh, in SLC, bro. Thanks, man. Sounds good. I'll send you those photos of Weimer. Too. Yes, please do. Thank you. I need of them. Course, I need them for legal, ev- legal, legal evidence. <laughs> so. Before the proceedings. I mean, he. It's not like he didn't try, man. That Pope logo was big as hell on. It that was. Hey, I know, yeah. You so. think you didn't get your money's worth? Do you know how many freaking views him almost looping out had on Instagram? That's a good point. Yeah. That Pope logo is very visible. Right. Because right. he's off the back of the bike, gets nice and visible as it's going to the sky. It's a great point. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Anton. Talk to you soon, man. Later, boys. All right, that's Michael Antonovich from Swap Moto Live. Uh, we give away uh, an Art of Sport kit. Uh, we're going to give away an Art of Sport kit la- uh, later on the show, but we've also got a, uh, a Scotch boom bottle autographed by the Rockstar Husky team. And uh, we're going to give that away on an email contest. Contest at pulpmxshow.com. Just put boom bottle, Scotch, whatever in the subject line. Contest at pulpmxshow.com. Thanks to the guys at Scotch, the innovators of award-winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products, and accessories. And the proud sponsors of the Rockstar Energy Husky team, like I said, 40 years in business, uh, whether it's charger, a cable, uh, clamps, mounts, phone mounts, uh, the boom bottle is fantastic. I have a set of Bluetooth uh, headphones as well. Uh, the brand new Base Links modular charging system that I have right here in front for our guests that sit in that chair. Um, uh, Pulp2020 is the code to save at scosh.com. Pulp2020, code to save at scosh.com, S C O S C H E for more information on that. The Scosh thing remind me of something talk about the Rockstar Husky guys. Yeah. So, at lo- one other thing I've seen popped up that's been cool at local tracks is. I've been seeing team mechanics riding again. Yeah. Because I really have for once. Honda riding, yeah. um, CeeLo, Jason's mechanic. I've seen him so many times, which is funny because he rides a 21 21 Rockstar Husky, whereas all Jason gear and CeeLo's pretty, like, kind of similar tall build to Jason is pretty good on a bike. Paul, I had a bunch of guys. Who the hell's the Jason? I'm like, that's literally his mechanic. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I would pull that move. 
If that was me, but that's but okay. No, nah, I've just it's been cool to see those right. guys because yeah, you know from doing that no, job. Yeah. By the time you get to off season, the off season you're so burnt, and you no, only have a couple weeks sure. and you're back to testing. So yeah. we got our we got a call on the line about shootouts too. We're gonna get to those after a commercial break. We'll go to commercial right now. Um, again, Rockstar Energy Husky Varna uh, autograph boom bottle uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com. We'll come back. Seth Rarick's coming up. Jason Thomas coming up. More from Michael Lindsay uh, and the proposed super cost or not proposed the the plan to restart super costs here. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be right back after this. Or if you're a little bitch. Those who love motocross know motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work or steven says on the show sometimes get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt bushings in your, your fork and shock get it rebuilt it helps 15 to 20 hours head over to racetech.com check out they even got a cool little simulator you can look at uh what size spring rate you might need for your bike so a lot of cool features over there on the website but uh and as you know yamaha blue crew guy over here you guys have some of that on your bike it's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis, and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. 
Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts riders out there. Go get some this year. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp MX swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp MX stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. 
For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships in my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, they're winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. 
back everybody pop mix show presented by motorsport.com and the folks at fly racing thanks for listening appreciate it michael antonovich and uh, jeremy albrecht on was on earlier michael Lindsay in studio here michael obviously a team owner of the fxr chaparral thing and we'll get into that later but the media thing's been tough for you to do because you just haven't had as much time right no really because i mean since i left out the only thing i really wanted to do was <clears throat> the bike testing side and i thought when I decided to do the team thing, I'm like, oh, it'll work out because I can do the team thing through Supercross and then we'll hit right. bike testing season. But that hasn't really. But <laughs> there's no bike testing to do as well, right? So team stuff is on for kind of on hold because yep. of the pandemic. There's no real bike testing to do. Yeah. Uh, there's no new bikes. I don't have anything extra. I just acquired a couple. I've acquired a couple different bikes. I need to start project bikes on. They're different weird bikes I'll work on, but mostly waiting for new bikes to come out and a lot of those some will get delayed a certain amount this year not yeah. uh, not drastic i've heard maybe two or three weeks for some stuff nothing right. too crazy so wait till we get back to bike testing season do the bike intros do the shootouts again and there'll be time for supercross again <laughs> uh yeah absolutely hey ryan's speaking of shootouts ryan's got a question for you on uh, on line one what's up brian what's your question for michael Lindsay? Yeah, just had a uh, kind of business question with all that stuff that you do, and uh, really appreciate all the videos that you've done over the years for that. Um, so question I have is, is there ever any interest to do like a ride day for the public to come in, maybe do like a pre-register for it, and pay 100 150 bucks to ride all the bikes and make, you know, a, a physical decision on it of which is best for them. So me and a buddy talked about this last year because I had acquired all my bikes privately. The sad part is to say to make it financially viable considering what guys like to wreck on them and how much time you'd rack up. I think I came up to a price that I didn't think a lot of people were going to pay. I th I'd have to look again to pay off each bike right. and make it all work. I think I decide I need to charge people like, 300 bucks a day or something like that to do it or more it's and not you, a bad idea it's though. not a no, bad idea no. but i needed i can't remember how many days i figured it all and just you know having a big one you have to think is okay you have to replace the tires every couple times right so you got to buy tires even if i get like buddy deals through dunlop different stuff like when i add it all up it was starting to become a lot of wear and terrence and at least when our guys right prep it's like prepping them all for everybody it would just eat up I would have to schedule it out, and I would have to spend six weeks of my life renting these things out almost every day to try to yeah, get yeah. it to the point it yeah. was going to work. Right. And if you got it from an OEM, they're not going to want you to do that. Oh, OEMs want so, yeah. to, but yeah. I yeah. can yeah, acquire mine privately right, right, right. now. So I thought about it, and I was kind of kicking around this year. If I did it, I would do it in a very limited setting of 
do maybe weeks or two where it's to the point you don't tear up too much stuff and you would only make you'd make a little bit off it but not you're, you're not gonna buy the bikes again are you yeah oh you are yeah you kind of got heat for that yeah whatever yeah okay oh yeah YOLO? I, I, YOLO? I, I ticked off a, a certain high torque publication over that one pretty good uh, i think a couple oems weren't stoked yeah, a couple of who OEMs cares about so. the fucking mxa i don't they care can go fuck themselves but i, mean, I don't OEMs. care yeah i don't care it, it did exactly what i wanted it to okay. do viewership wise right, i think right. i looked the other day and i have like almost eight hundred thousand views on that 451 right. okay. so uh ryan that's a good question man uh you got a bike uh 2012 kx250s 2012 yeah. oh, that was a good bike yeah, yeah that was a good bike except for that at fork fork was oh. not good on that no thing. i think well let's see 20 yeah 11 on had the sff right, right, right. anyways uh all right you Spring. want a pro filter for that thing ryan oh definitely yeah, yeah. all right well, profilter.com pulp 20 at checkout to save uh what's i have it? a question for ryan where okay. are you located um grew up in chicago go to school in auburn alabama and parents moved to nashville so I tell you, you never like. Uh, have you ever done like jumped around, rode a bunch of buddies' bikes in the same day or anything? Been able to do anything like that or not? Nah? Not really. I like. I like. You the know, idea. I've always wanted yeah. to, yeah. and <clears throat> maybe jump into like two fifty two stroke and stuff like that, but um, never really got close enough with guys around my area to to try to do that. So, um, you know, well, Ryan, yeah. stay on hold. We'll get you that pro filter. All right. I definitely thank okay. you so much. Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting question. Yeah, uh, I know the uh, you know have those motocross holiday groups down in SoCal yeah. at Doom. They kind of the same thing. They usually have one of everything. And I remember one that mentioned they kind of offer it. And honestly, they're like a few guys will do it, but same thing. They're like the amount of money when they tear yeah, up tires, it, bars, it, lubricants. It, it, I I there could be a market for. It. I just think the price would become high enough. I mean, honestly, if you're gonna go spend eight nine grand on a bike and you're really really up in the air and yep. you told somebody hey for three hundred dollars i can make sure you're gonna ride them all and you're not yeah. gonna feel like you're bringing I'm them in i'm in it's a good choice but then yeah. at the same time for some people that are brand loyal or down to two yeah. the hard part is i think i i think only a few people would want to do it for the novelty of riding all of them most of them would probably ride to ride like two that yeah, they're really yeah, interested yeah. in uh pro filter there's a real option for riders to avoid cleaning an air filter ever again it's uh it's profilter.com at it's an alternative way that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your air filters. Uh, Bullfrog Spas, MCR. Honda uses ProFilter uh, as well as some other teams out there. The ProFilter has been active in the industry for the last decade and manufactures top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. Again, Pulp20 at ProFilter.com will save you. And uh, Pulp20 code at Maxima USA as well. Maxima USA. Uh, makers of the SC1 can that's our co-host. Uh, what do you say, Ace SC1? How's things going? Oh, good to hear. Is it true that you're the top secret of factory mechanics everywhere? Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's nice. I, was it true that I'm probably the most uh, uh, fan, the biggest fan, the biggest usage of your of you? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Fantastic. Thank you. SC1 MaximaUSA.com. All of Maxima oils can be uh, purchased on their website use, and use code Pulp20 to save. MaximaUSA.com. Of course, official oil of Monster Energy Pro Circuit. Official sure, uh, Monster Pro, Pro Monster Energy Kawasaki as well. Uh, so thanks to those guys. Let's uh, let's get JT on the line if we can. Uh, Brain, what's up, man? How are you? Good evening, boys. Hope all's well. Uh, so Steve, I was talking to you, or I was kind of back and forth with Weege, and I was telling him that uh, for some reason I've never really listened to the review pods. Um, and then I've obviously found them on the app. Uh, going back to 2015, found that really cool just to go back and listen to 
you know, the gang, I forgot this all happened, like the black flag right, inc- right. incident and things like that. Um, but so I also never listened to the, uh, to the, uh, the post-race uh, interviews. Uh, that you've done through uh, through Pro Circuit. Really, those things. Started those. That's funny that you that been around forever. You're, you're into fan. You're, yeah, I was probably the first guy to do that. I was the first guy right. to run around with a with a live podcast interview. And honestly, brain those things at the uh, they get really good numbers because I put them up an hour or two after the race, you know. And yeah. and I try yeah. to find the guys that are relevant and the things that have happened, and those are actually very very popular. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely believe those, but I've never, I've never listened to them in the past. Just uh, you know, with all that's going on so right now, it's kind of cooled it. But I, I, I guess what I'm wondering is, um, did you do this before 2015? Because so I'm using voiceover for uh, for the, uh, the the screen reader for right. uh, for Apple products. Uh, is 2015 the first year you did those? Because that's that's the that's what I'm no. finding on the app. But no, I'm I trying definitely... to figure out if there's ways to. I definitely would have done them before then. I think, right, Marks? Do you know okay. those posts? Uh, I don't know for sure, but I would, I, I would assume so. I, I believe you did. But we can okay. look and find. Oh, out. you know what? Uh, you know what, Brian? Yeah. I know the problem is. I already know. What the, What's so you're just gathering them on the Steve Mathis show uh, feed, yeah. which is. But we've broken that feed into three volumes of classics. Okay. So, so anything from twenty anything older than than uh, twenty fifteen is on Steve Mathis classics. Um, okay. so they're all on okay. there. I, we just, our iTunes catalog was getting so big, so deep, you know? Yeah. So, cause yeah. I've been podcasting since 2008. Sure. sure. Classic. So, yeah. you know, so if you want to go back Steve Mathis classics, volume one, two, and three, and, uh, okay. and, and, and th- th- they'll be on there. Okay. And same for, and same for the review pods. Yeah. Same with, yeah. All of them. They'll all be on there. Plus old okay. guests like Wardy and Glover and all those guys that I originally talked to. So they're all on there. Awesome. No, I've, I've really had a, a really enjoyable time uh, uh, listening to him, you know, because obviously I don't care about Netflix and yeah. I, only know, I don't know how to turn on my TV and right. all that kind So of what, I, what's been the biggest, what was the biggest, uh, I guess, surprise or biggest thing that you remember us talking about for a long time or, or what was the biggest, you know, is there something that stands out? Well, so, yeah, yeah. So I'm only going through 2015 right now. Yeah. Um, I, the the uh, the Bowers the Bowers thing telling or that was talking about uh, where he was battling with Cooper. Coop, and said, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a grown man. I've gone to jail before. He hasn't gone to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty gnarly for a few weeks there, right? Yeah. Oh, it was it was fantastic. But you know, just kind of thinking about. It, I mean, you know, I mean, I forgot the black flag thing happened in in 2015. Oh God. Um, and, yeah. and all that, and it's like, oh my goodness, it's 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 just cool to kind of do I'll, a little bit of. And I'll tell you, and I'll tell you, Laser Gate, Laser Gate, thirteen, thirteen, yeah, for twenty thirteen, yeah. Actually, so so I really want to go back to twenty thirteen because because I keep thinking about um, you know especially when we're in Salt since we're doing Salt Lake City, I want to well first of all I want to get the talk back going when the next to last round comes of. Uh, which which one is not going to qualify between Roxon and, and Tomac? And oh, I just yeah, want to go back know, and hear right? some of that. So Dude, right? I, 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 I can't wait. So I'll and, have to. Uh, and that was the night too. Osborne just melted down as well. So that's right. That's Osborne right. just melted down. Um, yeah. So it's cool. To, it's cool to hear some of the details that that I that I've totally forgotten about. Yeah. It's it's, uh, the, it's a lot of fun. The black flag thing. Um, John Gallagher yep. from the FIM like that. We were. Friends, kind of, sort of, and ever since I went right. went hard after him for that, uh, we've never had the same relationship. He's never been that cool with me 
because I think I was pretty hard on him because that was a really bad call and and I don't right. think he really liked my criticism and, and, and it kind of cost me we're still fine we say hi you know all of that but I felt like after that he was a little bit like fuck you Mathis and I'm like oh well yeah. hey listen I call it like I see it and that was a terrible call so well you know. the, other th- the other thing we know is Anderson was doing interviews with you back then so uh, <laughs> we know that's been a while yeah Anderson was around he was around then so alright thanks Brian <laughs> he was thanks man See you, fellas. See you. Good night. FlyRacing.com. Please check them out on the web. Uh, They are still selling to uh, online dealers and dealers that are open and everything else. FlyRacing.com. They had their big ride day with uh, Bradshaw Brayton uh, in Iowa last weekend. And, uh, yeah, man, lots of things happening with the folks at Fly, including uh, coming back for Supercross. Jason Thomas, what's up, man? How are you? What's happening over there? Oh, you know, Michael Lindsay and I are discussing all the things that growing back racing. And Michael... Had another rider quit on his team uh, this past uh, couple weeks ago, so we're going through that a little bit. Speaking of uh, the archives and you doing this since 2008 and also quitting, aren't you supposed to be quitting this year? Yeah. Was it this year or last year? It's every year. Wow. <laughs> I paid you the $100. I think that you was did. 19 where you our did. buddy Moser had it on tape that I said I would pay JT $100 if I wasn't out of the industry by 2019. Yeah, yet here you are. What am I going to do? Uh, keep killing it like you're doing now. Wow. See, if you would have got out of this last year, like you said you were going to, you wouldn't have had to deal with all this pandemic um, BS pandemic with the rest stuff, of us. stuff, right. I, I made a break for hockey. Hockey wasn't ready for me. <laughs> they didn't have, their hey, did ar- you, didn't have their arms open for me. Did you notice uh, that guy tweeted you today? I, I dropped that you were the preeminent Moto Media member I did my not. podcast yesterday. That, that guy referenced it. I did not notice you, that. You, with the dirt shark, the dirt shark tweet. Mm. <laughs> oh, you said I was preeminent. Oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I, I like gave, you, gave you a lot of credit. I don't like to really do it with your face, but right. I, don't, I don't mind doing it behind your back. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> I like it. Um, FlyRacing.com. We got the X Brown Goggle Tariffs coming up as well for Jason Thomas here. So, uh, I guess let's start with the series. JT, we, myself, and Michael Lindsay covered it uh, beginning of the show. Uh, seven rounds, all in Utah. You know, testing beforehand. Can't leave. We sort of covered the ins and outs of that. But for you as a Fly Racing guy, and of course Fly Racing stepped up to become the uh, presenting sponsor this year of the Supercross Series, how does it work out for you guys? You're getting signage on TV. You're not getting any fan activation, though. Well, yeah, it's certainly going to be a lot different. But, you know, the, there are just things you're going to have to accept, right? There, there are only so many things that Feld can offer, and there are limitations handed down by you know the the state of utah that's that's not Feld's fault and they're going above and beyond to do everything they possibly can to deliver on their end uh so yeah i mean it's certainly a bummer for everybody that fans can't go whether it's us as a sponsor or Feld selling tickets or fans being able to attend you know everybody loses in that scenario but we're gonna try to make the most of it and really what else can you do I, i feel like that's really the way everybody is approaching every situation is just let's make the most of what's available. It's, it's not going to be perfect right now, no matter how you how you slice it. So yep. let's go have a great time. Let's hopefully get great television coverage. And, you know, Feld is trying to present unique opportunities like the uh, that e-racing they did, you know, this past weekend. And how have they been to work with? Have they been been okay? I mean, obviously, you know, you're not getting the full freight and things that you just, you wanted to to get with Fly Racing, but how's that been? Yeah, I mean, from the get-go, since we signed our agreement, you know, two and a half years ago or whenever it was, uh, they have gone above and beyond to 
you know, over deliver in every way. And yeah, right now they, they can't, they are not able to deliver on the letter of the contract, but you know, they're, they're literally conjuring up ways to try to add value. And then moving forward, I'm sure they're going to try to, to do that and make up for things that they can't deliver. And I'm sure that's not just for us. That's monster. And that's Cooper tires. And that's, yeah. you know, everybody that is a series sponsor, they understand more than anybody that, Hey, you know, they, they can't do exactly what they said, but let's, find ways to get creative to add value in, in different ways that maybe we didn't even think about. You know, we didn't have to think up these ways in years past. Do you think, JT, Michael the, didn't seem to think so, but do you think there might be some guys sneaking off to ride and coming back in on the down low? I think they will, but I think they'll stay in Utah. Uh, oh, I meant leave. I think, yeah, I meant leave the state. I don't think so because I think the penalty is is too harsh. You know, you're, you're basically – disqualifying yourself from the event if you do something silly like that mm-hmm. yeah. and from what i know they're going to make everybody sign sign a you know an agreement that they're not going to do this kind of stuff and and uh, i don't know what that agreement will entail but i think there will be ways to ride in the state of utah where you don't really have to take that big of a chance and right. yeah you can stay in your super nice motor home or you know there are really nice hotels in the area it's not going to be you know prison you know you just are yeah. going to have to find ways to train in Utah and ride in Utah. Yeah. And, and other than that, no big deal. Michael, you and you said the cost of this isolation in Utah for three weeks, right? Restaurants, yep. hotels. This is still less than it would be finishing the rest of the 7 Series. Yeah, especially some of the later stuff because it would have been the pull from like West Coast out yeah. to Boston and back. Yeah, yeah. Um, all the flights. Yeah, you've got a, a hotel or an Airbnb bill that's a little bit larger, maybe some food costs, but yeah. your travel costs are right. down dramatically. Yeah, I, the more I think about it, what J-Bone was saying, an Airbnb really makes sense. You can buy and cook your food, you know, like instead of going to restaurants every day, that's going to get expensive and not that healthy for these guys. Yeah. So I like that idea for if you were a team, do, do that. As long as you guys aren't going to kill each other by the end of the thing. Yeah. Right? JT? Yeah, I think, yeah. You, I think you can really make a plan that makes sense, you know, because if you really think about this thing, everybody's going to have to be there Friday because I think we have a 48-hour window where everybody has to be there beforehand. You're going to get there, prepare for the race. You know, Saturday, I'll just everybody will hang out. And then Sunday race, Monday will be a day off. And then Tuesday, you're, you know, guys will be, do some light training, but it's the day before another race. You race Wednesday, and then maybe you would want to sneak in some sort of, you know, outdoor riding or just something to stay sharp on, on Friday. But again, Saturday, you're the day before the race again. So it, I think it's going to happen pretty quickly. And the guys that are panicking about not being able to practice as much as they normally would, I think the racing is going to catch up to where they're going to they're going to want to recover. And yeah, you'll do your bicycling and whatever, but I, I really don't think it's going to be as big of a deal as maybe some of the trainers and riders think it will be going in. Well, I think it's what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's literally three weeks of your life if you're not. <laughs> you're not going to make much gains over the yeah. course. It's not going to really be worth right. Like you're not going to make some massive gain during the week. No, that's no, but really I'm thinking, you Ma- Michael, I, you know these guys. I'm thinking of like if somebody yeah. struggles, then it's the bike's fault. Can we try something? Can we go oh, yeah. try this I, link? Can we, you know, yeah. that kind of I stuff. I think it depends. You can go ride though. Yeah. I think you'll be able to go ride. I really do. Yeah, there yeah. are tracks. I, I've ridden in tracks in the right in the Greater Salt Lake yeah. area. There will be opportunities to ride. And I think if you're if you're Factory Kawasaki or whoever, right, the, the teams with the means to do so, you just load up your truck with practice bikes and parts and race bikes, and you haul everything Utah, and you are able to do whatever you need to do. Right, if right. you need to go riding one day, after the race, before the race, whatever, 
then so be it. You know, there, there are plenty of tracks in that area. You know, Utah is a thriving motocross community. I don't think it's impossible to fix problems if, if they come along. I think uh, another one in for the life of me, I can't remember who I was talking to yesterday, I think it might have been some one of the KTM relay teams was talking about. They're actually going to, for more of that gap day, the three-day mm-hmm. one, they're actually, as long as there's no issues, they were looking more at doing some outdoor testing, actually, yep. kind of in between. I could see playing teams, if you're not really struggling with your Supercross setup, if you're not a hunt, I, I could actually see more teams, if they do any yeah. riding up there, yeah. I see them trying to squeak in some outdoor riding rather than a day of Supercross during the week um, if they have yeah. the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, really. Well, right. Hopefully, hopefully that April time frame gave these guys plenty of time to get their outdoor testing in. Because you'd hope so during that. Right. Yeah, during that April time, we were all thinking that outdoors were up next. You know, yeah. we, we were thinking that outdoors were going to be right around the corner on June thirteenth. So I would assume those guys, if they didn't get all of it, they got a significant portion of their outdoor testing already done. So it would really be more maintenance riding yeah. for outdoors than anything. I think the one I heard was like I said, K Timberlay. I think mostly maybe a couple riders there would still be doing it just because KTM Husky had that like three week shutdown where they ain't letting anybody right. do anything. What? Um, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I lost my train of okay. thought. Go ahead. What's the biggest, who's the biggest named rider or team that's not going, that's not going to do this. Uh, biggest name rider and it's 50. I heard he might try. It would be Hampshire. I heard might try to race. Well, we really hope so over here at team Hampshire. That is a horrible idea. I'm just going to straight say with his knee, that is a horrible idea. Listen, bro, there's lots of things at stake, all right? Knee hey, ligaments can hey, be replaced. Hey, real quick, real quick, back to our earlier conversation. Every Pulp MX deal has ended in tragedy. How much worse could RJ's situation get with you being involved? Well, we got a tweet later that could get could make things worse. Great. We'll read it. Um, is there? But, like, okay, Team Tedder showing up with Marty? That one's been so quiet. I was actually going to ask yeah, you. Yeah, Marty Marty posted that they're going racing. Okay. All right. There's a yeah, guy that I was yeah. like, oh, maybe. I don't know. Um, but why Why wouldn't they? I, I don't understand why anybody wouldn't yeah. want to go do this. What else are you going to do? Wow. Well, your business is racing. I No, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking of a smaller yeah. team. These smaller think, teams. Um, East Coast, the East Coast teams. Like, well, Jordan, like Club MX. Club MX? Cl- uh, Hill, Hill crashed in, dislocated shoulder, saying post on his Instagram. So he might be questionable. Club is coming. Osby has replaced Crown, though. Yep. And then Star was able to get um, Colt Nichols will line up on East. Yeah. Yep. Um, West actually heard a little more. There's a couple of guys there from outside the country that can't come. Like Aussies, uh, Tonti and Jay Wilson won't be there, even though right. they have no racing in Aussie. They yeah, also yeah. can't get over here. Uh, I heard Clout? Cedric. Clout is here. Or Clout is here, but I witnessed him crashing pretty bad about two weeks ago, and I do not believe he has ridden since. Mm. Um, I heard yep. Cedric is not going to be able to right. come back. Um, there was just a couple of oddball Europeans yeah. that were racing different ones I heard that won't be able to come back or can't get their visas right. uh, uh, together. JT, another thing Michael and I were talking was that by the end of this seven races, I think they're going to struggle to put 40 guys on oh, the yeah. gate. Yeah, I think they have some alternates going on. And, yep. and obviously, as you and Weech make jokes all the time, you know, Fly Racing sponsors everyone. Uh, so we certainly are, you know, working with privateers to find out who's in, who's out, who's on an alternate list, right. who, who might be going. Because we have to prepare for all those guys. You know, if they get the call up at the last minute, we yeah. certainly want to make sure that they have everything that they need to do so. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously working with, you know, teams uh, like, you know, the Ted Parks, uh, the privateer journey there, we need to make sure that all those guys. So I know he has one guy confirmed, and then obviously a lot of his riders would be yeah, in that alternate bubble. list. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you bringing LeMay or no? 
Like no, no, Ben's uh, doing. I uh, Ben's been doing the money races. He has some stuff he's been right. doing, but now I'm just finishing yep. out with the 250 stuff. Close and, uh, and shock, uh, shock. Yep. Cody shock, right? Um, all right, uh, flyracing.com for more information. Please check them out on the web and uh, go to your local dealer and order it. Uh, JT, when is the new gear coming out? Like Kiefer told, asked me to ask you. So, uh, you know, it's, it's always tentatively August first. Okay. So right. well, the biggest question for us excited. is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, Washugo is, is historically on that July 28 weekend, whatever, right around there. But we don't really know this year, like what race is going to be is going to be on that weekend. Will that reflect any of you know our scheduling? So we're kind of in a holding mm-hmm. pattern. But I mean, August one is a fairly good guess. Maybe it would just be before or after a week if it made more sense to to debut it at a certain track versus another. Can you send me some text of it, photos? Can you text Embargo, bro. Okay. Embargo. Um, but the good news is for you, I will have a catalog when I'm in Utah, so I could maybe ooh, sneak, sneak in. Uh, ooh, I like that. Break some quarantine rules, but just with a catalog. Hey, uh, JT, I was curious. With we've been talking about these first couple, you know, local races or money races that are popping up. The turnout seem to be really good. People are excited to race. Uh, with you know, have you guys had any? early discussions marketing wise for us here since you guys won't have your activation supercross you might have some some budget are you guys going to try to do some more grassroots stuff this year have you guys kind of talked about any of that or you guys have anything you're working on um not necessarily changes but uh we certainly are trying to get as involved as we can and you know that that program has really taken a step up you know from damon bradshaw is a big part of that uh he and bob lowry have they were at you know justin brayton's event this weekend uh you know, we have events going on really all over the place. We were a big sponsor of the uh, the money race that went on at Cycle Ranch this past weekend. Uh, so we were a part of that. And, yeah, we, we will continue to do events like that, uh, whether it's the Lincoln Trail Ride Day. Um, but it, it's more about dedicating the resource that, resources that we already planned on. And, really, that's that's Damon Bradshaw, Weston Pike. That, that's their primary role now is, is to go to those events and be a part of that. So... Uh, I think you'll see those ramp up. So I, I don't want to say we're we're changing anything. It was kind of already the plan, but you will see a lot of that this summer. Speaking of Pike, I saw him rip a dirt bike yesterday. He was fast for two laps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good. That bike's cool. I like that that build out he does. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, let's break down the Tomac Roxon thing. I I, uh, I think JT, you you disagree a little bit with me, but. With the altitude of this race and the dirt conditions, and this is a massive swing for Eli Tomac's in Eli Tomac's favor. I really, I'm not saying he's going to win it. Who knows? Seven races, anything can happen. But man, if you're if you're Kawasaki and Eli Tomac and John, you're you're rubbing your hands together. This is sweet. Yeah, I don't I don't think that I disagree with you. Oh, okay. I, I think uh, if it favors anyone, certainly it would be Eli. You know, historically he's been unbelievably good at this race. Uh, you look at his 2017 performance at this race, and it was, you know, a legendary ride. I think the dirt's very similar to Colorado. It has this gravelly, marbly, slippery feel um, that that's similar to, you know, we're all kind of in the Rockies here between Idaho, Colorado, and Utah, so it has the same consistency. And then you factor in the familiarity he has at riding at altitude, just the lack of power and just how things respond a little bit differently. I think he will feel the most at home of anybody. Now, whether yeah. that translates into winning the championship, I can't say. Uh, but if you had to just look at it on paper and say who has any sort of edge, yeah, I, I would agree that it, it would be Eli. 
You agree, Michael? Yeah. I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how it's going to turn out, but. I think uh, the one interesting thing we're talking about is just setup wise is some of these guys that are maybe not as adaptable and stuff is, I mean, if it goes bad at the first one, you got to deal with it six well, four that's, in a row. That's, that's <laughs> when you sneak off at midnight to go to California to go ride. Um, <laughs> hey, listen, is there. Sneaky, sneaky. Uh, I don't think that this is the, what's going to happen, but are we going to see anything like, do you guys, either one of you think, are we going to see radically different results here uh, at this at these rounds? Like from the layoff, the combination of the layoff, the combination of, you know, racing there so many rounds. Like, is it just going to – look, when we left the series, it was Eli, Ken, swap them out, Cooper Webb, Anderson, and a bunch of other dudes. Are we going to – I think Cooper Webb's going to bring it. Okay. I See, that's, what I, really okay. that's the, what I wanted to hear. The one thing I think that also could play an interesting role in the first couple is um, actually blows it ass this because, I mean, he's he was curious coming off injury. He was talking to um, one of the fellow guys about tracks. Uh, he, he's like, you know, what are you guys planning on for, like, as uh, weird yeah. as it sounds, everybody's been off. We weren't know we were going to back to Supercross this quick. Are you guys going to do anything really different? And from what we've heard, the tracks are actually going to be pretty mellow the first couple rounds. They're going to taper sense. up right. the difficulty sure. as each round goes on, but they're planning on keeping things pretty mellow the first couple, which right. usually mellow track, you know, kind of gives less separation for the guys. It could keep things yeah. a little bit tighter right. as well. Um. So yeah, JT, you think Coop's going to bring it? Like that, that we, yeah, we may think, see a new a new Coop. Yeah, I think Cooper is is hoping that there's a bit of a reset. And if you're Cooper, you're hoping for a, a perfect scenario where you can go out get your your 2019 you know uh, hole shots that he just had nailed. You can get a win, and then the resurgence of Adam Cincerillo, a revitalized Justin Barsha. Those guys can get in there and maybe give you some separation between yourself and Tomac and Roxon, and you can take down a twenty-plus point lead to you know maybe the mid-teens at the first round. And I, I think if he can do that, he can really turn the tide. And whether that's enough to get all the way back or not, I don't know. But right. this momentum thing, I really like what Paul Parabino said on, on your podcast with him. Momentum in a series this quick will be really powerful yeah. and really hard to turn back the other well, way. And, there, uh, and, and Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, there when I was going to say, speaking of the momentum, is turning it off or turning it on is turning it off for guys like, say, big advantage for Coop coming off this, that huge crash. Yeah. Uh, they had him being able to get fully recovered. But guys like his style crash he had that race, uh, Ken in the sprained ankle thing with the races tighter together too, is if you have a night where you don't take, you know, a, a severe injury, but you take something minor is just less recovery time round around yeah. and round. So it, momentum could swing drastically either way for a guy and it could affect so many more rounds than it normally would. How long until yeah. we hear a team complain about the format? Within the first Wednesday. 30 minutes? <laughs> well, yeah, okay. All right, okay. Uh, I, I think, honestly, for me, the biggest factor in this whole deal will be the first round and who leaves with the momentum and who has a good night versus a bad night. I, agree. I really yeah. think that's going to be a huge deal coming off of such a long break. That all of that, the mental game of that, and then the point swing is going to be really hard to turn back around once it gets going. Dude, these guys are mental midgets. I agree 100%. And that's why I was saying, like, if you struggle on a Sunday – you're not going to look in the mirror necessarily. You're going to be like, dude, we got to try Link. we got to try Shock. And that's where my whole thing about where are these guys going to go ride. Because that the riders yep. will freak out. They'll start freaking out if the momentum's going south on them. Um, I've seen it over and over. And, and the team will just be like, dude, this is your setup. 
Trust your setup, blah, blah, blah. No chance. They're not going to do that. So that's where I came from. Like, I agree. If things start going south for somebody, they're they're going to keep going. You're not going to turn it around, you, you know? Don't you feel like, you know, we all know how effective Alden Baker is mentally. And, and I feel like that's a very underrated and underreported aspect of his success over the last 20 years. But I, if I'm him, and I think he's doing this is why I, I say this, he's just hammering on Cooper Webb every single day. If you go out and you can win this first round, you're going to be back in this thing. If you come out swinging the first round, the first two rounds, first three rounds, you're a week into this thing, you can really turn the tide and, and change the entire dynamic of this series with, with one or two strong races because – when we left Daytona, everybody to a man, and this is my opinion, but I believe everybody had really drawn this to two guys. It was really Tomac and Roxon, and, and that was the storyline, and that's where everybody was pointing to. But it could turn really, really quickly back into a two, three, four-man race fast. One, one injury, like, like Michael said, one thing goes wrong, one first-turn crash, and this series could really change when it felt like it was pretty much over mm-hmm. except for two guys. Yeah. Yep, it'd be interesting. Race to the finish. Uh, our buddy Bob from Omaha on, uh, on on Twitter had a good question. How's Tinder going to work for these guys? What's going to happen? Like, are, you know, I don't like, know you can ask Seth Rourke when I he like comes up. I like how he put it. The way he phrased it was awesome. Like, I got, you know, these. there's going to be multiple crossovers here. You know, like there's going to be a lot of a lot of issues going on. <laughs> well, we're all worried about one disease in the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I do, let's all just be happy that there's no contact tracing yet with Apple. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Jeez. Hey, that would be very scandalous. I've got the giant what if in the room. What if one of the riders tests positive when we show up? Do, do you think there's a chance so we will have 40 riders each class, so 120 riders will get tested? Does someone test positive? You has to, right? I would think at least one. What about if you showed up and you have a temperature? And they, they, what they're telling you, if you, have, you show up and you have a temperature, you can't, you can't race. you got to retest and be ready to go in 24 hours, I think it said, they said. Um, what I'm about- going straight to the test from my air. I'm going to have my air conditioner on wide open in my rental car. <laughs> How many guys are going to put ice packs on their head and shit when they Dude, walk up? What if this thing's decided by Tomac or Roxon or Webb having a fever? It's completely possible, and it's the funniest thing because it's something nobody would ever expect in a championship. No, but it could happen. I mean, the, 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 the odds of someone having it are not very high. If you look at how many people are in America versus how many cases are – I mean, it could happen, no yep. doubt, but I, mathematically it's unlikely. Let's, let's hope for the best anyway. I know. Can you imagine the shitstorm if somebody's not allowed to race? God. Yeah, a key guy for sure. Right, right. Uh, catastrophic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bob's tweet was, seven rounds in the same city will require a delicate Tinder strategy. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I agree. I agree. Uh, Tr- Talon, you got a question for JT? Yeah, I got a fly question tweeted in for him from Wesley Hawksbergen. Uh, he says, how does the fly formula hold up on the street? I'm looking into getting a dual sport, and I want to invest in my head. It's awesome. I mean, it's it's the same technology, right? And that's one of the great things about the formula is it's really engineered to protect against, you know, high-speed impacts and low-speed impacts, which the low-speed has really been something new for, you know, the tech side. There there haven't been helmets out there that could do both until recently. That's really been the step forward for the, for the sport. But, you know, the biggest challenge with 
you know, the formula and on the street is you have a visor, right? It's going to catch wind because it's, it's built for off-road to deflect roost. But safety-wise, yeah, it's, it's, I would say there is a very advanced uh, AGV helmet out there that Valentino Rossi wears. But, uh, yeah, I, I would put it right up there with the, the most forward-thinking tax helmets in, in any discipline. I will say, though, if this guy's riding it on the street and, and, and approaching high speeds, he best get the vent blocking kit. That fly also sells because <laughs> yeah. this formula thing vents like no other. It is insane how good the venting is on it. Um, so, yeah, if you're going high speeds, you may want to get that kit. JT, where's the dual sport version? We're working on it. It's, uh, you know, the, the biggest thing is you look at where's your primary market. And for us, it's off-road. So we're, we're trying to develop things as fast as we can to fill every hole in the off-road market but yes long term on that horizon we, we certainly will come out with something for for dual sport and hopefully street as well all right is that it is that we have just one yeah just okay. one uh michelin uh michelin motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information on the fo- products that michelin makes our buddy randy richardson took his e-wild tires on his uh e-bike to a top five finish uh in the gncc this past weekend so they make mountain bike tires uh also the michelin starcross five Great off-road tire, now available for 50cc bikes and up. They, they've been waiting on that for a number of years, and they're now available. Uh, 50cc and up for the Starcross 5s. Same, same tire that I took to a 14.9 for 7th overall at the World Vets. Uh, Michelin Enduro Extreme is also available. It won the 19 Red Bull Erzberg Rodeo. Michelin.com uh, for more information. MichelinMotorcycle.com for more information on that. Uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board, and great company, great tires. So please check out more for more information on that. Also, before we get too far into this, and I probably will forget, uh, last show two weeks ago, we ran a Art of Sport uh, giveaway uh, kit for an email interest. And the winner of the Art of Sport kit, Tyson Ramlow. Congratulations, Tyson Ramlow. We'll be in touch. We'll get your information from you. Artofsport.com. Kenny Roxon's involved with this, as well as other world-class athletes like NBA MVP James Harden. I've been using their deodorant, their charcoal body wash. It's all really good. The f- products are formulated with natural botanical ingredients to keep you smelling fresh all day. And uh, they're also award-winning from ESPN Sports Illustrated, GQ, Men's Health. The best thing is everything's under $10. Uh, so please check it out. The charcoal face wash, the anti-dandruff, the deodorant. All of it under ten bucks. Artofsport.com. Uh, JT, you like this stuff? You've been using it? Yeah, I use it. It's, it's in my shower. You were just here. You I know. It was it there. In my shower. I know. Yeah, it was great. I was really, impressed really that you were you were really using the product. So that was that was. I've nice. actually bought it. I, I bought more after I have one bottle that you gave me still, yep. and I had to go buy another one uh, at the local Albertson. So I'm a believer. Uh, Talon, Travis, Art of Sport review, please. Anyway. I like mine. It's all like natural oils and all that it's good stuff all right yeah i like mine too thanks good I'm glad we don't it's my favorite face wash I have thank a, you i have a or question body wash yes. sorry can we talk about how this is going to go i feel like because i got my uh plan approved today for my time in utah okay uh how is this going to go for you and i and Weege and all of the you know our podcast community the That's what I was family about to say if you guys created. have been training are you guys how ready? Hell, how are we going to do this? Because, you know, I have my own podcast now, which, you know, is a part of the Pulp Network. We have the race review. That's after every round. We have the Pulp MX Fantasy podcast. We have Moto 60. We have the main Pulp MX show, which is obviously the biggest show in the sport, notwithstanding some of the YouTube numbers I, I hear thrown out there at times. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you think about all the shows that 
we are going to have to do and then double those up? Oh, yeah. Think um, of the numbers. Bro, trust me. I've been thinking about it. I made a list today on my phone of all the equipment I'm going to need to bring and everything. So, yeah, it's going to be – people better get ready for podcast of Palooza from all the media guys up there because we're all stuck yeah. up there. The one good thing is we're going to do some – Are you just going to ram it up their asses? Well, no, because everyone will be ramming everybody's asses, right? Like, it won't just be me. Um, the good thing is is um, uh, I've got some ideas for a remote pulp show up there that are going to be really cool because we'll have people all sitting there, and then we'll do some social distancing when we do the shows. I've got some ideas, and uh, yeah, so that part will be cool. You know, I, I, this is an opportunity, uh, JT. Like, it's not going to be all fun. It's going to be expensive for Pulp MX to, to go there and do this. Uh, but it could really have produced some unique content. I mean, think about e-bike rides with guys. Think about yep. podcasts. Think about, you know, going to dinner with guys. Whatever. Yeah. It, it, and there's going to be a lot of broing down going on for sure. But for me, I think it's going to be the most historic run in the in the history of the sport. For good or for bad, we're going to remember these seven rounds forever just because of how oh, weird it was. And this whole, the whole coronavirus, which who knows where, you know. We, we hope we're near the end of it, but we don't really know that. Uh, but this is going to be something we look back on for years, and I, I really didn't want to miss out on the opportunity to be a part of it, you know, win, oh. lose, or draw. So. Oh, go ahead, Michael. I was going to slightly correct myself earlier. I said I thought that uh, Hill had dislocated shoulder. It was his hip. Oh, okay. Well, hip's bigger. Ooh, that, yeah, that he's work. not right. right. would say not racing. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be weird and unique, and please, please, nobody, the champion doesn't get an asterisk. No. Asterisk. No, okay. Stop that. Stop that. It'll be harder so in 17 we, rounds. What are we going to do in the press box? Like we're going to have to be six feet apart and kind of like yelling down the line at people in the press box? No, or how's from what I understand. the whole stadium to sit in. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine sitting like 50-yard line hey, halfway up? Y'all get your own private suites, every yeah. media member. Yeah. Well, we you know we need Wi-Fi and those things to be able to do our jobs correctly. But but yeah, I mean we could literally sit anywhere. I think uh, I think from what I gather, there's going to be groups of people. So Michael's team is a group. There'll be three of you. Uh, Kawasaki will be a group, um, and then those groups and media will be a group. And in the in your group, you're allowed to not have a face mask on, and you can you can hang out. Um, correct me, I could be wrong, but I believe that's what I interpreted. If you want to interact with another group, you have to have a face mask on. And I don't know how the post-race press conferences and interviews, I doubt those are even going to happen. I didn't ask. I should have. I wouldn't imagine they'd allow us as a media group to be near you people. Michael. I feel like you're your own but, group. You should have to wear a mask because you're going to be going in our base truck still trying no, to get food. I don't think you can. Like, I, I don't you, think you should you be can. your own little person. Yeah, your own little I don't think you can. You're not going to be allowed near the teams in their pod. You can't go into the team's can't yeah. go in my space, man. Yeah. I'm going to ride my taser around the pits and be like, what's up? Hey, what are you, what are you going to do if you can't go to everybody's truck? I don't know, stuff? Michael. I don't know. Food. Yeah. No, we're gonna I, do I don't mean interview cool us. I'm just yeah, worried yeah, about yeah. your general health. Coffee. No. Yeah. Coffee, food. No, we're going to do some really cool things. We're going to do uh, Instagram Live on the Racer X. Uh, Instagram, we're going to do, do Instagram Live on the Pulp Max. So we're going to be content machines throughout this event because yeah we're not going to be able to go anywhere or talk to anybody so Mar marks i need you to drive to salt lake for all seven rounds um just be my guy to yeah we out. can we can talk about that we can negotiate a you're price. not utah anyway you have time on your hands don't you yeah you're not doing so nothing. are you Listen staying for uh, all seven jt i don't believe so um i think i'll be there for sure 
for three or four. Uh, I would say a minimum three, likely four, and then we'll see. Um, I'm going to be working in the greater Salt Lake area doing my normal business anyway, which is really the main reason I'm able to go. But once I run out of dealers to visit and, you know, it, it runs right into our pre-book season, I You go I back to the dealer. How you doing today? You need <laughs> anything? You want to buy more? <laughs> I know I was just here on Thursday, but I want to tell you about the light hydrogen line. <laughs> I can go work behind the counter and help. Yeah. Guys are like, please, beat it. Please, get, right. get lost. So, no, um, that happened. That really does happen. When they're busy, they will tell you to leave. Yeah. That, ha- so, that has happened more than once. Right, right. How does this work for Weege and his cheapness? Like having uh, to having to suffer, it's all covered by Racer X. Uh, you know all expenses. I mean, he'll still freak out because it's Racer X's money. He still, I mean, he doesn't get a hotel room on Saturday nights, yeah. right? Even though Racer X would buy him one. So he's going to figure out a way to save as much money as possible, and then Davey's just going to take y'all to Roost Chris right. again right afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Will he not get a hotel on Saturday night, even though he's staying? He'll just go to Denny's all night? Yeah, probably. Even though he's staying. Probably, right, right. And then check in Sunday. Right. The, that was the best part of the whole thing. when He wasn't getting hotels on Saturday nights, and then Davey took us out to Ruth Chris, Chad, myself, Weege, JT, Truman. Dropped, I don't know. I think it was eight, seven hundred dollars. It was nine nine hundred bucks. Oh, nine hundred bucks. Which is like, yeah, hey, Weege, all that struggling you've been doing for like the month and a half. Davey just erased <laughs> he all devastated. of that. He was so <laughs> devastated. He was so angry. Uh, before we do the expert on goggle terrace, let's take a couple phone calls here. First up is Nick. Nick, what's happening? Uh, you want to talk about Cooper Webb? Yeah, man. I, I just want to. What's your chances of him? Uh, winning do you think well jt's I mean, all about it nick he's all about yeah man I, I agree with jt i'm just i'm just sitting here thinking you know no doubt eli he is like the fastest rider right now in the class but he's always on the edge you know what i'm saying and ken he's always going back and forth on uh suspension settings stuff like that you know what i'm saying <clears throat> i just i just worry about the layoff i worry about you know eli has never been a quick starter to any series so does he just jump right into his Daytona form? You know, because I'm sure he took some time off. He just had his first child. So, surely there was some time off in there. That To me, that's a really big variable that he's going to have to not let get away from him and starting slow. Yeah. You know, he's not going to have, you know, 12 rounds after January to sort it out. Like he's going to have to get it together quickly. I just – I feel like myself, like, obviously our jobs in the media is to talk about these races and what's going to happen. I don't know. I'm all over the map. I don't know what these guys have been doing for the last month. I don't know who's been working, who hasn't been. Well, all of that. We so, could go through everybody. We know that KTM Husky Group was off for three, like this big three week where nobody's on the shop, nobody's yeah. on to touch the bike. So Coop's been through some level of a layoff. Eli's had okay. Kenny was clearly no, one of the. Osborne was riding during that time. Not a lot, but he they was did riding. Take some time off though. Yeah, they yeah, did yeah. Take yeah, some yeah. Time yeah. Off, but they definitely cracked up though and kind of got those guys away from everything. And then we know that Kenny was pretty vocal and took some time off and was yep. one of the guys chill. So I mean, they've all have some level of layoff and change. I think it depends what their attitude was coming back. How many of them were lax about outdoors? Right. How quickly they jumped into Supercross? Yeah. Based on what I heard, I thought. When the rumors started float around of Phoenix, I think Kenny was maybe one of the later ones that I saw get back to Supercross. But also Eli, so dark and quiet at home, I don't know how yeah. quickly he jumped back on. Uh, Nick, I like your passion for Coop. You want a Roost MX t-shirt? Pulp MX shirt? Yeah, man. All right, stay Sounds on hold. Good. We'll get your information, all right? Yeah, buddy. All right, RoostMX.net, uh, Pulp Nation is code to save. 
Go ahead. I think Cincerello gets a win. That's about to I say, do. how big of a wrench does AC throw in this? And if he starts off well, how much could he mess this up? Speaking of momentum, what if AC is the one that captures momentum yeah. at the what first round? What if Troll Train comes out just fucking guns blazing? Well, well we're talking about realistic. Because answers. Adam was texting me about Troll Train. Okay. So well, that altitude should really help that yellow bike. Listen, <laughs> Adam was, Adam's been telling me how fast Troll Train's been going. So dude, you know, is his ins- dude, his roll speed. I was watching a clip of him the other day. His roll speed middle corner. Troll train? Just, yes. Him and Jeremy Bell, their roll speed is mental mid corner. He, he, he's going to be a new man. He was just old. Now he needed time to rest. <laughs> All right, we got another question here from Ratcliffe. Uh, Ratcliffe, what's up, man? What, do you, what are we talking about? ET3 training altitude? I mean, yeah, is he the only guy that's training at altitude aside from maybe J-Mart? Yeah, him and J-Mart. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's it. That sounds pretty good. I mean, I wonder if any riders are going to pull the old Mike Alessi move and try and go out to Utah two weeks early and try and build that yeah. elevation training. I, I don't know. JT, did you find Salt Lake was, was gnarly for you as a racer? The bike. Uh, no, but my you, breathing. Yeah, breathing body. The first practice, I noticed it. Yep. But then you kind of acclimate, and it's fine. Uh, but the the bike is a huge deal. Right, right. Um, JT, uh, what do you – like when I think of altitude, and I just think of how long the races are. I mean, not not to downplay what Supercross is. I think of outdoors, and I think of Supercross, and I just think altitude doesn't affect you as much in Supercross. The shortness of the races and and such compared you know to what? an outdoor national. Would you? I, would you I feel like it. I feel like it did. Um, you just notice your your heart rate is really high, right? You're battling yeah. to get oxygen. And you, I feel like you notice it, but you're, everybody's suffering, you know, so it's not just you. But, yeah. Everybody but Eli. Yeah. I definitely noticed it in the first practices, and then maybe if you're sprinting in, like, a heat race or an LCQ, when you stop, you're just like, oh, my God, like, how <laughs> Where is that? am I? But it, it's not, you know, just right. struggling. Uh, thanks, Rockland. It's just going to be re- thanks, man. it's going to be really interesting to see how this affects recovery because if they only have four days and they're at elevation, should be interesting. Yeah, should yeah. be interesting. Thanks, yeah. man. Uh, I agree. It'll be it'll be it'll be uh, something else. Hey, it'll be, every, it'll be everybody's getting their altitude training in before outdoors, so nobody can nobody can claim that Eli has an altitude advantage when we get to outdoors because yeah. everybody else well, has been there for a month. And Steve, you remember the 2012 Salt Lake round where I had that very. Uh, Oh uh, yes, unorthodox line. Yes, Josh Grant. Befuddled Josh Grant. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. When befuddled. that heat race ended, I almost passed out. I was so <laughs> deprived of oxygen. So I, I think Grant. I think Grant passed out from all the possibilities that you were doing in that rhythm and how it was working for you. He so. passed out from shock that right. I beat him. Uh, motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, Race Tech, Suspension and Engines, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross Five, Maxima USA, Skosh Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains. Vertex Pistons, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace used by Chase Sexton, who's looking really good to uh, continue on with the points lead there on the east. He uses an Atlas Neck Brace. Works Connection, Pulp MX 20 is the code to save. Guts Racing, Andy Gregg was in last show. Great, great show. Support Guts Racing. Get Data, uh, officially used by a lot of teams in Europe as well as over here. OGO Power Sports, if you want a deal or anything from OGO, just email us using the contact form on pulpmex.com. We'll pass it on. I've been using the OGO rig. Do you have that one, the rig? I don't have the rig. Yeah, I have yeah, 98. I get the rig, so. bro. Art of Sport, WUSA, doing your wheels. Yep. The guys at W. Han Hubs, Excel Rims, all built by W. Nice. Yeah, WUSA doing a lot of wheels for the teams in the pits. LA Honda World, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, Works Chassis Lab, 
How's that going? How's the work chassis lab? Slow. It's yeah. having a hard time getting product for a bit, but we just got massively restocked this oh, you week. Did? Supply, so are supply people, chain. Were people getting angry? Were people getting angry? Oh, but I feel bad. We, we had a supply chain issue there for a little bit, but I just got a bunch of stuff hey, in this week. Bro, you and a lot of other companies. Yeah, yes. For sure. <laughs> uh, Pandemic. Ride Engineering all on board with us. Let's do the X-Brand Goggle tear-off, shall we? It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire q Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere, like Alex Ray, like Kyle Chisholm, like so many guys out there. Henry Miller running an X-Brand. Uh, X-Brand goggles. Pulp Show 20 is the code to save with X-Brand, uh, EKSbrand.com. Uh, check them out. Exciting new things coming down the line for the guys at X-Brand as well. Uh, they got roll-offs, of course. They've got uh, all the lines that you need. Four-layer foam. Fantastic goggle. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Um, do you know him, Michael? What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Let's do it. Steve, do you think Steve's cycle would have been successful if you sold quads? No. No. Questions are starting off we're, poorly. Yeah, we're a little rough. All right. Uh, JT, what hair tips do you have to get by until the barbershops open back up? Uh, I, I worked a an underground deal with my <laughs> girl that cuts my hair. And I paid her double to let me come to her house and her cut my hair. Wow. So that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, I hit her up on her DMs. Yeah. And said, Slid right in. let's work a deal. I have cash. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we made it happen. Uh, Pookie and I shaved my head and it went terribly. We missed spots. It, we, it got caught. It didn't seem – it's just growing back terribly right now. But, anyways. All right. It's very unfortunate. Uh, Michael. Did anyone tell you starting a race team was a good idea? Oh, no. They all told me it was an awful idea, and I started out saying this was the worst idea I ever had. I just didn't realize I was going to do it in the worst year on record at the same time. Unbelievable. It was already the worst idea ever before. Yes. And then it just got worse steadily. Um, I've I've quit saying it can't get worse because we went through a pandemic, and I if I say it can't be worse, I think the world's going to officially end. Yeah, don't. Please don't. Yeah. I'm done. Right. I'm not saying it anymore. Right. All right. Steve, what kind of face mask design do you plan on rocking at the races? Uh, a gargoyle. I, I was going to say SC1. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I want to look like a gargoyle. I will have you. I will have a official fly racing one for you. Oh, nice! I'm Thank having you. a team ones made with our sponsors on them. Are you really? Yeah, nice. <laughs> one of my buddies came up with it. Nice. JT, does this Supercross race format favor anyone? Just the the seven rounds in three weeks. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I don't think so because it's so unique. I mean, these, these guys at the front are all so fit. It's not like they're going to get tired or worn out or anything. So I don't think that really matters. It, it will only matter if one of them gets hurt or has an, you know, some sort of incident. All right. Michael, what adjustments do you plan to make to the bikes for the altitude in Salt Lake? Just mapping. God, Moser really mailed these in. Whoever the fuck that guy <laughs> Just is. low effort. Dude, low effort. He'll blend this on his buddies. Guys, JT, say his buddies must have been busy this JT, week. JT, who does his favor, if anyway? These, these, these questions have COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michael, do you have any capabilities of, like, going higher compression, or are you already on the limit? We're 
pretty. I don't have any more clearance valve train wise to. Yeah. I already have cylinders deck pretty heavy and stuff. I don't have much left. Right. I, I just going back, and this is a long time ago. But when we first started going back to Salt Lake, go back to. I remember really clearly in 2011 when Mitch was doing Chad Reed's engines on a 450. They really ramped up what they had offering because they kind of you know you build the fastest bike and you kind of detune it a little bit, and that's probably the miss biggest miss. Uh, misnomer in racing is people think they're detuning stock bike. They're they're detuning bikes from the fastest you can build them a 450. But for that Salt Lake round, Mitch had had ramped up compression and done all these things, and then he ended up getting a factory Honda anyway. But I'm just curious to see if if teams would, you know, kind of, um, you know, take out everything they can as far as you know, pulling out all the stops engine-wise on the 450s for these seven rounds to, to give those guys some more performance. I think I, on the 250s, these guys are pretty I, close, I still right? think 250 yeah. teams, if you, like, in my case, I would probably need another piston than the one I have right now. I need a little bit different valve relief because uh, we're already cutting it pretty close. Um, possibly fuel-wise, you could run a little bit, depending on your fuel supplier and how closely you work with them, you could possibly drop to a little bit possibly do a little bit lower octane to try to get it to burn easier. That's an old yep. common trick as guys would literally take, you don't want really high octane fuel because it's harder to ignite um, and burn yep. at altitude. So it's a little stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I think teams that have more time. They might be able to do something with the other thing you can do to kind of fake compression is depending on your cam timing, you can kind of, uh, what is it? Close valve train up a little earlier, try to trap exhaust in to try to create fake, like fake compression per se. There's things you could do, but we just don't have, I guess, like, I know our stuff's good for what it is. It's reliable. We don't really have the time for me to source the parts, especially with supply chain issues right now. I wouldn't be able right. to get some of the stuff fast enough. But I'm well, sure the teams always, are prepared to. Yeah, it's always compromised with reliability, too, right? It's, yeah. you know. All right, next question. Steve, how does altitude affect an e-bike? I just, just we're we're done. Unbelievable. We're, we're, we're done. We're just done. I mean, there's just nothing anymore. Uh, don't even give the tear off sound for that one. That's uh, JT. How is the dirt in Salt Lake, and how much can they adjust the track between races? Uh, that, that's decent. That's, uh, we're that's decent. So. Uh, Eighth the question. Pretty good. The, my biggest question is how is the weather going to respond? Uh, if if the weather's good, the dirt will be good also. But it's been raining you know, in Boise, like the last two days, it's supposed to rain the rest of this week. So April and May in this area is really unpredictable. So we, we could absolutely have weather be a factor in, in the way this goes. But to answer his question, yeah, the dirt's, dirt's fine. It's, it's really hard pack and a little gravelly, but overall it's good. All right. Last one. We'll, uh, we'll wrap Please this. End, this. <laughs> end the misery here. Uh, Michael, two strokes or electric bikes, which team are you on? That's not fair, both. I like dirt bikes. They're all good. Uh, if Okay. Waffle, waffle. I don't have an electric bike right now, so I really would like one. They're amazing. Uh, I, love, I love them all, but I really want, I really want uh, like an old Alta MXR if I could find one for a decent price. I know where there's one. <laughs> I know where there's one, too. All right. Oh, wait. Is it the one? Wait. Are we talking about the one in the desert? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, all right, X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Thanks for nothing, Moser, for those uh, janky God, questions. It's so bad. Absolutely garbage. Um, all right, JT, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, 
We'll see you in Utah in a week and a half or so. Yeah, we'll be there. We have to be there by Friday, right? Sometime. I don't know. i got to figure this out. I, they said you got to yeah. be there for the testing 48 hours ahead of time, but then 48 hours yeah. is actually Thursday, so I don't know. Like, you got what? 48 hours? Well, do you have to take the test? Like, you have to. Can you take the test on a Friday? Because that's less than 48 hours. From what I from what I have heard, and I have not been told directly, I thought we had to be there 48 hours before the event. So, so yeah, yeah, before I don't, the I don't event. know when that exactly is. I thought you had yeah. to take the test, and then 48 hours. That's if you leave, I think. That's 48 hours for the test. Yes, which, which I'm going up third. So a race is. I'm going. I'm planning on going up Thursday night because I imagine we have to be. You know, there if, Friday more, or we have to be there I, first thing in the morning to test. I assumed I had to be there Friday morning. Yeah, for this test. Well, so then I'm I, mean, I have Thursday. a video conference scheduled for Friday morning, so I may be flying in, coming in hot. Yeah, you're right. Um, all right, thanks, thanks, buddy. Flyracing.com. I didn't mean coming in hot like coronavirus. So don't don't <laughs> think I have it already. I don't mean if- JT's banned. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking I'm news. Back out. Hey, that would be the luck of this whole thing. Oh. It wouldn't be a rider. It wouldn't yeah. be a mechanic. It could be one of you media freaking jerkies. I mean, honestly, oh, pe- like you're not a media guy. You, you started <laughs> to say media. media anymore. I just want JT, to say he's media losing ri- He's losing riders left and right. I so, I mean, the way it's going, you know. Uh, going to be media again within the month. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, JT. Welcome me back with Thank open you. arms. Flyracing.com. All right, guys. See ya. See ya. Uh, let's talk about that. So, okay. So, Jerry Robin. Buddy of mine, buddy of yours, brought him up, gave him a ride, didn't work out, don't know why. Jerry's back on KTM and Husqvarna's. Jerry's being Jerry, and I hope for the best for him. I really do. Uh, it sucks that he got this ride with you on a Honda, and it he didn't look anywhere near like he did last year. So you parted ways with him. Uh, Walker, you parted ways without him ever riding for your team. Um, and now, so with Justin Starling left uh, your team, and he put out an Instagram post and it seems like everything was fine between you two guys. There was no issues. Um, you were kind of doing, you know, there wasn't really any salary on your team, which is up front. And then, you know, if these guys got a ride, that they, they can go. And that's kind of what happened with the Starling case. But on the other hand, Michael, and you can appreciate this being in the media, like when guys are leaving, it doesn't look great, right? Yeah. So it's. do you feel like um, you're trying to plug a hole in a dam with your finger and the new, new leaks are coming? Because uh, the Starling thing, by all accounts, was fine. Yeah, no, a little bit. I think the easy part, at least on my side, is all of my sponsors and backers understand what's going on, and they're all good with what I'm doing and what I'm still doing with the team. So internally, right. I'm fine. Yep. Um, yeah, like I, I cover all three. Like I said, Jerry's, things just weren't working out. Me and Jerry are good. I still text especially lately i usually text them once or twice a day i've been giving them heads up updates on this right uh i had to pick up some stuff my house he keeps having his his uh supplements from gnc sent to my house so he has to keep coming and grabbing them um no we're fine i mm-hmm. chatted with him track the other day uh, he was actually he was hitting me up about a couple wheel things i was trying to help him find something so we're good it just it didn't work out and the hard part is i i don't know if it's if if the team atmosphere just didn't work, because like Jerry, like you said, the races, he didn't look like himself. In right. practice and testing, he was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Interesting. So yeah. it just, it didn't click. So it wasn't it really the out. Honda, you don't think? Uh, he said at the end he didn't feel like totally comfortable, but we never had that come up where riding it. I just, I don't know if it's the overall atmosphere, the pressure, or just him like, he's somebody who definitely wants to be, and I don't mean this in a bad way, like he wanted to be really in control of what he was doing program-wise, and I think he's really comfortable doing everything on his own. I just think now that he's done the team thing from one of the last conversations we had, I think he's very focused on just, I don't think he's focused anymore on getting on a team. He's more focused on developing a program completely under his control, something more like the bear or something where he right, has, right. 
he can make a living at it, but kind of just do his thing. Yep. Uh, I think like I said, people I know around him have all kind of agreed like, Hey, this is might be the best path for him. Um, I said, the Walker thing is just, it didn't work out. Like we never really even got started. It just didn't work out. Decided he wanted to do something of a, a different, uh, a different way. And then in Justin's case, yeah. So the only person salary on the team is, is Blos. Um, he's kind of the main right. talent per se, the one that I was requested to hire by different sponsors. The other guys, I was just trying to help them for the year. Um, Justin's case came up with, he didn't have really a ride going in the year. He was going to have to privateer it. So he actually didn't even have a contract. I was just like, Hey, I'll, I'll figure this out for you for the year. Help him out. Um, so he came to me and hit me up like, Hey, I, you know, partially it's a pandemic thing. We weren't racing. So if he's not racing, he's not able to make money. And he's like, look, things are really tight. I have this offer to finish out the year for money to even do outdoors and a contract for next year on the table. Like I, from his, old take team. from his old team. Old team, which there's, I won't. That's odd. I won't go into the reason why. <laughs> there was a reason why he left, or yeah, there was a reason why he didn't go back there. Sure, was an offer, but there's a reason why there is now, and that's on their their okay. parts here or whatever. Because that was surprising uh, to me to see that. Yeah. I'm like, what? Huh? You were just and, there. I, and I had heard he was going to talk about going back to make sure. I was aware when he hit me up. I was I knew who the offer was yeah. before he even mentioned it. Right. Um. So no, I mean it's in his best interest and it was kind of like well that was my goal is to help you get you know a paying ride where you get it doesn't matter me as long as you're comfortable and you're making a living cool could you have let him could you have made him ststay or um i we never went down that road i i didn't even like i like i said i do this i started this year for the reason of helping some guys as it's gone on and as much as i have invested into this and people have invested i'm definitely looking at how i change things next year there's still the the opportunity of i want to turn this into a development program i have some amateur stuff in the works mm-hmm. to kind of create a tier program for some guys yep and to continue helping guys but it definitely will be a little more locked in with the guys next year we're kind of past the point is you know for sponsor reasons i really yeah. can't let it flow in and out no, like yeah. this um luckily everybody understands this year why um it, like I said, it's definitely been a massive learning experience for me. Right. Um, so, so when Starling comes to you, you just go, hey, man, cool, thanks. Like, yeah, it is yeah. it is what it is right now. It's a pandemic. I don't pay him a salary. Um, he's not particularly locked in. He had an offer, and I was like, yeah, you know, right. do what you got to do. It's I, I, th- I think he right handled now. it as good as you can handle leaving yeah. a team with social That's media. That's why I posted like, hey, I'm was... super grateful because I was saying it's like I didn't give him anger. I'm like, hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You need a paycheck. I understand. If you have an offer on the table that pays, like – and it's a deal for next year too, and I know I was thinking he's like I really want to finish out this year, but like I'm getting this money off for now to finish out and then next year. So right. so he'll he'll start in Utah on a yes and AJ. And the worst part yeah. is um you know it, I feel bad for because he was coming on technically as a third member to the team. They found some funding, but now that team's only gonna be two man team because Jacob got hurt yeah. literally Dude. just says deal and then Broke I'm at two kneecaps kneecaps compound, compound the femur oh his wrist God. Uh, I know Rarick's coming on and I was there with him when Jacob got hurt and was with him on the ground it was oh. disheartening because Jacob's worked his butt off this year and yeah uh, we'll get it when Rarick comes on we can talk about more but I, I that was pretty crushing to see yeah. what happened to Jacob yeah, this so week so now it'll be Starling and um, uh, uh, Auberson Auberson yeah. correct yeah so, 
Man, you are just getting a crash course in everything that could go wrong with the team. Just, <laughs> yeah, just, between, yeah. like I said, I've gotten every end of it in, in one year. I've had all my guys basically get hurt at one point. I've brought fill-ins that have gone hurt. So I've been down the I, – I talked to Jay Belmonte. I've been through the JGR route of just filling yeah. guys because kids keep getting hurt. Yeah. I've been through the end of I've had a sponsor completely screw me. I've had equipment show up late. Yeah. I've had a pandemic. Um, I've had riders come up with her deals and the employees, like, amicably. So I'm not, it's <laughs> – you haven't literally had an anvil fall on you, but maybe that's coming. Like, literally. Like, you've had the anvil figuratively fall on you, but you haven't had an, a, a piano or an anvil, like, from a Bugs Bunny cartoon? Yep. No, That'll I'm going to the road run. Beep, beep. Yep. <laughs> Bang. That'll be next. Uh, Michael Lindsay in here from the FXR Chaparral Honda team. Uh, Motorsport.com and Fly Racing, of course. This is the Pulp MX Show. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities. It's the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free today. Job of the week uh, from our folks, uh, our friends at EVS, the art director. They're looking for an art director. It's based out of L.A., and uh, they are looking for an art director for EVS Sports, a fairway import-export parent company to EVS, Lift Safety, Lift Aviation, and more. Seeking candidates for an art director. Art, art director position in LA. Uh, so yeah, please check them out. EVS Sports. These guys, you know, these guys have been around for a long time. Um, yeah, full time job. So motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Upload your resume for free today. I realize that not everybody is hiring these days, but there are some companies that are. And motorcycleindustryjobs.com will uh, will dial you in. Also, I want to give a, a shout out to the people that have been buying the the uh, Yamaha raffle draw. Um, we're still doing this. Now, Joan, you know Joan Cross? Mm-hmm. Is he in America or is he in Spain? I think he went I, home to Spain. I thought he was here. I thought him, Polly, that kind of group team, I thought they were all here the last time I was time told I asked, he was gone, and, but Clayson told me he was here, so I was hoping you would be the tiebreaker. I've heard that particular program because I think somebody else on that program is not from the country. I heard they were all here. Okay. Well, Joan but Cross is... That was is, like three weeks ago Joan, I asked. Yeah, yeah. Joan Cross is right now leading the uh, Yamaha LCQ challenge that we do. How's Cade doing? Kate is third or fourth, but we're resetting the points. So after 10 rounds, we're resetting the points. So it just happened that the, the series was put on hold here. And uh, now it's the, only the seven top seven in points are now racing to the finish, uh, basically a chase style. And the winner will get, uh, you know, 60% of the money or whatever it is. So who are the top seven? It's uh, Kate Clayson. It's Joan Cross. It's the cat. It's seven deuce deuce. I don't know. I'm Mark's, pull, Mark's, I'm pulling for Cade. Mark should know these kind of things. I and should. He's, he's looking at me with a blank stare. Yeah, I got nothing. Um, it's okay. I'm going to pull it up right now. Don't worry. Uh, mm-hmm. I got it here. Is A-Ray in it or no? After his couple no. of runs of not making mains? Uh, okay. Joan Cross, Nick Schmidt, Cade Clayston, The Cat, Theodore Pauly, Bubba Pauly, and Cade Ottenright are our riders. Come on, Cade. Going into it. Which, Cade Ottenright or Cade Clayson? Clayson. I was wondering if... Clayson was going to get in. He doesn't have a national number. He he's doesn't in. have any points, but he's in. He's but, in. But, I mean, what the criteria that he got in? like uh, Based off best qualifying. But like I said, that's the thing. So I've heard just from based on who I'm hearing get in, there's a decent amount of people with points, I think, that have bailed. I mean, there's some injured, of course, but I think there's guys that just it, it's not going to work. They can't pull it off right now. So there are people that had the first ins with points when AMA called them, like, yeah, hey, are you racing? But, but that's like, what I'm saying. Like, out. Points, the not. I mean, if there's 35 guys that have points, there you said? Third, I thought 37, 450, but I you got to think. So Robin's one of them. He's back on. He's yeah. on to 250. Blos was on points there. We have him on 250. Yeah. Um, there's somebody in there that's from Europe that had to go 
back. They isn't uh, gonna be able well, to come back. Super Ross. Oh no, that's two fifty. Oh, two fifty. Yeah. There's sorry. somebody else on the list that couldn't come back, and then okay. there was somebody there. I think I took four or five off the list before you even just start asking them if they can come. Well, that fucking LaFrancois guy, I hope he's back because he fucked me in Pulp Max Fantasy at Daytona. So bad. I hope he doesn't race again. I'll be so angry at him. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Cade's in. Cade Clayson's mm-hmm. in. But I was wondering, before he told me that, I was thinking he would be a bubble guy. But good to know he's in. Uh, so the Yamaha Raffle LCQ Challenge, it starts all seven rounds in Utah, bro. And uh, we are going to give away the money to six of these guys uh, in the points. And it starts now. There's a link on Pulpomex website to buy tickets. It's 20 bucks. We're giving away a 2020 Yamaha YZ450. Free and clear. The guy who won it last year bought one ticket on the Friday before the draw from Kentucky. Really? Yes. And he won the draw and he won the bike. Holy crap. Marxist Marx has got the randomizer. Ramitizer. Ramit? But. Do you want to try that again? Hey, how are no. those Ramit graphics selling these days? I got a spare set in the garage. You want them? No, I thought you were selling them, though, or Roost was for you. Isn't there a Ram? It's like a licensed oh. series of Ram graphics. Oh, they were. Roost did a great job with those graphics, and they they just say Pulp Mex on them. They don't say Ram it anywhere. Can we get some? Oh no, they said Ram it on the front fender. Yeah, can with, we get with, some Ram it fender with, stickers? With a big horn sheep. <laughs> we didn't Ram anything that night, but McAdoo was cool. Um, okay, so anyways, back to the fuck off, Talon. Hey, so who? Um, who are you gonna? Who's Pulp MX gonna hire for this last seven rounds? Who's your know. guy? Uh, we gotta get RJ up and going. Look, he doesn't need that knee ligament. If it goes again, it's fine. Like we'll get him another one. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Just replace the leg while you're at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so twenty bucks, you can win a YZ four fifty. You can win a one of two Yamaha generators. You can win a set of gear from our folks at FXR. They stepped up with a set of gear. Heck yeah. The folks from Fly stepped Ooh. up with a set of gear. Ah. Oh. They uh, had a FXR had an LE this last week, minty fresh. It's pretty oh yeah? good. Oh, nice. Um, so, anyways, and Pulp Mix Thirty is the code to save at FXRRacing.com, By the way, hopefully, Dugong JT is not listening, so I'll throw that plug in there for those guys. Oh yeah, they're a privateer sponsor, privateer island podcast sponsors. Have you been Fly doing gear, those during the, the dead yeah. time? I just the one Tevin Tapia. He still thinks the Earth is flat. Oh God, Tevin. Yeah, he, he said he didn't really want to talk about it. Uh, Which I would agree. Don't talk about it, but I made him. So. Anyways, 20 bucks, buy the ticket, and uh, support the privateers. 100% of the money raised goes to these privateers, and I'm looking forward to doing it. Uh, another thing that we got to end up doing is the Privateer Island podcast. I just thought of that, too, when we're up there. So, sweet Jesus, it's going to be busy. Uh, so, please, uh, the link's on my, on my website. So, one more before we go, uh, before we uh, move on. Uh, at Pulp MX, I'm proud to say that the insulin for diabetes was invented in my home country of Canada. The same great country that brought us Ross, Rollerball, Peterson, and Putin, of course. Uh, sometimes uh, I'm pretty shocked to find out the average, the same insulin in the United States can be upwards of 10 times more expensive than the same product in Canada. Prairie Insulin and Meds believes that taking care of your health shouldn't burden you financially. So what they're doing is you go to prairieinsulin.com, additional 10% off the already low Canadian prices for insulin and all other prescription medications. So if you want to get the blue pill, Talon, for your late night escapades. You can get it from prairieinsulin.com. I don't really need those yet. Maybe yet. in 20 years. Prairieinsulin.com. Uh, Mex. Tell them you're with Pulpamex. They'll give you an additional 10% off. Uh, thank to those guys as well for coming on board the show. That one's awesome. My dad's diabetic, so I know how much that shit costs. It's right? expensive Well, apparently it's cheap as shit in Canada, and you get 10% off the with the code. 
You should look into it. I read ProReinsulin.com. And was it way cheaper? Well, my dad's finally on a type of insurance that works now. So, like, he can get his. Before that, though, they were paying, my parents were paying insane amount of money yeah. for his insulin. Because my dad's, I, I hate saying it because he is, I can't remember if it's type 1. Type, he's, you know, one completely insulin dependent. No, pancreas doesn't work. So, and it has been for 24 years or yeah. something. Okay. Well, check it out. ProReinsulin.com yeah. if you need it. Um, all right. Racetech.com, big part of your program. How are the guys at Racetech working for you? Absolutely awesome. Fantastic. Yep. Been over and seen uh, Rob a few times during the pandemic. I yep. talked to checkers almost daily. Yep. They, and they, um, We're whipping checkers into, into shape. Supercross 2021. I told him to get an e-bike. That'd be good for him. Work for me. It's, I, I told checkers, we're, we're either bringing him back to Supercross next year or I'm taking the Here, semi to Loretta's for Here's him. the thing with e-bikes, though. is like people are like, hey, Mathis, you look like you lost some weight. You're looking good. Like I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm really enjoying it, obviously, yep. riding the Taser a lot. Here's the thing, though. People are like, I got to get one of those, man. Like I, I got to lose some weight, too. And, and I'm like, yep, they're, they're great for that. Here's the thing, though. You got to fucking ride them. Oh, yeah. Still got to pedal. You still got to pedal. Oh, yeah. So, yes, it's fun, er, but like... There's another guy involved with the Pulp Show. And he shall go nameless, but his name rhymes with Schmitz, Schmegendary. He rides his taser on, like, trail or boost. Which, I mean, it gives you a bit of a workout, and it's more fun, but it's not really grinding out there, tits. So, you ride him, You got to ride them on eco to really burn the calories and, you know, get a sweat on and get your heart rate. Wait, 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 wait. Do, do we have now we've gone from normal mountain bike riders hating on e-bike riders are we gonna have e-bike riders e-bike. Start, start hanging oh come on you can't go down this road it's e-bike on e-bike <laughs> no, it's e-bike no, no, no. you're running on too high of a mode bro what you're else? destroying the trails bro you're not really riding bro it's not about the experience bro <laughs> uh no what i'm saying is that you can get an e-bike if you want to lose weight and be and like what i did but you have to still really work hard with an e-bike that's my yes. whole point you can have them and, and ride them in trail and boost and have a shit ton of fun, but that doesn't mean you're going to necessarily lose the weight. So I just want to get that you out You can there. still ride really hard on boost. That's what I did. I was figuring out pills. Yeah. I still buried myself on boost mode just yeah. to see how fast it would go. Yeah, it's a good point. I've done that a couple times too, yeah. You know what you really find is, I don't know if you've noticed this, but at least with the Taser, the more aggressively you ride it, the better it is. Like if you're fresh and feeling good and you want to attack a hill even in eco mode, like let's yeah. just say you're like, I'm going to just, I'm going to crush yeah. this hill. Dude, that's when you really know it's an e-bike working well. Like, they just match your out input, right? Yeah. Exactly what you're putting in. Well, that's in. the thing. If you're putting in a little bit, it's helping a little bit. If you you're are putting going in a lot. Impulsive. Yeah. Because I think most, I don't know, most of us think will match up to like 400 watts. So, I mean, you could go over what it can double match, but it's you can still put in quite a bit. Yes, in a sprint you can put out, most people can put out more than 400 watts, but on a sustained climb for like 20 minutes, like 400 watts, that's like professional cyclist level for like long climbs to put out. You can just watch. So if one of those things just, will match you up to that. You just made me think about, do I need a water wattage meter? A uh, power meter? A power meter. I think they're fun. I, I like training with one more than heart rate monitors. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Most like professional cyclists say like a power meter, you can more accurately gauge yeah. your you know how tired how your recovery's been how your current output is versus your cardio uh versus your um hmm. you know your heart maybe, rate maybe that's my next step for one i don't know hit up alden baker no we're about to have rarick on the phone you can ask seth 
All right, yeah, I will. I will ask him. Uh, all right, so race tech working well for you. That's how we all started yeah. with this. Uh, motor work, suspension work, Pulp 20 is the code to save with Racetech.com. They do the motors and suspension for my, for Michael's team. They do the uh, suspension for Malcolm Stewart over the years, for Michael Lessey. Uh, Fight Club was a race Fight tech. Club champion. Fight Club champion. It's got the jersey to prove it. Racetech.com. And uh, get your suspension some love. Get your uh, motor work some love. Or modify it if you want. Racetech can do anything. A-Race motor. For you. A-Race motor as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So my Racetech round of the night. And I'm not even that mad. I'm just disappointed. Supercross comes back. You know, they announce this thing. And everybody throws a fit. Well, <laughs> the Twitter, the Twitterverse, not so much the teams and riders, but yeah, yeah. the Twitterverse throws a fit. Yeah. Like, look, is this fucking perfect? No. With all the reasons that you and I have discussed tonight, this is yeah. not perfect. Uh, what's better, this or no no more seven races? This. Hey, what's better, this or... Or teams going away? Listen, I tweeted this out. People were like, that's bullshit. Uh, it's not safe. It's not safe to have that many races in that close. Okay. All right, Dr. Supercross. Uh, you know, I didn't realize that they used to do double headers back in the day and nobody died. They just did double headers for 20 years. Nobody died of exhaustion at Pontiac or Seattle. That's one. Two, these guys are fine. It's okay. It's not even, it's, it's, Two races in a week, basically. They're fine. Secondly, I talked about the purse. These guys started going off on Feld. Blah, 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 blah. Like, they don't have fucking fans, man. They're not selling any tickets. Like, what do you want them to do? They they took a little... It's 22% for the series and 17 for per race or uh, other, way. other way around. Like, it's not a 50% cutback. It's not, you know, it's not I, even a quarter. I'll be 100% honest. Yes. At one point, before they announced it, when they said we're going back racing, you know, fans, I was—I actually thought to myself, I'm like, I wonder if we'll even have a purse at all. I wouldn't have been yeah, surprised yeah, yeah, yeah. if the purse cut right, was way worse. Right. So, like, stop fucking complaining, all you people on Twitter. Like, it's it's not perfect. It's the best they can do. They tried a bunch of alternatives. J-Bone was on the night talking about how open and honest they were with him about what was going on. Michael, you were in the loop, too. Like, God damn, man. Like, these are the people that, uh, uh, hey, congratulations. I'm Ed McMahon. Here's a check for a million dollars from Publisher Clearing Sweep. What are the taxes on that? Like, fuck, man. Like, God damn, calm down. Be happy we're racing Supercross. That's my round of the night. Like, stop complaining. It was like what I said earlier. I've seen comments on Twitter, the forums and stuff. It's guys that were like, oh, the team should fight this or this or that. And they've got all the power. No, nobody in this group has all the power. We need, like, we can't hold out as teams. We need to go racing because being a race team means you have to go racing. Feld needs to put on events to keep their contracts alive, to keep the sport in check, basically keep alive. The riders need it. We all need it to happen. We all need to make concessions. Feld is going to lose money doing these. We're going to spend, like I said, yes, technically, we're going to actually spend less money in trial fees as long as a lot of our contracts are in pretty good. Like, yes, but even yeah. even J-Bone said at their level, there's very few teams, I think, that have such a massive amount of activation in their contracts. It's truly, at the end of the day, going to hurt their bottom line that much. Right. But we're saving, monies in different, we're saving money in different ways. And as I've already heard, there's a few teams that have cut their mechanics and their riders' salaries by a certain percentage. And the other thing they can do, yeah. same as Feld, is like, hey, we're running the races, yes, but we've lost a little bit of activation. We're going to have to trim 10% on everybody. It's all going to equal out. The teams Dude, can just, figure out the I way just, to make it work. Can we just stop complaining? Yeah. 
we're all getting through this, and I'm, that's what matters. I'm the first guy to come down on Feld. They yeah. they should pay more, and you jerky team owners need to get together in the oh, worst to, way. The oh, fact that yeah. you guys don't is a fucking joke, and you're all getting bent over oh, continuously yeah. over the years by the promoters. That's another topic. For right now, for this pandemic, to get seven races in in one city, good job to Feld. Quit fucking complaining. Yep. Everybody, quit fucking complaining. Is it ideal? No. But it's better than no races. So let's just suck it up and move on and shut the fuck up with complaining. All right? Yep. That's my race tech round of the night. Uh, gotta call wah, for you. Wah, wah. That was actually one of the calmer rants I've been here for. I just, I, I can't. Okay, what are you, what are you doing here, uh, Talon? See, you're so make you're so focused on making fun of me. You're yeah. so focused on making fun of me that you have two people on line one. Well, one of them is on four, and you should be able to figure it out by looking at the names. How are you, the producer? You hired me, Hazy. <laughs> it's, it's Hazy. Thanks for taking my call, Steve. I got it says Hazy here, so Talon put Hazy. So. <laughs> he told me Hazy. <laughs> he told me Hazy. Oh, really? Okay, because he said his name's Hazy. So yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. It's okay. Called him before a couple of times. Mike right, Lindsay, I'm hearing rumors that the Honda is going to go back to the twenty, uh, the single pipe for the 2021. I was wondering if you know if that's true because I mean, yeah, they've they already shown it on, on Tim Geiser's pipe. bike, the bike they race, the bike they're racing in Europe. They did the first two GPs on. That's the that's the factory version. What will be the 2021 uh, production bike? Yeah, it's a single side exhaust and it's a center port exhaust. They raised the cradle on the frame. Wait, it says here CRF 250. Oh, 250? Yeah. Or 450? Oh, so, no, uh, no, 250 would be another year out. So 450 gets the big change for 21. The 250 would be okay. the following season. Okay, so why does Honda keep going single dual, single dual, and they keep selling the bike, oh, you know, center of gravity, balanced weight, all this kind of stuff, and they keep going back and forth? What the, what the hell is going on? Uh, I mean, there is different reasons for it. Like, I do on one part um, – the dual side like if you ride for instance a yamaha that has single exhaust that is very early starting like you see the yamaha guys cut the plates because the yamaha is quite a bit bigger on the right side than the left there is uh -huh. yes there is balance parts of it they're true but then they weigh it all off of what their market suggestion is probably at the time whether they're looking at if they're more concerned about sound or a certain power characteristic or if they're worried about weight right now one of honda's biggest focuses they're getting hammered on weight so that's their big pitch yeah. with this 450 is hey we're we're taking they've got their power plant up to up to snuff that thing's a fire breather stock right now so they're working on making it maybe a, a little bit more rideable they're working on um i think a lot of guys like the handling characteristics of the bike maybe trying to get a little more comfort out of the chassis and they're right. trying to get the weight down because they they've come in one to say that's their next big focus so yes going back to a a single exhaust uh is one of the easiest ways to do that amongst other things they're doing with the bike Okay, I appreciate it. You guys have a good show. All right, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Raining yellow. Oh, man, I'm locked up, guys. I'm sitting next to Nasty Nate right now, and he's giving me the stink eye. I, I this don't... whole Red Bull thing. All right. All right see, see, you, see you, Raining Yellow. All right. Good, good job. Um, Seth Rarick coming up here shortly, brought to you by RoostMX.net. Pulp Nation is the code to save at RoostMX.net. What are, speaking of RoostMX.net, what is the Rock, Rock River team doing? Replace Bloss. Do we know? Bloss. I have Bloss. Bloss. Do we y know? You said Bloss. Uh, I did not. I didn't say that. I don't. Wait, did he say Bloss no, or Bloss? No, I never did. He said Bloss. Yeah, he did. No, I didn't. Yeah, he did. Anyways, 
jerky. Um, Amateur hour over here. I, I'll be honest. Are they? Because they had another two. It depends how many 250 guys bailed. I don't know if anybody on their team is going to be allowed to run these races. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because if they're going to still be right around. Because remember, right before the break, uh, Bloss got the ride. Got Justin Bogle's ride. And I wonder if Bogle's coming back. Um, I don't think Bogle's coming back for this. Right. I know he has not touched a motorcycle yet. Doesn't seem yet. like it, right? Uh, talk, somebody talked to me. He has not touched a motorcycle. This might be it for him. I, I wouldn't be terribly surprised. And if I'm if I'm throwing out my two cents of hearing how bad his concussion is, I, I hope for his personal health sake, maybe that he doesn't race. Anymore. Yeah. No. Listen, he's um, taking some hard hits to the head for sure. So I hope. Saying uh, that's that's an important part of body, just for the pure sake of the guy's health. If if the if the cases are that bad, I right. Yeah. 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 Uh, RoostMX.net, Pulp Nation is the code to save. They make uh, all the graphics for the Cobra stuff. They as well do custom Pulp MX graphics like what Michael was talking about with the Ram it. Uh, and they can Ram it. 48-hour turnaround as well. So uh, they do a great job with all graphics for all sorts of bikes and uh, merch as well. And, um, you know, basically, I'm not talking – I'm not taking any yellow call. All right. He says Cooper Webb wins out. Great. Good. Nice story. Thanks. Uh, ride Engineering, RideDeskEngineering.com. Do you use anything from these guys, from, from Radrian, or no? No. Uh, ride Engineering. Moto Concepts does. I know that. They use the so uh, they the do. link and the uh, the brake clevis. Got a 2011 up KTM Husqvarna or 2019-20 KX450. Wondering why your shock spring is held in place with a piece of plastic or why it's so hard to rotate? Ride Engineering Solution is a new trick billet aluminum version that sells for 60 bucks. What, what? The top ring? Is that plastic uh, black? A lot of the, you know how the KTMs always had that yeah, plastic one? Yeah. A lot of the Showa shocks have gone to that really? same design, yes. Just to save money? Uh, it makes it easier to adjust. Yeah, I guess because you can grab it more? Or is that what you're uh, You thinking? can just basically take an Allen and loosen, right. then you can just turn the just spring. Turn I'm yeah. always just really good. Whether it's a, a billet aluminum auction, the plastic one guys over tiny into form. Right. But um, I, I tend to run definitely, if a shock's staying on a bike a long time, I tend to run like... WD for something in there. Um, so it doesn't something like even <laughs> I'll take like our, our motor like chain lube and spray in there. Just something to like <laughs> keep those things from galding up. Keep some kind of uh, fluid inside. Right, right engineering solution is a trick new billet aluminum version. Sells for sixty bucks. Furthermore, it's engraved to make it super simple to adjust your sag and quarter turn intervals. It even shows the direction of movement when you rotate it left or right. So when Kiefer tells you to set your race sag at one hundred five, everyone will know what to do. At your next shock service, have your suspension tuner install one. And again, pulpamex-20 code to save at uh, ridedesengineering.com. And uh, Phil Nicoletti using ridedesengineering.com, triple clamps, and linkage to uh, win the Canadian uh, National Championship. So, um, yeah, thanks to those guys for coming on board. Pulpamex-20. Have you talked to Phil during this whole pandemic? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Phil's, Phil thinks this whole pandemic is bullshit, I think. Yeah, sounds about, sounds about right. right. Uh, let's get Rarick on the phone. Seth Rarick, uh, trainer to the stars, moved over to uh, Baker's Factory this year from doing a privateer stuff with uh, Hart Raft and um, who else did he have last year? He had Jacob Hayes last year, right? How's that phone? Good? Everything good with the phone? I'm good. I'm okay. listening. All right. I'm just reading the sun. I got sent. Okay. Uh, Rarick, who do you have last year? Hart Raft, Hayes. Hart Raft, Hayes last year? Yeah. Um, I don't ask him. I can't remember. I just knew he was in the Rocker guys, but he was helping a few other guys. Yeah, I know. That's what I was trying to figure out, Michael. I when don't, you were looking I'm at your sorry. Phone. I'm sorry. Uh, Michael Lindsay here uh, talking about the Supercross plan to get racing as well. Should be interesting to see, uh, again, seven races in Salt Lake City in three three weeks, basically. And then an out, 
a weekend off and outdoors, which you're not doing outdoors, right? You might do a couple. Uh, I'm helping shock for them all, but I'm not like taking the truck and doing the full blown shebang. Yeah, just, just. Uh, where do you think it's going to open? I've heard Indiana. Indiana. Okay, Indiana. you've heard the same I thing. I think Indiana's the opener. Did and you I hear think... that from somebody that would know though? Yes. Okay. All right. So yeah, because just... Redbud's not happening, unfortunately. Yeah. They can't get done. Time. I just heard it was a rumor, so I wasn't uh, sure. I think High Point's round two. I heard Florida's the finale. And everything in between is yeah. a little messy. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be gnarly for sure. These different states, different governors have different laws and rules and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It seems seems like Mich- it's Michigan's really, pretty strict right, right. now. Um, I'm kind of worried about Washougal because I think their permits for a very short period of like yeah. window. I don't think Washington will be opening up. I, I based on the biggest point hit in the U.S. was New York. I can't imagine Dilla even right. happening, even remotely happening because yeah. from what I hear, the Nationals cannot happen without crowds. So I I'm gonna take a shot in the dark and I'm gonna say that Indiana High Point do not happen with crowds. Really? Well, I guess they're they're they're, they're run. sports. They're run. So that right? buy that buys them a little bit of lee you know time yeah, yeah. per se to run True. two of them without. True. I don't uh, know how they get eleven in. That's what I've been saying the whole time. I, I think it ends know. up being a little smaller. Yeah. Um, personally, and I wouldn't be terribly surprised if we end up at the same location more than one time. Mm, that'd be interesting. Rooster Max bringing you our next guest of the night. Uh, he is trainer of the stars. He's been a co-host here in the studio as well. Friend of the show, Seth Rarick. What's up, Seth Rowe? How are you, man? I'm doing good, Steve. How are you guys doing tonight? We're good. Thank you for, for, for uh, calling in. And um, how's Caddy doing? How's, how's our guy Caddy doing? Oh, Caddy, he's ready for you to buy him another steak, man. Yeah, I mean, he, I saw him at a race. He was kind of hammered. And he was like, I'm coming to <laughs> Vegas. I'm coming to Vegas. And I'm like, let's go out. You know, he's got connections no, he, here, right? He's going he, to be quarantined with us in uh, Salt Lake, actually. Soon. You'll be seeing him soon. Oh, Caddy will be around. All right. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, Caddy's Kat, driving the RV, dude. He'll be, uh, he'll be ready to see him in Salt Lake. All right. I, 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 I love that guy. He was, he, was, he was cool. He was a good dude. So. Uh, he's awesome. Yeah, super local. Uh, hey, first of all, before we get too far into this, I didn't realize, but Michael was telling me that uh, you were um, uh, with Jacob Hayes when he had that bad crash. I cannot believe that list of injuries he has. Wow. Yeah, yeah, man. It was, uh, yeah, you never want to see anyone get hurt. And that was, oh, that was ugly for sure. Um, and, uh, but yeah, he, he's, he's out of the hospital. I actually went and saw him today. He just got out today, finally got back home. Um, still has to get another surgery on his wrist, uh, which should get hopefully by the end of this week. But, but yeah, yeah, it was a bummer, man. Uh, was it a bike malfunction uh, or a rider error? Uh, just uh, I didn't see the actual crash. No, I think it was just rider error. Um, from what he was saying, because he didn't, he wasn't knocked out at all. He didn't hit his head. So, uh, from what he was saying, he, he doesn't really feel like it was a big mistake. It just, um, damn, yeah, it's, small mistake. It's a, kind of, it was more awkward than anything. Yeah. It's a section where you go uh, two, two, three, three, two. Um, the first two doubles are pretty small, and then there's a weird shallow triple. You have to seat bounce, and I think it's. What we call three three five or something like that. It's I think it's old Tarland, but it's just a real shallow um, triple. It's pretty much everything a two fifty has when you see. And I think he either spun a little or something slipped, so it you yeah, know nose dive when he took. He, he said today he thinks he got wheel spin because yeah. he was he clipped it or not just him but all the two fifty guys the, the jump before it like they clipped they they knew not to try the next three because they would if they, they clip clipped it, it right, enough, you know right, yep. and he and he goes i knew i know i didn't clip it that bad because i still went for the three but yeah he thinks he got a wheel spin and yeah man it's just uh bad part oh. of you know kind of the downside of the yeah. sport is unforgiving but 
But yeah, he'll uh, he's in good spirits. I went and saw him today, so yep. uh, he's a close friend of mine. So I hope I yeah. uh, hope he's good soon. Yeah, good dude. We've had him in studio, and and uh, yeah, wish him wish him well. Uh, the injury sounded gnarly. It, so it, I mean, we knew what one of them was while we were there. But I will yeah. say, like, he took it damn well. Considering what the rest of us saw, I was pretty surprised because uh, Jacob was handling pretty pretty freaking good. Yeah, um, Sethro, for you. Uh, Man, what's your thoughts of having your athletes and, and yourself uh, in Utah for all these races? How's that going to go? There's so many questions. We had Jason Thomas was on earlier, and us three were batting it around like, man, this is unprecedented, obviously, and we have so many questions about how it's going to go. Yeah, I, I I don't really know. I mean, honestly, like, yeah, no one is given a choice. Like, do you think anyone wants to do this? And uh, Obviously not, but with everything that's going on, um, you know, obviously the whole COVID thing and the series being shut down and the, uh, really the, the whole country being shut down at one point. I mean, with this being uh, an option, yeah, I think we need to make the best of it. I think having a, a bad attitude about it, like, oh, man, we got to go stay in Utah for three weeks or however, many, you know, however long it is, uh, where's that going to get you? That's not going to get you anywhere. I think you need to go into it with a positive mindset and uh, kind. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's, it'll be a nice change of pace um we're gonna have everything set up accommodation wise for for the riders and mechanics and all that stuff to, you know make it as enjoyable as we possibly can i know i'm, I'm bringing a road bike i'm gonna do do some cool routes out there on the off days um dude yeah, it's gonna be the I'm, tour I'm, to france tour to utah out there with everybody. yeah yeah i'm yeah, waiting to yeah, see yeah. how many guys we can get looped in on one ride <laughs> oh no I know. No, I'm looking forward to it, man. But I, I think it's great that we're able to finish the series because yeah. for a while, I know, I know it was looking pretty bleak. Um, but yeah, I mean, to answer your question, I think I know all the riders, all my guys are, are really happy just to go racing. I don't really think um, where or how or when. None of that stuff. That's all. Those are all secondary questions. I mean, just the fact that they're actually going to race and finish the series. Uh, that that's a blessing right now. So I think we should all be thankful. I mean, I, th- I don't think having a negative attitude about it's going to help anyone, you know? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, hey, from the shutdown after Daytona, uh, obviously you work with Alden and, and everybody there. Um, what's the, what was the plan? Like, obviously you can't just grind these guys out, right? We don't know when we're going racing again and, you know, but you want to keep them sharp. You want to keep them training. So what kind of – did you back it down a little bit and ramp it up recently? Have you been kind of going out of the same the whole time? What's it been like for for training load for everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We backed it down. The first week after – the first race that was canceled was Indy. So the first week after Indy, we actually had a normal week uh, just because at that point we didn't know. Yeah. Um, and then obviously it was the next several races were postponed or canceled or whatever it was. But – um, yeah, we, we actually took, um, three weeks off the bike entirely. Um, just cause we kind of knew it was going to be a while. Um, mm-hmm. you don't want to burn the guys out. Uh, not only that, but the biggest thing was the risk of injury. I mean, the hospital, I guess now it's getting a little better in some parts of the country, but yeah. at that time, at that time, the scariest place to be was in the hospital, you know? So, yep. um, uh, you know, God forbid something was to happen. That was a kind of the main reason for shutting it down was just, trying to eliminate that risk. Um, but then also the fact that we knew, okay, if series is postponed, we're going to pick up eventually. Then you got to look at the backside. Okay, we're not going to be done racing in August. So you don't want to keep these guys yeah. just grinding and grinding and grinding. And next thing you know, you're in September, October, and it, you, you're still going. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So then they're just going to be burnt out. So yeah, you kind of got to walk that fine line between being productive, but also not, um, not yeah, not burning the guys out. You still want to get the most out of them when we do go racing, you know. Yeah, but boy, you know, uh, you know, Tomac is so secretive about his training and everything else. It, it, people are going to be watching him, following him. <laughs> He's going to be freaking out. Like, what's him and Jamar yeah. doing? Where are they going? What bike rides are they doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like they're gonna like they hate showing anybody anything. You know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I don't think anyone knows what he does. Well, I actually pitched a story about going there, and was not welcomed. Like, I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, you know, hey, let's let's do a thing where we go there. This was a while ago when yeah. he was still talking to me, and uh, you know, let's do a little. I'll bring my e-bike. I'll drive there. I'll bring an e-bike. We'll do, you know, I'll bring my dirt Wait, bike. This is to where to Colorado? Yeah, to Colorado. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it was not, yeah, not really received very well. <laughs> Like a media guy going yeah. there, you know, like yeah. I mean, which is fine. That's that's their prerogative. But um, no, it'll be it'll be something else, Seth Rowe. It'll be uh, it'll be really weird to see uh, and see how it works and see who adapts and who doesn't. You know, uh, do you do you imagine there'll be any practicing in between the races? Um, I don't know. I I, I think every team. I've, I've yeah, I've heard some guys are, some guys aren't. Um, I. Th- think realistically um the only day it makes sense to ride would be on fridays i mean if we're racing sunday wednesday yep you know in, in my opinion the only day that would make sense is to ride fridays um i know on our end we don't have it all worked out yet because we obviously none of us really know the area yeah. um or yeah. what's available or even bikes and parts and all that so yeah that's kind of all still up in the air um but yeah, I, I think we'd like to ride on Fridays for right, sure. Right. Um, I just I just don't know where or even what discipline. Maybe, Michael Lindsay's got a supercross track all lined up already. <laughs> I don't. I just joke. Everybody's gonna be bragging. You know a guy who has a track? Yeah, I think all everybody right. knows who has one there though. Right. I think yeah, no secret. Yeah, Bracken has one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everyone knows that. But then there, I don't know. There's some stipulations going there too. So. I, I don't. I don't really know. But stipulations? I, I like, to... Whoa, whoa, wait. What do you mean? Stip- like somebody's rented it? Uh, I, I've heard multiple different stories. That's kind of, uh, yeah. That Dude. I don't. I don't get too involved in that. That would. Hey, imagine that. Imagine some OEM just calling Bracken or his dad and being like, "Yep, it's ours every day." Yeah, I, I don't. There's I don't, the I don't really know. I, I've heard that, but I don't really. Know. Right. Yeah. 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 No. I'm not. Yeah. We're not. We're not. We're not going to mark you down as saying this is true. But this. This would Screw be. It. This just, would be a huge just drive. Drive thirty minutes out of town over to Miller and build your own. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 there you go. Um, are you going to stay there the whole time, Seth? Do you know yet? No, not the whole time. No. Um, I, I'm probably going to go up because uh, I'm actually, I'm in California right now. Um, and then obviously the first three races are east, and then it goes west. So what's that, June 10th, I believe, is the first west race. Yep. Um, so the west coast guys aren't going to go up uh, when the east coast guys do, you know. So right, I'll probably right. stay here in California for, I'd say, five extra days or so, and mm-hmm. I'll head up. Um, and then, yeah, I'm not really sure how long I'm going to stay. Uh, I don't have a definitive plan. Uh, maybe I'll stay till the end. If heck, if I'm enjoying Utah and everything, and yeah, yeah, maybe maybe I'll stay all the way through. But I do know from there, I'm going to go. Uh, I'll go back to Florida after that, and then obviously figure out or whatever whatever's going to happen for outdoors. How are you going to handle Tinder and all that there with so much competition? Or are you worried about the competition? Not really, I guess, huh? No, no, I'm, I'm retired, man. I've been oh. for a long time. Oh, please. 
No, Stop I it. am. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's been yeah, big life changes. Really? I didn't, yeah. I didn't hear any of this. I need to check my sources better then. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I no. I just, all, all work and no play makes Seth a dull boy. Oh, He's boy. just trying to That's give it. everyone else yeah, a chance. I, I just all. live a dull life. Are you throwing everybody off the scent, only you're going to come in just like off the top rope <laughs> and just crush Salt no. Lake City like no other? <laughs> all right, I'll, no, man. I'll no, call I, Phil. Uh, I'll call Phil get no. to the bottom of this. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no. No, Phil threw me the bus bad. Don't call him. <laughs> <laughs> is Phil still, hey, is Phil still dating Enzo's sister? How's that? Oh, dude, he's in love. Yeah, oh. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. You should get a wedding invite soon. Okay, fantastic. Oh I can't I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you know, it's he's happy Phil lately. I'm I'm a b i am I support it. I'm wow. a big supporter, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, How, how's Enzo with it? I think Enzo's in Brazil. He's talking about a guy who... Uh, who he's here now. Oh, he's come back now. He okay. got back. He's okay. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's back now. Um, I think he has to be okay with it. Because, like, yeah, I mean... I heard he was bummed. A, I heard he was bummed. Will, yeah. I don't think he has a choice. Because think about it. Like, <laughs> still dating your... <laughs> If Phil's dating your sister and you have a problem with it, like, well, sorry, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, like he's just gonna, he's just gonna tell you to pound sand or beat you up. So <laughs> I literally beat the shit out of him. Okay with it. <laughs> Phil, Phil, yeah, I mean, you'll you'll have a great time at the barbecue, your brother-in-laws, you know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so I don't think he has a choice. But no, I, I support it. He's been happy Phil lately. So oh, that's good. Good to hear. Um, can yeah. I can I have a Mike Brown update? Because gee, sweet Jesus, you know, if I text him, he won't get back to me. So. Can I get a Mike Brown update? Um, what do you want to know? Is he still working at Baker's Factory? Yes, he is. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. all I need then. That's that's it. Yep, yep, he is. He he's he's been full time Florida. Okay, because the Mike Brown saga seemed like it was going everywhere which way for many weeks and months. Glad to see yeah. he's, he's stuck with it though. <laughs> no, no, no. He yeah, he went to uh, Silver Dollar Wal- uh, Walker's race this past weekend. With uh, Styles and Thrasher, the two oh, okay. down there. Oh, good. Okay. So yeah, he he went he went there with them. But yeah, he's he's full time floor. I think he think he likes it down there. Oh, nice. Good to hear. What about uh, yourself? Look, obviously you were a, a trainer with Coop for a while and uh, trained Brandon last year. Now you went underneath Alden Baker's uh, Baker's factory arm. How do you like the adjustment? The the new job. How do you like it? You had to mo- go to Claremont, of course. You had to move down there, relocate, um, and all of that. Um, job wise, it's really good. Um, I, yeah, I, I enjoy it. I, I didn't really struggle at all, actually, uh, as far as, yeah, like the data, obviously a lot of things were new for me. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. But, but job wise was, was really kind of an easy transition to be honest, kind of easier than I thought. Um, I struggled heavily though. Um, the, the change of life, uh, leaving, leaving Charlotte and moving to Florida, mm-hmm. uh, the first few months, or I just didn't take that into consideration. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll yeah, be yeah. honest with you. I, I really didn't, man. I really, really uh, loved North Carolina. Well, Claremont's a small, that. sleepy town too. Like there's not much happening. No, nothing. Uh, nothing at all. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know anybody. Any anyone. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm fine now, but yep. this is going back, like, when I first moved down there, like, October, November, December. Dude, I struggled bad. Um, yep. work, work, every, work every day was fine, but yep. come home from work, and I'm like, dude, there's nothing to do. I don't right. know anyone. It was, yeah, it was just the life changes were much bigger than I really predicted. Um, 
but but work wise it's been great. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't struggled with that at all. Um, I've gelled with everyone. Um, Eldon's really great to work for. The riders are awesome. Um, and then since the season's gotten rolling, well, it was rolling back yeah. in you know the winter. Um, yeah, everything everything's just gotten consistently better. And then I, I've adapted to life in Florida. Yeah, is that better? I was gonna say, is that is that part gotten better? Yeah, 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 way way better. It just really really caught me off guard at first because uh, I was really stoked on getting the job and everything. And um, but yeah, I moved down to Florida. I was like, yeah, it was it was definitely different to get used to. Um, it's it's a strange part of Florida, man. It's really it's it's really it's really just a swamp. Uh, Roxon and Courtney took me to a sushi place there. Uh, it's really good. Uh, it was like a strip mall. It's fantastic sushi. Yeah, I think that's right by my house. Uh, it's one of the best places I've had I'm, in the last little while. Yeah, I'm an anti-sushi guy, though. So oh. I'll, I'll, I'll never step foot in there. What? Oh, no, God. never. Nope, nope. Coop had sushi tonight, and he is asking me if I want something. I'm like, no, dude, I'm, I'm good. Jeez. So, like, how's the Claremont Tinder? Nothing. Just crickets? No, dude, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, yeah, just no, nothing. I, yeah. No, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm off. I'm <laughs> Yeah, I'm off the apps anyway. Wait, oh, hold but, on a uh, second. Hold on a second. We got we got four of us and and snugs over there. Does any of us think Seth Rose actually telling the truth? Any anybody? No, no, <laughs> no, no. no. Talent? No. no. M- Michael? No. Michael? No, I've never, I've never, I've never been a big app guy, dude. I do all my, I do all my work through mutuals. Like you introduce me to, you introduce me to. Like, I think he's just sliding in the again. DMs through mutuals. Listen to this guy. When he means mutual, he's hitting that mutual friends list on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> oh, Instagram works, yeah, yeah. But the other apps, though, now stay off of them. Um, who do you, uh, who do you think is going to come out swinging here that you've been working with, uh, Seth Rowe? Who do you really like on this sort of, you know, the, the pandemic and the time off and everything else? But who, is somebody kind of stepped up their game a little bit? Um, yeah, I've seen, um, well, if we're talking 250 guys. Yeah, anybody, Pierce, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Pierce has really, really stepped it up. Um, obviously, he was, or uh, he is a rookie, I should say, but he was his preparation from this off season, yep. he, he had, he had two injuries, um, obviously missed the first couple rounds of East coast. I think he came in really not definitely not where he needed to be. Mm-hmm. And even with all the, uh, with all that considered, he, he did pretty well. Yeah. Um, he exceeded my, he exceeded my expectations for sure. Um, but he's had since this whole quarantine thing started, um, just really, really solid training, uh, no hiccups, hardly any crashes, no injuries, and he's really, really on it uh, right now. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see what he can do. Uh, he's still super young, but yeah, uh, yeah I think he's got a bright, a bright future. Like, oh, ahead, I heard from somebody around your guys' group that uh, Pierce was uh, best in Cooper the other day during some sprints or something. So I heard he's been riding pretty damn good. Yeah, no, he's he's been he's been great, and he's been, he's been really really good. Um, no, I'm, I'm excited for for it to kick back off. I, I think uh, in general, I mean. It, it, it's like a complete reset. I think anyone that had momentum before, or it could go the other way. Yeah. Was struggling. I, I, to me, I think everyone's on a clean slate right now. Um, I'm really, really interested to see, to see who, who excels. Cause I, I think some people do have a little bit of a negative attitude about it. Like, Oh dude, we got to stay up there and this isn't the way I want to race and blah, blah, blah. But those guys, they're going to be exposed quickly. in, in my opinion, where, where are we putting chat after all this? That's what I asked the other day. Thanks, uh, Dude, does it matter? He's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter, matter, but it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, I mean, 
I think Dude, he, he's he, such a legend. Like, yeah, I don't. He's a gamer, right? He's, he's a gamer. A, yeah, yeah. That 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 guy is like all time legend. I, I don't. He could win or get 20th. It doesn't matter, dude. That guy's just an icon. Uh, what did you think of Moto Fight Club, Seth Rowe? I know you're into that stuff. I uh, what? Uh, I was. It was cool, man. I just. I just think. Uh, oh, Seth Rowe, not into Moto Fight Club. No, I, I don't know. I just think the 800 took it too serious. Oh right? well, I mean, listen. The the number one jersey was mocked by pretty much everybody I know. Right. Hey. Dude, the number one jersey, like taking the belt home, like dude, get out of here. Okay. I mean, I, I think I think it was awesome. I just think that was just but, kind okay, of okay. Like, outside of that, um, yeah, it, it was cool. I, <laughs> I guess I, I don't I don't know. I, it was it was really cool. Like, I think the reasons behind it were cool. Like yeah, the yeah. Money, I, I mean, the money went to charity, I think, or something like that. Well, some of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think that was really cool. Um. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it, it was okay. <laughs> All right, Seth. I came, I came up with a pairing for next year. Okay. Yep. Wes and Pike and Vince Freeze. Do it. Roger yeah, like, it. I, like troll like, versus like, Phil. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was cool. I, I didn't know what. Uh, I didn't know because my my guy or not my guy, but my guest to win it. Actually, I thought. Um, uh, Ivan was was going to win it, so I didn't know what happened to him. So I was like watching it for the first hour, wondering what happened, you know. Right. And then obviously it was scary when I heard what happened. I'm glad he's okay. Yeah, for sure. We uh, yeah, it, 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 he would have been in the mix. I mean, Mike Mike was the obvious pick. I mean, the guy raced Canadian Nationals and Supercross last year, you know, less than six months ago. So, you know, yeah, well, uh, eight months ago. But um, yeah, it, the number one jersey was. Was priceless. Yeah, I just yeah. I, I think that just overshadowed it for me. That made it not really cool. <laughs> like everyone, everyone was having fun, like enjoying oh, it. Funny. Like I'm sure everyone had some beers the night before, and then right. he was just like so serious. It's like, dude, I'm about to shut the TV off. Uh, Paul Pomex is uh, R.J. Hampshire. Uh, we 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 uh, inked a big deal with him before the year. Obviously, he went in to get the ACL when he thought Supercross was going to be done in the fall. Do you think he races? What's the what's the status? No, 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 no! That's way too soon. He got surgery April April first, so I know. But there's there's people that you know may or may not represent him that are telling me he may race. No, 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 no! That that would be um, it. It would be really dumb, right? Extremely, yeah. Um, He is. I will say he's way, way, way ahead of uh, where. I thought he – I'm way ahead of where anyone, to my knowledge, has ever seen anyone with an ACL replacement right. surgery be at this point. Um, but, no, racing is just out of the question. I, well, I shouldn't say out of the question, but yeah. it would not be a smart move for his future. Right. Outdoors? <laughs> at, at all. Yeah, maybe outdoors. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no, he'll be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be back for sure. Um right. But I mean, I don't know about do you, round one. Yeah, that's too soon as well. I would say. Do you, uh, Sethro, as a as associate trainer there, you work with the two fifty guys a lot. Um, the Rockstar Husky guys, the the Red Bull KTM guys, uh, amateur stuff and all that. Um, do you have to do the work every day, Sethro, or can you get out of it if you you know like I mean, do you have to be with these guys and do all the work? Um, like me being hands on with them. Yeah, like do you have to go on the bicycle rides every single fucking day? Uh, yeah, but I enjoy that though, dude. I mean, some days aren't you just like I don't want to go? Um, honestly, not not really. <laughs> no, no. 
I, I really am. I mean, yeah, it sounds all cliche, and but I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I you've always been in shape. I, you've always enjoyed that part of it for sure. No, but I, but I, I do. I really, I, I truly do enjoy it every day. I mean, yeah, of course, everyone wakes up on the wrong side of the bed once in a while, but but no, I, I don't, I don't mind. I mean, I've missed uh, heck since October. Maybe yeah, three three bike rides. I think one was Christmas. I went home. One was actually went home two weekends ago yeah uh and yeah i, I don't know i'm, I'm sure maybe heck maybe that's it to my knowledge yeah, maybe <laughs> two or yeah Damn. i don't really miss much but but no i don't mind it and plus in, in, in when i'm in florida what else am i going to do yeah i, I guess I, right I, yeah i, I guess no I, I literally don't do anything else and even right now i'm in california but right when i'm here like i don't even have a vehicle here so i'm on other people's time you know so i i don't have really anything else going on I need some more Mike Brown Man, stories. Man, you didn't get that truck battery yet? <laughs> no, well, there's no insurance on it. So oh. I uh, I need more yeah, Mike speaking, Brown stories. Speaking of Brown, how about you and Brownie Loretta's? Can we, oh. can we set this up? Uh, listen, I like uh, Seth Rowe, but Brownie can't be touched there. I mean, come on. Yeah, no, I'd agree with you, but no, you'll see neither one of us, man. We'll both be fired. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, my, no, Brad, yeah, I, I wouldn't hold a candle to him, but but my racing days, yeah, yeah, they're long gone. Uh, have you have you ridden at all? I have not ridden. You have ridden Kiefer's, huh? since Kiefer's two fifty shootout twenty nineteen. Oh, wow. oh wow, shit! I figured you would have yeah. got on a bike at some point, somewhere around there. No, 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 no. no. So well, that's been what's that? About a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't have a desire really anymore, man. I'm way too into cycling now. Jeez. Uh, listen, hey, hey Rare, Sunday. Uh, the last four weeks in a row, I've ridden 100 miles each week on my mountain bike. And, yeah, that's all mountain, right? Well, 1,500 feet and up of climbing, maybe. Well, a couple rides less than that, but at least a 1,000. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying that's all oh, uh, mountain bike. Oh, mountain bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dude, that, that's impressive. Yeah, 100 on a mountain bike is pretty heavy. I don't think people realize, like, 100 on a road bike, you knock it out, no problem. Yeah. But a hundred on a mountain bike takes some serious commitment. Yeah, so maybe, you know, if you guys are looking for a spare trainer, keep me in mind. Even yeah, we can't ride no e bikes though, Steve. What are you talking about? Alden likes the e bikes. He's on board. <laughs> I'm I uh, uh, I I'm anti e bike. I'll put it that way. Oh, I'm ridic- anti e bike. Ridiculous, Rarick. No, I'm i I'm, I'm kidding. No, I think it's good. As long as it gets more people on two wheels, I'm about it. But I'll give you way more props though more so than doing 100 miles a week but being out there with rattlesnakes no Dude. i don't i don't have them out here i don't i don't see well, him that's wait, Kiefer. What do you mean? i i don't see him Kiefer has him up by his place and he freaks out and dude i've literally in three years of riding an e-bike for however long i've been riding, i've seen two and i don't think either one has been a rattler a rattler really yeah for reals i never see him where i'm at because out here out here in socal everyone's instagram story when they're out oh i know rattles no, Dude, and Ke- it's crazy. I saw some with Kiefer. One one went at him when I was behind him. <laughs> and you know, he just he loses his mind over the And I'm no. like, Kiefer, you understand you're not gonna die. You have about an hour or so to, you know, get help. So you just haul no, ass. No, 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 it doesn't matter. You think he loses his mind? You should see me. Dude, I'm so scared of snakes. I probably shouldn't <laughs> be saying this on the show. I'm so I'm so scared. I cannot look at one on TV. What? <laughs> oh, Dude, okay. I, I, no, wow, then that's no. uh, yeah. No, else. no, it's like I, I'm not like people say I'm scared of snakes. No, 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 that's bullshit. I have a phobia, like it's bad, bad, bad. I don't I'm know if I'd be admitting this on here. Yeah, somebody, long, somebody in until, your Airbnb right. is gonna be screwing with you on this Utah trip. Yeah, how long no. until Phil throws a snake at you? 
No, he knows, dude. No, no, no. Like, it's to the point where, like, Phil knows I'm so scared of him. Like, he won't mess with me. That's how bad it is. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Kiefer's bad, like, but he's not like that. But, yeah, Kiefer's like, dude, snakes, snakes, snakes. You know, I'm just like, oh, Jesus, Kiefer. Like, yeah, no, I, I refuse. Like, uh, um, when I was out here this winter, we would go. I'd go mountain biking with the guys often, you know. Um, now that it's warm outside, no way. You will not catch me out there. Wow. Uh, who knew? Seth Merrick, no. scared of snakes. No, but definitely scared of That's what I hate about Florida, too, man. They're everywhere. Yeah, they are. There's a lot of, and they're on the water in Florida, dude. Yeah, don't remind me. I know. I know. It's bad. <laughs> I will say that's the thing that creeps me out the most about everybody wake, wakeboarding on that lake right there in Claremont. I'm like, gators and snakes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Gators yeah, and snakes. By everyone's dock, like right there to get in the water, dude. It's all, it's just water moccasins. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and those know, are gnarly, you, right? Those are bad news. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you will not catch. I mean, I, I'll go on a boat. You will not catch me touch the water. There's no way. <laughs> Rick, who I didn't know this about you, Seth, bro. I'm learning something tonight. So no, it's it's really really You've got a little bad. bit too much of a devious look there on your face, Steve. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, Watch something. Uh, Watch out, Seth. Roost MX bringing you Seth Rarick tonight <laughs> on the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motorsport.com and uh, Fly Racing. Uh, Seth Rowe, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I wanted to catch up with you. I know our listeners always like when you're in uh, in studio and stuff, so I wanted to catch up and, and see what's going on. So thanks, man. No, no, definitely. Thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, maybe uh, sometime soon I'll hop, hop on the show, man. I'll jump, jump in Michael's hot seat there, help you out. Yeah, yeah, come on up anytime. you got a standing order to come in. And uh, we'll see you in Utah, I'm sure. So if you want to take your guys out on some e-bikes, uh, you call me up. I'll, I'll lead the way. So. All right, sounds good. And then bring, make sure you bring your uh, bring your credit card by Caddy Steak. Yeah, I will. I will do that. He he probably really liked that. He probably enjoyed that. I didn't even know the guy. I bought him dinner. So. Um, yeah, he loved it. All right, thanks, thanks, Seth Rowe. Okay, thanks, right, guys. See you. See you. That's Seth Rack, everybody. Brought to you by Rooster Next on He's a good guy, good dude. I've always liked Seth. I used to uh, when he raced as a privateer. Um, he was one of the only guys that was like a three digit guy that I would build goggles for. I just liked him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, you're cool. Let me build some goggles for you. Like you. Know, doesn't matter how you do. Like it doesn't matter. You're just where the dog hair in in those ones too. There was never any dog hair in any of the goggles. That was actually fake news. Has Rich ever tried to get you to come back? No, no, I, I wouldn't do it. It was dude. It was too much stress. The the tickle thing at Washougal, literally. Like I stayed. I couldn't sleep at night. I was so angry and upset and pissed that I swore that that was my. I, I wanted to finish a year off for Rich, and I did, and then I was done. I was like, that, that, dealing with these riders and some of the things, I, I just, I couldn't do it. What I couldn't was the do it. tickle thing? Washugo Mudder. Yeah. Uh, massive Mudder. The one that Tonus got third yeah. in a moto, and, and I don't even know what else happened that day. But uh, he, he, I built him goggles. He asked me about tear-offs or roll-offs. I'm like, you're screwed either way, dude, because of the sticky mud and then the rain coming down. So I would go roll-offs. So I built him some roll-offs. He got blasted with mud. He said the mud stuck to his lens and he was pulling the string, but nothing was going on because there was mud on his lens and he had to throw his goggles. Mm-hmm. Everybody threw their goggles except for like probably five dudes. So the next moto, he's like, dude, I, I just, I can't have goggle problems. I can't have these problems. And I'm like, at a mud race? And he got Scots for the next moto. He wore Scots the next moto. And I lost, I lost my shit. Like, here's a guy I've been working for all year long. He hadn't had any goggle problems and he blames the mud. And he got, he got mud in his eye, you know, all that shit got roosted. Yeah. But that was just, that was the final straw. But there was other things with riders where I was just like, I'm, I can't do this. Like, you build a rider goggles 
and you say, hey, Ryder, I'm not always around. So here's five pairs built, ready to go. Put these in your locker. And if I'm not around, you know you have five. You got roll-offs, you got regular. And then what, what do you think happened? What do you think happened? They don't use those. <laughs> they need it. They They're gone. Scream. They're gone. They're like, where, where are you at? I'm like, what about those goggles in the locker? They're gone. Those were for times where I'm not around. What, yeah. what happened to those goggles? I'm done. I'm done. I, that job was awesome because Rich was helping me get to the yeah. races, and I enjoyed repping X-Brand. I could not deal with riders by the end. I was hating these dudes. Hating these guys. I make it easier. I just make them do their own. That's great. It, but you won't really get many riders like that because they, you know, they want the, the goggle service. Right? But that's what they want for a company. They want to get paid and they want goggle service. I just, I couldn't handle it. I was so stressed out. So I was done. But anyways, for fucking goggles now. Yeah, that's right, brilliant. All right, tickle. commercial break. Come back, voicemails, motorsport.com, tweet at Talon, and uh, and that'll be about it. Uh, Rarick, Anton, Weimer, Albrecht, all on the show tonight, of course, and uh, Michael Lindsay here from Chaparral FXR Honda. Take a commercial break. We'll be right back after this, everybody. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. Those who love motocross know motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. 
If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Radio, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Verandis, and run a Vortex sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, fork, in your fork and shock, 
get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Racetech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts Riders out there. Go get some this year. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then while the competition has been trying to catch up. Grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. 
For over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, their winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Everybody, Paul Mesh Show, presented by Motorsport.com and the folks at Fly Racing. We are com- coming up with the Motorsport.com Tweet at Talon segment as well. Michael Lindsay in studio. Michael, thank you for coming in. Thanks for driving up. Heck yeah. You are going to be really busy here shortly. So, Oh, yeah. I got to build yeah. a, I got to move bikes into a different shop tomorrow. I got to build another race bike. Oh, I boy. got a bunch of crap to do tomorrow morning. I bet you do. Uh, hey, by the way, quick shout out. Uh, we got a, a, an email from a guy uh, who's a longtime listener uh, with his dad. His dad, Scott Wheeler. And um, he, he remembers meeting me at a hotel in Hangtown about six years ago. And he's 18 now, this kid. So I met this kid when he was like 12. And the dad's coming up on a birthday uh, next week. And uh, he works his balls off, according to his son. And um, yeah, we really appreciate him listening. So happy birthday, Scott Wheeler. It's coming up. Appreciate you listening, and uh, your son did a hell of a thing by sending in a long-ass email that I don't really want to read, but it seems like you care, so happy birthday. 
It's that long email. I'm not going to read it. Yeah. Works Connection, uh, Pulp MX-20, uh, Team Honda HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, Hep Racing, AJE, KTM Canada, all use Works Connection, uh, top quality products, Pro Launch Start Devices, Elite Clutch Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, of FXR, Chaparral mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, uh, using picture uh, freaking list there. Th- this was provided to me by Works Connection. So, uh, X twenty is the code to save at Works Connection, and uh, thanks to those guys for all that they do for us. A uh, great company as well. Just saw a tweet: a guy used a code to buy like look like everything Works Connection sells. <laughs> so really appreciative of that. Okay. Uh, Kyle Chisholm, Alex Ray, GDR Honda, just some of the guys that use Firepower. Uh, Firepower committed to offering superior products with over 50 years of experience in the industry. Don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains. When you can get more power and supreme reliability by choosing Firepower, wide variety of chains from heavy-duty roller to O and X ring, all made in Japan. Their batteries are featherweight lithium batteries. Do you use these things? We have a couple. Have you? Okay. All yeah. Right. Uh, they're all backed by two-year warranty. Ask your local shop for Firepower today, firepowerparts.com. And, again, used by a lot of privateers out there as well. And they manufactured uh, batteries for factory KTM a few years back, too. So they've, they've been in the battery business for a long time, these guys. And they do a good job. And their chains are great. I've got one on my uh, YZ450. Uh, also, uh, Michelin. Uh, Shout-out to Randy Richardson for not realizing it yet. But, Talon, he just gifted you a front and a rear Starcross 5. I'm super appreciative of that. He was complaining about tires. I have a set in my garage. So, Randy, I gave a set to Talon. I know you'd appreciate that. So I was trying to take his barely worn takeoffs, but... I don't keep used tires, bro. Like, Michael, do so you keep fact. used tires? Yeah. Oh. I'm just going to destroy him Thanks for shitting on my point. Thanks. I have a stack of, like, 40 of them in my backyard. Used. Mm-hmm. Why would you take them off when they're not they're not worn? I mean, they're pretty worn, but I keep them for like reasons like Town does for like pure hard pack. I want to just gut a tire in the desert situations. I feel bad putting on a new tire and going and just shredding it in the rocks. Yeah, it's well, like the, the shithole trails yeah. you ride. You should exactly. Yeah. And That's I why have I was buddies that need take-offs. tires too. So I mean, if they're they're roach beyond where we use them SX, I still have a buddy that can maybe get a use out of them. So uh, it blows me away. I wear a tire. I use a tire till it's worn out, and then I throw it away. I don't know. What's your definition of worn out? Probably like brand new for me. No, no, no. Have you ever seen what off road? I don't like changing. Run? I don't like changing tires, so they they're pretty worn by the time I take them off. My mountain bike tire. I just took off a Michelin mountain bike tire. The side knobs were all you could just peel them and see underneath the tire, the carcass. They're all every single one. I'm like, wow. I guess it's, it's finally shredding. time. It's finally time to change this front tire, and that's a mountain bike tire. So, anyways, uh, but so you ride your mountain bike more than you ride your dirt bike. Yes, I do. I need to go to Western. They, they added some new obstacles. I want to see another lap time challenge. No problem. Let's get A-Ray and Kiefer back on ah, this. That was the definition of scary. <sighs> A-Ray just sending that thing. Off off the edge of the track into a freaking pile. Yeah. No, he, he was amazing. Um, all right. 702-586-7857. You can call and leave a voicemail anytime. We were off last week, so we had a lot to go through this week. But here's the best of the best that was for the week in voicemails. Steve. Hey, just got done listening to your Berluti and Skip uh, trio interview there. Freaking awesome. But, bro, you got to shut the fuck up sometimes. Those guys start telling stories and you just start interrupting them. Skip even had to stop you. So, when the stories start flowing out of those guys, those things are gems. Let it flow. Good stuff. Keep it up. All right. You're welcome. Yeah, this is Willie. Hey, let's uh, talk about the amateur, the Loretta Lynch. The three, they're saying the three super regionals. Have you heard anything on how that would run with three super regionals 
in over eight regions. I'd like to hear you guys' feedback on that. I know we're talking about the fight club and everything, but you know, let's go with a little bit of amateur rights. Let's appreciate let's, it. Let's Thank not. Let's not. But but Michael, what what have you heard about this? They released a schedule day. They just basically I think what he's referring to is to split up the entrance. There's a youth and amateur and a vet weekend at each super regional spread into three separate days to keep everybody separate, but there's Super region, there's more super regionals than three. They just had to split them up into three different division days of racing. And yeah, it yeah. is what it is. Right. Nothing crazy. Just go on a MX. So if you site. already did the regional, no, well, the area, what's first? The area. If the, you already did your area, did everybody get their areas in? No, there was only a handful of areas okay, that so, got hosted. So those are out the window? They're not even I, counting those? I think so. I okay. think they're and out. Now, and now they're starting these couple. new ones. Yeah. Yep. Super right. regional. Super regional. Super regional. Super, super, super. Hey, Paul, just wondering, why the heck don't we bring back ABC Superbikes? This whole quarantine's got me locked up watching some old stuff. I'm looking at 82 super uh, ABC Superbikes uh, race right now. Freaking awesome. Bring it back. They were cool. Dang. I watched those for a while. They were pretty sweet. Um, you know what kind of got the Superbikers vibe was the when everybody was doing the x game supermoto oh yeah remember that, that you would have motos you have some road racers you had some different yeah. guys jumping in like that was kind of that that's it's funny is that's when it peaked and also at the exact same time killed supermoto because it got so yeah it used to be dirt moto guys you could even run knobbies where like you could have a mix of guys do it and then they started making it insanely super crossy and it thinned out who could do it and of course that's right when the economy crashed and yeah it, yeah. it, it like peaked and killed itself all in the same. But those X moment. Games were cool with all oh those different guys. Pastrana shows up, Reed's there. I mean, you know? it, it period with X Games. That was the peak of X Games, though. That's when they're yeah. like in the Coliseum events. That they had the rally stuff. You had the Super Moto. The Super Cross Track was real. It wasn't this dinky little ring cross. The freestyle courses were huge. Every yeah. everything was good then. <laughs> it was, everything was good then. Yeah. All right. X Games died. It's ranked in yellow. Got to clear the air. I'm always James Stewart. I'm always James Stewart. You know, love and care for the guy. Um, you know, I genuinely care for him as a human being. I'd never been off the train. Did I get frustrated at one point and came to a head? Of course. You know, I genuinely like the guy. I love, you know, like he a brother. He even said he was the definitely family. off the train. He said, You're a Stewart. Yeah. But um, I was selfish as we all were. We're selfish. You know, he was going through a lot. And. He, that's his right, and we're just. I'm confused. What's the point of this selfish. So I wanted to clear there. I I I will always be uh, raining yellow, James Stewart fan. All, you know, till I'm dead. I think I think I said that he was off the Stewart bandwagon at one point, which I believe he kind of was. So I imagine we'll all sleep better tonight. Now, yeah. Thank thank you for that, raining yellow. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hi, Steve. The one thing that I've taken away from this pandemic is I realize how damn much I miss playing Pulp Fantasy. Every Saturday night, that was my thing, man. You know, get all excited, get your heart beating, all stressed out. Is, is this guy going to make it? Is that guy going to make it? You know, LCQs come on. I'm screaming at my fucking TV and all that shit. And I usually I threaten to quit every week, but uh, I never will. But, yeah, I miss it bad, man. I hope they get back to racing soon. You see, you see what you did, that guy, Marks? You see what you did? 
Yeah. I definitely Sorry, go with this guy. Mother effing my rider, swearing I'm going to quit every week, come back to be tortured more. Hey, when are you, at what point is Pulp Fantasy actually going to cause a heart attack? I think it's already has. You've probably almost killed somebody already. I, yeah, I, I, it was me, we, by the way. Yeah, it was, it was Marks. <laughs> uh, we almost pulled the plug on the whole thing. Like it got so bad with Marks and everything. We're just like, forget it. Forget the whole thing. We're done. We didn't, and it worked, and we're good. We when think, are you going to do an MXGP one? No, we don't. No, when are you? Uh, no. no. Yeah. Nope. No. Okay, fine. No. I, I don't know. Nope. Yeah, no. All right. Care. Steve, Doug in Seattle. Quick question. You always talk about downloads. I'm assuming you're referring to downloading the podcast. I never download it. I just listen to it on the app on my iPhone, is it more beneficial to you if I download it before listening to it? Let me know. I'm here to help. Thank you, Doug. Very, very nice of you. Uh, very good question. It does not matter. It just uh, clicking in the file accesses the file on our server, and then we keep track of that, and it's whether you access it on a download or you just click it to access to listen. It all works the same. So, no, appreciate that. It doesn't matter. Right, Marks? Right. That's correct. Okay, Good job. <laughs> Got 40,000 views. <laughs> All right. Most Fight Club was bad, but Mike having the number one jersey on after he won was spectacular. Next level. <laughs> it, it, it really was. Um, and, and, and I'm sure Tony will hear about me making fun of Mike, and, and I like Tony. Right after and you I got like a Mike. deal on your bullfrog spa. Uh, listen, I don't care. I got to call it like I see it, and that was... Funny, but not funny. And look at Rarick. Rarick was genuinely bummed. Very upset Rarick was for the jersey. I don't think that would ruin the whole event for me. Like, he couldn't seem to focus on the event. But you can't do that. You can't. So, all right. Steve-O, it's your boy, Hammy. Uh, pretty fucking crazy that this old... Uh Moto Fight Club went down at Youngstown, New Mexico, Ohio, about 20 minutes out of Big Ham's house. Wild. Could have had a quad showdown. Quad gods. Mm-hmm. Going at it. Me and Brayton. But I miss you, man. I don't know why we can't do a show every Monday, but hey. I really miss listening to Paul, so I'm back to work. I need some shit Is to fucking listen to. this your quad gate guy? Yeah. Keep me awake oh, during my drive. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I want to say a big shout-out to uh, JT and apologize for telling him to drop his sack. Uh, that's the only apology I have. But what's up with this Gary Denton podcast that I thought you did an interview with him and you never dropped it? Uh, my buddy Cody Jansen did one with old Gary Denton on his podcast, Digging Deep, and Gary had a lot of good shit to say. So... If you're bored, check it out. Hand me out. Uh, yeah, yeah. We uh, Gary Denton Pod will be out, I think, later this week. Uh, Hammy. So um, yeah, just stay tuned for that. I've been backed up a little bit on pods. I didn't want to release them all at once, but uh, yeah, there you're we about go. to release a lot and of pods at once. I am. And then uh, Hammy left another voicemail, and it was like "fuck JT," and then I just deleted it. I, I don't know. He was upset at JT about something, so I kind of was. Yeah, I was done. But. Is the quad thing not happening now that we're racing again? 
No, we're going to make Kiefer do it. Kiefer's going to... Good idea. Yeah. Who's he going to race? I don't know. Somebody, some race, somewhere. Nelson? No. All right. That was it for voicemails. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the last waiting. one. <laughs> Isn't there some drop that ends all this? No. <sighs> We'd have yeah, to ask a Swiss Corps for that. To get, hard to get good, good help these days. Absolutely. Uh, 702-586-7857 if you uh, want to leave a voicemail. You doubled the help and you still say that. Between both of them, honestly. I just feel like I just I got to walk them through everything. I got to talk them, teach them everything. I just feel like they're like children and I have to like. Teach me how to fish, Steve. You know, I fixed my camera today. I'm a tech guy now. I fixed my camera. He, he did. He fixed yeah, the camera. He did. Marks couldn't figure it out. I figured it out. He, he did. Uh, he unplugged it. Uh, and I plugged it back in. <laughs> <laughs> it was super wrong. Just turn it off and turn it on again. That's Dark rule, side. That's rule one. Yeah. What's up? How was a pit bike race with Anton? What pit bike race? Uh, the one you lost. He smoked you. I don't know what you're about. Listen, Dark side, yeah, we can't all work. be winners all the time. Take okay? your defeat in humble. Yep. Hey, man, it was fun. That's all I can say. I, I had no idea he was that good at pit bike racing. Yeah, he's like a ringer. You wouldn't think Anton. He is yeah, yeah. good on a pit bike. Yeah, who knew? No, I didn't know when I uh, came up with the idea and challenged him. But it was fun. It was it was, it was a good time. And I can't, you know, the whole event was awesome. Can't believe how many people they had out there. Yeah, it seemed like it was really popular, huh? That's cool. Yeah, I think it was 680 uh, entries plus families. I mean, that was nuts. Does Brayton, what does Brayton do this for? Does he do it to make money, or does he like? Does he just want to like hang out with his fr- friends? No, he, you know, he, that's like one of one of his home tracks, and he just the owner and him are pretty good buddies, and he wanted to give back to the guy. Uh, so he started doing. It, I think he said four years ago, and it's just something he really likes to do. And Duffy's yeah. a big part of it. And yeah, they they uh they had a good turnout, man. It was really cool. Yeah, it seems cool. It's yeah, it seems Bradshaw showed up, and it seems like the races grow. Is it Denny Stevenson race too? Did I see that? Yeah, Danny raced uh, pit bikes. Um, I don't know that he ra- rode big bikes. Oh, okay. I know he didn't Saturday, yeah. but um, he, he did race pit bikes, uh, just kind of hanging out. And yeah, a lot of people, you know, Ben LeMay came up and Marshall Welton killed it all weekend. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Really cool, cool event. I, I'm glad I went. Good, cool. Uh, so, uh, Dark Side, did you get your invite to uh, Salt Lake yet? <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I don't think we're on that level, man. Uh, unfortunately. Well, would you be able to go if you if you? Oh yeah, yeah. I've got I've got it in the budget, and I've got vacation time. I could definitely go, but I I think Sean Brennan kind of said the you other know, they're keeping it pretty tight. The guys like yourself and Weeds and the bigger media guys are going to get to go. I don't know if I'm going to so, get to go. I don't have my invite yet. I just heard I was getting to go, but I didn't actually get. Oh, okay. Yet, but. I think I'm well, my understanding, is, you know, Anton said they all got an email like Friday, maybe, and there was some kind of conference call with all these. There was a conference call, but I didn't get no email, so maybe I'm out. Yeah, there's 15 yeah, press. So, according to the list I have, they're going to allow 15 press corps members. So if there's 15, I would think you were on it. Yeah, I sent an email to Sean or text to Sean Brennan, and but he I, just kind of said that's going to be it's going to be limited. That's all he said. So I, that, to me, I don't think I'm in. I bet. Uh, I bet you were 16th. Dark side. Yeah, yeah, that's hey, fair enough. Yeah. What was Dan? That's better than eighteenth, right? I, I would think. Uh, I would think uh, MXA gets in, right? MXA, so probably fans going. You, um, Weege, Swan, There's not fifteen people in the press conference. No, so that's what I'm. That's it? what I'm thinking. Like I'm wondering who these people are. Yeah. You know. Yeah, maybe they're talking about local media too. 
Mm, said press core. So press cores, season holders. Gotcha. And then five extra well, slots for local. Hmm. Okay. If they say I can go, I'll, I'll go. I'm ready to go, but I don't count on it. So right. I'll be relying on your pod, Steve. All right. Well, we'll, we'll so try our best. Do that. Many pods. Great radio, so what do bros. Wrap, what do I do with the wrap-up show when we're racing Wednesday nights? I'm not doing a wrap, wrap-up show when there's a Supercross on. Yeah, good point. I never thought of that. Well, you'll be fined and uh, punished for that, Dark Side. So I'll, right. I'll, I'll put it in. kind of like how our race teams I, uh, we don't get paid if we don't do races. You just yep. We're just... Deducting will, uh, your pay. Yeah. I will let Tits Legendary decide on uh, the amount of punishment, the fines, and everything else. So, we'll just bump it to Thursday night. But uh, this week, though, I got uh, got your boy there, Michael Lindsay's going to do you're it. You're going to do the uh, wrap up show. Uh huh. Oh, and who else? Uh, Nick, Nick McCampbell, Foot Nick. Oh, Foot Nick. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, legend. He's a legend. Um, he is a legend. Well, you know what? I the the last one I. I had some issues with the last one. I forgot what issues I had with the really? last one. Really? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, hopefully it wasn't sound quality I, since we had the new phone system. Here's the thing, Dark Side. Here's what you <laughs> consistently do wrong. And I don't... Okay. I don't have any examples. Can he get some positive feedback, too? <laughs> Does he do anything right? He he seems like he works hard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he, he produces the show. Like, he doesn't flake on the show. Like, he seems like he's a, you know... That's like that's like it's when you ask somebody what their worst quality is, and they say, "I care too much." That's, yeah, that's like yeah. the kind of answer. He's a nice say. guy. Listen, listen. No, thanks, Dark Sides. Good, good job. But here's what you, and I, I, I need to, I need to write this shit down. I, I listened to it on my drive up to Canada last week, so you know I'm not in position to really make notes. And other times I listen to it while I'm uh, uh, going to sleep at night, so I don't. Again, not in position to take notes. But here's what I've noticed, and I, I need our listeners to chime in on this. So help me out listeners to help, help me out to help make dark side better. I feel like dark side many times on the wrap up show, you misrepresent what I say or mean. You'd be like, you know, Steve, did, uh, Steve said the sun doesn't come up. Uh, I, I don't think he's right at all. I don't agree with that. I think the sun totally comes up. Meanwhile, I'll be saying something like, Hey, I don't know if the sun's going to come up next week because of the, uh, clouds and atmosphere. Like what? Like, yeah, but you're just blanket covering saying something that I'm saying, and I'm not really meaning that or saying it. And I have no example, so I realize this doesn't look really okay. good right now. Well, so we're talking yeah. about the weather, but... Well, I'm just saying, like, he'll, Darkseid will be like, Steve thinks quads are gay. Uh, you know, no. I, I, you know, I said quads, quad riders are, you know, are gnarly and they're good, but they're not as good as dirt bikers. And there's all sorts of nuances to the things that I'm saying, but you don't yeah. seem to capture that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm digging for my okay, notes then, right now to okay, see if I can then, figure so, it out. And, and besides that, what about – I had another idea. Okay. What about scrapping the wrap-up show, totally, the concept of the wrap-up show that we're doing right now? And, hey, I'm spitballing here. This is all this off the top of my head. Scrapping it and you going through the shows and – getting clips of past shows that are highlights for you and discussing some of the highlights of the shows. Now that might be more work okay. for you though. That might be more work. So I'm not sure. That, well, that, that would be more work. Sounds good. Um, Berlou, do you think it sounds good? So <laughs> doesn't mean it's impossible, but yeah, that would definitely be more work. Um, Marks, how do you feel about that? 
I'm not. I'm not sure. I totally love it. If I'm being honest, which one? The your new idea. My new idea. Yeah, Talon. I don't know if I'm on board yet. Stick it up your ass, Steve. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. <laughs> uh, can you please replay that drop for me? Stick it up your ass, Steve. <laughs> and that's my I, answer. Really? So you prefer a wrap-up show? To to what? He, I mean, don't give me that. You don't listen to the wrap-up show. No, I don't, because I listen to the main show. Right. Uh, I don't love the idea though either. I don't know. It's more work for Darkseid. Maybe I'll dock his pay and I make him work. Like, I feel like there's there's got to be something. I'm still I'm Keep okay with the wrap up show. I'm, I like the wrap up show. It's it's you know, except when Darkseid misrepresents what I'm saying or meaning or thinking. Yeah, I'm looking at my notes, and I don't you know I never know. What you told me this the week before too that I misrepresented something. Like I, I discussed your t- your thoughts on the easy up debate. Uh, okay, yeah, the, the, that was, ah, yeah, that's a, that's an example. So okay. you said, well, Steve doesn't fucking help people easy up. So I, I would always help a guy with fucking easy up. Uh, and, and that's fine. What I said, though, was I would help somebody if I saw them struggling. Okay, I said, if you come to the track and you're just popping up an easy up, I'm not coming over. And Kiefer was like, no, no, I would go over. Do you need a hand? Do you need a help? And, and then... And then he would help him. And I said, no, no, Kiefer, if I see a guy struggling, sure, I'll help him. Say the wind's catching it or say the guy's just an idiot and can't put up an easy up. I'll go help him. So that's an example right there. And you were just like, Steve said he wouldn't help with an easy up. I have to go back and re-listen and see if that's exactly what I said because I don't think that – I know that what you said. And the other guy, you know, Justin and uh, uh, Kellen, you know, they were on board. They thought you were wrong too. But I don't remember. Oh, and, I okay. And oh, and that's another thing. I believe you said, well, Steve's out on the island there. He, 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 once again, Steve's opinion is, is his own opinion, blah, blah, blah. Marks and Tits were right up my my opinion. Tits is like, yeah, fuck that. And Marks, you were maybe not as emphatic. Yeah, maybe not quite that much. Right. But, yeah, but Tits was. Those lines, right. So. And Tits was all about my. Tits is like, no, I'm not helping anybody. Well, we all know he has no heart. I was going to say, I'm right. surprised. Right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is Darkseid used to say, well, Marks and Tits seem to agree with Mathis. Instead, you were like, stupid old Mathis. That was a stupid old attitude. You know? Uh, I got to give you a little bit of shit every once in a while. I get it. No, I give you shit. You give me shit back. I get it. But just when you're when you're debating this with the, with the, with the call in, you got to like make sure that you're like, well, this is. Mathis thinks said this, and Tits and Marks agreed with him. You know. Okay. All right. Fucking dick. I, I'm just. I, it's noted. I'm just saying. Like, so you can make fun of him on your show, but he can't make fun of I said, you no, on he his can. show. No, he can take the he can take the piss out of me. But when it comes to like a factual thing, where like, what do you think of Steve's argument? You know, he, the, the facts need to be correct. That Steve thinks that if you're having trouble with an easy up, Michael, would you go help a fucking stranger take down an easy up or put one up i have okay that's stupid lame <laughs> i appreciate i'm the kind of person that treats others okay, like well, i would like to well be you treated. and Kiefer can fucking go and jerk each other off underneath an easy up while i help while people taking, when yeah. they can't load okay. their bikes and i help them with their easy ups who can't load their bikes who comes to the track and can't load their Short bike back people up? with tall trucks not about not being able to do it it's just about Meeting new people, making friends. Meeting new like people. New, you, don't hey. like, you don't like making friends. I'm the mayor of my tracks. Meet, I talk to fucking meet everybody. Meeting new people. Hey, hey, Bob. What's your name? Like what? No, no. Don't don't buy a truck that you can't load your own bike into. Okay. Don't bring an easy up that you can't set up yourself. Tell them to get fucked.
That, that's it. That's it. That's the yeah, rules. Like of life. I said, I bring three easy ups, and I can put them up. But it sure is nice when somebody comes and helps take them and take them down. Anyway, especially take them down. It's nice. I mean, I appreciate it. So why why not return the favor? It's kind of like Keeper's thing about putting the parts up. Just, yeah. Well, you Kiefer and Michael Lindsay can fucking you know just help each other out and the easy ups up and, and down. Justin Starling and Kellen Brower, they're they're all going to join in. Well, we're, we're, tits, we have our own little group, and well, you can be tits, over there by yourself. I think Kate no, Clay's a part of it. Tits, you Marks, tits, Marks, and uh, and my myself will be all laughing at you, fucking idiots. I'm gonna laugh when your <laughs> easy up flies away and hits your ridge line, hey, and there's nobody there to help. Blow you. set it up by himself. That was his point of his Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Blow said, "Oh yeah, I don't need any help. I'm good because he's a real man." All right. <laughs> it's Let's, not. It's not about the real man. It's about okay. the person needs. So we're shooting down the clips show then. We're shooting that down. Yes. More work for Dark Side, which sucks too. I don't think it's a terrible idea. I just don't think like that would be a lot of work. The best of Paul. A yeah, lot, it's kind of like you know. How about we, we, we get some pulpy awards back? Pulpy awards are coming. I think we What's have it a, been like a year yeah. or two. We have a guy. Does it earn me a pulpy? Yeah. We have a guy that is sending us monthly notes of the show. Like he's recapping the show every every show and then sending. Is this us- the same guy that picture fancy pick Lockins that screws it up too? No, not that guy. <laughs> okay. No, that. What's that guy's name? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not helping with know. the pulpy this year. What's that guy's name? Well, I don't know what we're talking about. The guy I remember with the, the lead story. pipe walk of the weeks. Oh, dirty Al! Oh, dirty, dirty Al. Al! Dirty Al! Dirty Al Green. Yeah, I like Dirty Al. Dirty Al is a good guy for keeping track of that. And yeah, Dark Side, I totally ass fucked you on those uh, uh, things you did for me for the pulpies. What uh, what gay. what category is Dark Side gonna fall in for a pulpy? Best. I don't ra- even want to be in. Best wrap up show host. <laughs> I'll lose. I'll still lose. <laughs> no, listen, you do a good job. You're 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 working hard. I just just make sure you represent what I actually yeah. say. You know. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, I get uh, I get had people this weekend. Some people like it. Some don't. Are you being but. serious though? People come up to you like, are you? Are people coming up to you and being like, "Hey, man, I love the wrap up show." Yeah, I have you, and I get emails, I get DMs. I mean, there are people that definitely like you. I tell them to email you, but you act like you don't get them, so I don't know. I, I don't get any emails. I, listen, dude, if it was terrible, i pay you every month. I would clip it. I don't need, yeah. to, I don't need to pay you. I don't need to. I think it's, it's, right. I think it's another pulp show for people who are diehard listeners, and they're into it. Like, that. that's, that's fine. Wait, he's know? getting paid? Yeah, he gets paid. Huh. Yeah, it came out of your budget. Michelin, Michelin bicycle tires and guts racing, uh, stepping up. I have an idea yes, for a uh, pulpy category. What? Best bike project between you and DV. Well, DV will t- claim himself up every time, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he's doing with that bike. So. His Honda is like fourth or fifth one now. I know, right? Yeah. Um, all right, Darkside, anything else? No, I think that's it, man. Uh, just again, appreciate you letting me do it. We'll uh, we'll get the show done this Wednesday night. I think it's going to be good. Uh, Nick's Nick's always good. Michael uh, Lindsay knows what's up. So foot Nick, foot Nick, and Michael Lindsay will be really good because they know each other, so they can play off each other. Yeah. Right. You know How I mean? often do you have somebody on the wrap up show that was on the show? Uh, maybe once a month or so. It just depends on who the guest is and if they're willing to do it. JT actually did it once. JT actually fucking yeah. did it. That's the that was the that's a pulpy right there. That you actually got him to do it. Yeah, I was. Well, that's why I kind of gooned out when he was on because I was so excited that he was willing to do it that I kind of just took advantage of it. And yeah, you were definitely starstruck. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd say starstruck's the right term, but yes, I guess if that's what you say, fine. Did you listen? I definitely to got off. I didn't. I didn't stick with the, the the program. No, you were too rattled. Not the whole show. What's the biggest name you've gone on so far? What's the biggest thing I've gone on? Biggest Connor name. Fields. Yeah, gold medalist. Oh yeah, on the rapper show, maybe Connor Fields. Yeah. Justin Starling. Top 10, Justin, 250 yeah. Supercross rider? Justin's a super fan. Justin's a big fan, so yeah. He... I still didn't like the fact but, uh, that he chose his chick's flight over coming here in studio. But, <laughs> you know, so. He was definitely wanting to uh, remedy the, or give his side of it. He texted me almost right away. I got to, you know, I got I to gotta talk about that. So, Right. Wait, when, what? When, you brought, when you brought Jerry? For sure. When Jerry came in with yeah. you? Yeah. And Starling stayed back? Yeah. Well, he said he listens all the time, and he's a big fan of the show, and he lo- loves loves it. And I'm like, well, yeah, but he loves it so much he couldn't even come in studio when he was invited. Yeah. And but he had his chicks fly in the morning and yeah. 4:30 in the morning and all of that stuff. So, uh, all right, Dark Side. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yep. Talk to you guys soon. All right. See you. Right, listen, I'm just trying to make him a better podcaster. Okay. Fuck you. You're fired. I'm trying to push people. All right. Motorsport.com. Tweet at Talon. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from Motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Tits. Those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs know Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear, and accessories. Their dedicated team of gearheads have the knowledge and expertise to help get your ride working at peak performance. Motorsport.com, they have a whole Pulp MX show uh, section on their website, so a lot of our sponsors work with Motorsport, offer some deals, they offer some great prices, great customer service, so if you're going to buy something from Motorsport and you can experience the joys of that yourself by clicking through a link on PulpMX.com or PulpMXShow.com, takes you to Motorsport, make a purchase, and uh, that helps us out, that helps Motorsport out, and you guys have been doing a good job of that. Thank you. Hope you've been enjoying their, uh, their prices and their shipping and their customer service and all of that, so thanks to those guys. For coming on board. These are tweeted to at Pulp Mech Show. Talon goes through them, picks the best ones, and uh, let's do this. All right, I'm going to start off with this email from Justin Dastrup. Here's the deal. I love seven-time Supercross champ Jeremy McGrath, MC, Showtime the King, possibly the single greatest person of all time. I just bought myself a little 2005 CRF 230 project bike that I'm going to use for play riding in the woods. I'm turning it into a replica of McGrath's 96 bike. I call it Project Slow Time, which is displayed prominently through the graphics. So how cheese dick would it be for me to run the number one plate on it? On one hand, it's a replica, and the number one plate is kind of a big part of it. On the other hand, it's a fucking CRF 230, and most of the clowns that are going to blow my doors off on the trail have no sense of the greatness of MC, and won't recognize my bike as a tribute to his championship winning machine. So I'll probably look like an asshole running the number one. Your thoughts? Yeah, don't do it. I was saying, he has some very good self-reflection there. Right. Do, what do you think? And don't put slow time on the graphics. Don't do not do uh, that. So that would I be think that's one. funny for a 230. The only thing I would say would be fun is to run the, uh, oh, no, never mind. Wrong air. I was going to say run like the classic blue and gold number one oh, on it, but yeah. wrong. Not, doesn't work with the air, but uh, I'm going to say no. Don't do it. Don't do it, I think. Because he's right. People aren't going to recognize it Like and be like, oh, yeah. cool bike. They're going to be like, what's a door? You got one number ones on I, it. I would be almost funnier. Like, I would go with the full if it was like my pit bike at the local races as like more show. But yeah, 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 to literally just ride trails, so you're going to run into one dude ever that's going to understand yeah, what you're going yeah. for. I don't know. What do you think, Talon? 
I think it's a funny idea. I like the slow time. I think it's funny, but number one plates are always kind of lame too. All right. Uh, from the voice of the drunken people, if Pope sponsors Michael Lindsay's team, will it be the final nail in the coffin for both, <laughs> or will the curses cancel each other out? No, it'd be terrible. I'm not, we're not doing it. If we do it for Salt Lake, the stadium will collapse it's, while it's, we're or, in it. Or like he said, like is it like crossing the streams of Ghostbusters? Like yeah, you're fine. Like I, I don't know. Oh wait, do across we, the streams, you're bad. Uh, I, do we dare risk it? No, no, we can't. We can't do it. Everything I've touched is turned to shit. <laughs> Except for there. we had, didn't we have some sponsorship su- success that we were bragging about finally working? Did RV run a sticker at a 125 race? RV ran a pulp mech sticker at Monster Cup and got tenth overall, but then he missed the Joker lane. The f- no, he didn't get tenth overall. He was gonna get, and then he missed the Joker lane the last race. Uh, that's a fail, then. Yeah, that was a fail. Um, Hampshire had a few podiums for you. Yeah, we got podiums on Hampshire. There we go. That was what I was. Yeah, thinking. yeah. and then he ended his season early with a knee injury. <sighs> yeah, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> what, we it was do. going well though. Yeah, <laughs> it was going well. It was. From a uh, torn rotator so cuff, thirty-six. Which is worse, in your opinion, Alessi's number one jersey at Moto Fight Club or Daniel Blair's number one jersey for a regional arena cross championship? Alessi. Because Daniel, that's a, that's a, yes, it's regional, but that's an actual series with real racers. Like this, this fight club had guys that hadn't ridden, raced in years. So, and it was a one race thing. So, yes, uh, Alessi's by far. Next one from J Ross 216. If they get a large amount of rain the day of a race, will they be able to make a different track for the next round considering the short turnaround? I don't know. I guess so. Yeah. Things they all th- things they all thought about, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. Depends on rain amount. There's a lot of variables. Dude, I think they got crazy weather up there, too. Like This time of year, it shouldn't be is too it probably bad. Pretty, I think pretty it'll be fine. Yeah. From David Hicks, are we still getting a triple crown race? No. no. From Jordan... A team like JGR that has a remember contract. When, remember when Tits would you would read the names, Marks? This like, is the name. Oh, like that. What do you mean? At jerk me off. That was sixty nine. No, that was Tits. Well, do you want me no, to say at re- Jordan nineteen ninety two? You would you would read the you know. I read the display name, not the at name. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm reading. It says yeah. Jordan. Yeah, the display name is different. Okay, th- but you would read the all, and people were accusing you of picking the funny names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I stand by that. Right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> a team like JGR that has a contract with a manufacturer expiring at the end of the 2020 season, how far behind for 2021 would they be with a shorter offseason? What do you think? Um, we're not really going to have that much of a shorter – like if it ends first week October, that's when rider contracts switch over. It, it's not going to be drastic for them. I mean, like I said, a couple weeks. But – Here's saying if they know they're switching, considering their facility at home, Supercross, if they have somebody they can start testing, they can start working on it behind the scenes. So I wouldn't say it's going to drastically affect them if they were to switch. You think they're around next year? I hope so, but I have some doubts, of course. Right. I think I'm with you. <laughs> I think that's my, my I, answer. I have some doubts. Um, I, I don't know. I've heard it things maybe they're uh, i won't go too much but yeah i don't uh, i don't think well there i don't think there was suzuki that's i don't a, think that's so a either given, i so. think hep's the only suzuki team next right. year um 
I'm kind of questioning if the gas gas stuff gets moving early enough for them or or somebody or like what the options are really. Um, yeah. I don't know what color would be an option at this point. Yeah, because my whole thing about the gas gas is why not just put Baggett and whoever on I, gas gas. I think right that's there. who it would right. be, honestly. Why, why invest in a new team? Why start yeah. a whole thing? Well, and Rockmet has sponsor existing sponsorship. That's still the the tough sell with the JGR side is just the yeah. Unless this money sponsor casino thing ever comes through, or yeah. Teasdale was working on. Well, that says J Bone said they're still working on I that. Know, right. So. All right. Next one from Clean My Stool Pipe. Hmm. There we go. There it is. <laughs> Tomac has been a slow starter to the SX season the last few years. Do you see this coming to haunt him for the last seven races? After this yeah. break that is nearly as long as the regular offseason, or do you see him he, picking he up only, right where he left off at Daytona? No, look, this year he started slow at A1. It was an okay yeah. race. After that, he was on fire. So yeah. Yeah, the but slow you, start stuff But is, you brought it up earlier. You said it was a concern of yours for him yeah. earlier in the show, yeah. No, no, wait. I, no, I just said I didn't say it was a, a, a history of slow starts. I said just what would it, what, what's it going to be like? Yeah, what, like you know, who knows? Oh, is yeah, it a slow yeah. start or like what is it? You know. Next one from Dean's Dean. How hard is Eli Superfan Dylan working to get the Rona and find Kenny? No oh boy. <laughs> I haven't heard from Dylan in a while. Did he get? Is, the is he Rona? okay? Is he okay? Yeah, is he fine? Do we know? Anybody heard from him? Maybe Darkside. He, 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 he wandered off to uh, to the mountains of Colorado to see if he could help uh, Eli with his uh, newborn True. son. Yeah. <laughs> Next one from Bobby G. Michael, what's the team goal for SX21? Top 10 rider? Uh, I mean, Bloss is already that, but team goals 2021. Um, yeah, I mean, Bloss get one of their guys uh top 10 just have a consistent program uh grow gonna stay for all the futures events i think i'm gonna be supporting a rider or two over there so just kind of stabilizing things and yeah building from there i think chris is capable of being top five one top 10 guy and the other guy in the main will be pretty happy next one from bobby g can we get a live feed heart rate monitor for marks before the next gate drop Hey, he says we're Gucci, whatever the fuck that means. We're Gucci. Yeah. We Prada. We Whichever designer you care about, that's yeah. what we are. Yep. Okay, then. Can Prada get sponsored by Prada? What about Old Navy? I like Old Navy. We Old Navy. Okay. Thank you. I am not Old Navy. Last one from Nick Lindenberg. Is DV okay? He's spending a lot of money on old bikes. <laughs> Nobody knows if DV's okay. <laughs> His overdraft. Call my bank keeps calling me about my overdraft. Nobody knows. What what got him so fired up on doing these? I'm a cat. I, I hate that thing. <laughs> uh, Darkside said Dylan has a new work schedule. He cannot call in. Uh, Update on Dylan. For, uh, I was wondering. I, I saw DV out with. I told you he would know. Yeah. I saw DV out with his Dylan the other day at track. God, I love listening to him. Yeah, just <laughs> it's so great. It. So great. Ah, uh, yeah. We don't know what DV's. Watched, you know how Jake's Jake and Dean's Dean. DV's DV. I mean, Dylan's killing it at this track rat, and I make a comment to DV about the weird way he's hitting this corner, and he's just like, oh, you know how it is. He just makes everything look like so stupid. He's just so ugly on the bike. <laughs> and it stomps off. And just like waving his arms. <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds like the DV that we know and love. He was supposed to come in studio. Hopefully soon he, he, he comes back. So, 
Uh, is that ran it? Out, he ran out of money Makeup, with his Supercross? bikes. You might have to Eat kick Supercross. him a few more bucks. Shit. Supercross. <laughs> Fuck Supercross. <laughs> and sleep Supercross. There we go, everybody. DV's rules. Uh, thanks to motorsport.com for helping out. Again, Pulp Mech Show. Uh, whole section on there to help uh, with our partners, and then they help you out and, and everything else. Yeah, EKS20 is the code. I think it's still working for X Brand. So if you want X Brand, go to uh, motorsport.com, type in EKS20, and uh, and get a deal. So uh, thanks to those guys for helping out. And thanks to Jeremy Albrecht for coming on, Michael Antonovich, Seth Rarick, Jake Weimer, of course, all calling in tonight. Uh, Michael Lindsay, thanks, man. Thanks for coming up. Thank you. Hope you had fun. Oh heck yeah! Good luck with the time. with the Utah thing and everything else. Oh uh, yeah, so, I'll see you there. We're we're yeah. going for e bike rides. Oh uh, yeah, we're we're, we're going to do it. Uh, but it'll be good to have your you know Bloss will be maybe not 100 percent but back. Yep. And then Cody Shock, who uh, you know you were helping before the season started, yeah, he, he got even, hurt. So he broke both his wrists right like two days before uh, he won. That that should have been your sign. That shit was going sideways. It, it was going oh. right there. You should have been like, oh shit. That was right. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Talon. Thanks, uh, Marks. Appreciate you guys coming in. Thank, Thank you. you. We'll be back in next week with Chris Kiefer. Thanks to SwissCore. Thanks to Moser. No, not not thanks to Moser. No. Those questions <laughs> fucking sucked. They're, They're bad. It, we'll bring it up a, ne- a notch next week. Please. Yeah, we, we're going to call him in for a meeting into HR. <laughs> uh, thanks, Spooky. Thanks to you people for listening. Greatly appreciate it. See you all next week. Last time I do this goddamn show. Uh- Summer, when you went away to community college, I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Oh